Exciting edition of Poker Fraud Alert Radio, the Druff and Drexel Show. And I'm coming to you this week with a new old microphone. My last microphone I've been using kind of wasn't in very good shape. It's gotten really beaten up. So I've gone back to an old microphone, and I hope this thing works okay. Because if it doesn't, uh, then I'm going to have to go back to the newer, older microphone and see what I can make do with it. But I hope I sound okay. Tell me in the chat room if I sound all right. Uh, today is November 27th, 2012, just four days after our epic interview with Chad Ellie, a convicted online poker payment processor. This was on a special day, Friday, November 23rd. So if you want to hear that interview, it's in our archives. And uh, I really suggest you listen to it because it's uh, it contains a lot of good information about the world of poker payment processing. And if you played online poker, Chad Ellie, the guy we talked to on Friday, probably processed some of your payments. I'm going to give my afterthoughts about that whole interview and how I felt it went and uh, what I felt I learned from it. And uh, if you want to hear the interview itself, it is in our archives, iTunes, Stitcher, the same way our regular shows are. But the person who was not with us during that interview was Brandon Drexel Gersten, because I came up with that time at the very, very last minute when Chad Ellie was available, and Brandon was not going to be there that day, which is understandable given the short notice. But today he's here on our regularly scheduled show. Brandon, hello. Hey, Droff. How are you, my friend? I am fine. And, uh, you know, it's it's good to be back on our normal time. Regularly scheduled time. It's it's nice to be in our sweep sweeps. Sweeps yeah. week is over. Yeah, the sweeps competitions saying. and all that. But you know, <laughs> ask any executive producer of a TV show, and they will tell you that when sweeps is over, 
they're very, very happy. They feel relieved. They have like a weight off their shoulders. So Sweep's month is over, and we're back to Tuesday, 7 o'clock, not competing with any other show that I know of. And uh, you can give your full attention over here. And uh, I have an unfortunate announcement, though, that next week I can't guarantee that we'll be here on Tuesday at 7 o'clock because uh, I may actually be driving between secret locations at that time. But it's not for sure yet, so check PokerFraudAlert.com as it gets closer to see if we are changing and going to work. Well, you know what? I'm going to see your bad news and raise you. Uh-oh. Two weeks from today, I will not be able to be here as it will be my birthday. Oh, jeez. And I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm dedicated to the show. I love everybody, but I can't. Uh, I just can't do that. Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, so- I'm not going to. Yeah, there's festivities and family stuff and, you know. You know, I I did a show on my birthday, but I don't remember if it was uh, actually the night of my birthday or if we just went long enough that midnight hit, and I, you know... Was this on the old network? It was on the old network, yes. I think it may have actually been on the old, old network. Now, Jeff, I'm more than willing to... uh accommodate schedules and do it the two weeks from today on a Wednesday, if that will help. So, so maybe we'll have two be... more Wednesdays. Maybe maybe Sweeps is not over, because it <laughs> sounds like we're going to have two Wednesday shows the next two weeks. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let me tell you guys about the tournament we have tonight. Uh, the only thing in question is the prize pool. We, we haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, we'll have some kind of prize pool. I just can't tell you what it is yet. And we'll, play, we'll pay at least three spots. And I'm not going to adjust it based upon who wins. I promise you that. I just, uh, I- I'm trying to figure out uh, what money we have left over from people who are redonating their prizes, and some of them aren't sure if their prizes got used in previous weeks. So I've got to make sure that the money they say is available really is. So there will be some free roll tonight. It, it is at uh, 7.40 p.m. in uh, 19 minutes. If you registered already... You probably want to go check if you're still registered because I had to reset the tournament because it was erroneously set to, yes, you guessed it, Wednesday. So if I didn't reset the tournament... You know, why is everything... It seems like everything in the skies is pointing at Wednesday, Josh. Yeah, every, everything's trying to force us to do a Wednesday Like all show. the orbits and all everything, yes. <laughs> but, I, but I changed uh, the tournament back to today at 7.40 like it's supposed to be, but I had to kick everyone out to do it. So if you... Register for the tournament, I'd say, before like 7 o'clock or 7.05. I would go check again to see if you're still registered and uh, make sure to re-register because there is no late registration. And I I can't tell you what you'll win for winning tonight's tournament, but you will win something. So uh, that's all I can tell you. It it will be up to $50, but I'm not sure. It's a mystery prize pool. I think it's the first time we ever had a mystery prize pool. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's going on tonight. No Limit Hold'em, the usual stuff. And uh, you do have to either have a registered account here by May 21st or have special permission from me to qualify for the free money. If you want special permission from me, contact me, dandruff at pokerfraudalert.com. Let me know that uh, you've been listening for a while. Tell me some of the things you liked about this or our other radio shows in the past. Or if you're a user I recognize from one of the past sites I was involved with, then I will give you a pass as well and tell you you can qualify. So uh, that's what you have to do. So, Brandon, were you going to say something? I I just was going to... uh... No, I think you covered the disclaimer very, very well, okay. actually. Good. Yes. All right. So Yeah, uh, we got a good show tonight, Druff. I yeah. don't even think you even know how good our show is tonight. I may not. I may not have any idea. A lot of times I have no idea how good the show is until it's done. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a show that was universally loved when, when uh, Chico Loco was introduced. I Everybody listened to that episode, loved it, and some thought it was the best poker fraud alert radio that has been done in the site's history. So, And, and when we came into that show, I didn't think it would be that great, but you never know. 
You you never know what happens on this show. Uh, uh, speaking of El Chico Loco and what brought uh, him here, there's another reality show, Druff. I guess do you want to give a little insight into what we have uh, yeah, yeah. on the um, queue tonight? Yeah, well, people seem to enjoy when we play clips of things and comment on them, especially when it's kind of like a funny thing, not like a serious thing. But when we find some kind of funny video related to poker and play it and uh, make comments as we play it, people seem to enjoy those segments. And I, I always look for those things that are out there. And it seems like the direction we've been going in 2012 is that every poker player now thinks they deserve a reality show. Uh, Matt Marafiati tried to do some really terrible one. Uh, of course, there was one with Johnny Chan and El Chico Loco and, and the bully who gets bullied and that whole ridiculous <laughs> thing. But... Uh, we have another one that, unlike those previous two shows I mentioned, is actually going to see airtime on a cable network. Jennifer Harmon, of all people, and this just, I, I'm going to get your perspective on this, Brandon, because I don't understand it. It's a reality show of like kind of like the Real Housewives of Atlanta kind of thing, except it's about Las Vegas. It's about these like four older women, but I guess they're not housewives, all of them, but it's like four older women, like o over 40. Very plastic looking, like they, uh, you know, like like really really Botox looking faces. All, all all five of them actually, even Jennifer Harmon to some degree. And um, it's like following their lives, but not like in a way like you'd expect with Jennifer Harmon being like a family woman. It, it's kind of like drama, like older bitchy women who want to still be sexy but aren't, and all the drama in their lives as they fight. It's just really stupid and it really pointless. This, this thing. It's like it's kind of like centered around Las Vegas life, but but kind of like about drama between women. It's really really bizarre. And the most bizarre thing is why would Jennifer Harmon be getting involved with this in the first place? This is a woman who owned a decent portion of Full Tilt, and even though Full Tilt is gone, or at least it's gone from the original owners. She made a lot of money from all these distributions. You know, that that money that you had on Full Tilt that's gone now, some of that went to Jennifer Harmon, just like it went to Howard, just like it went to uh, Ray Bittar. Uh, it also went to Jennifer Harmon. Don't and, forget that Phil Gordon, Druff. Yeah, I can't forget Phil Gordon either. Well, it sounds like Phil Gordon is actually one of the good guys, though, in this situation. But, yeah, that's, that's another story for another time. I, I, I'm not a yeah. fan of Phil Gordon, but it sounded like he and John Juwanda and uh, uh, Perry Friedman and a few others were at least trying to uh, – get rid of Ray and realize that he was corrupt. But but anyway, Jennifer Harmon, while I don't think she really had direct guilt in the uh, Full Tilt, she did make a lot of money from it. All the owners of Full Tilt made a lot of money. That's how Eric Lindgren had like 250000 rolling in every month and, and why he felt that he could just uh, slow pay everyone because he felt, he felt Full Tilt would always rescue him. So I don't know how much Jennifer Harmon was getting, but she was one of the original owners. And in addition, she was a winning poker player for a long time. And, uh, you know, I had to imagine she would have made a lot of money over time. And I don't know that she has any kind of, like, gambling problem where she degened it all away. So I would have thought that Jennifer Harmon would be one of them that is not hurting for money. And she also didn't seem to me like someone who is a fame hound. She didn't seem like someone who always has to be in the spotlight and always want people to notice her. So I don't understand why she's doing this but she is uh, brandon before we play the clips of this uh what do you think um first off I, I i saw the thread and i did not watch the trailer until maybe 30 minutes before radio i didn't quite get it 
I mean, they're shooting guns or like, we live in Vegas, but we don't follow the rules. I mean, I actually almost feel like this is more of a fail than Johnny Chan's show. Because at least Johnny Chan, you can laugh at like the utter stupidity and just horrendousness of it all in like a, in a mocking sort of way. But this isn't even just funny in a bad way. Like, it just, I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. Um, I, you know, of course, I don't know. I don't, I'm not connected to her. I don't have anyone that I'm close to that knows, but I mean, I've heard rumors that, and this is with a lot of people, people just get the idea while they were with Full Tilt, and, you know, I've heard rumors for a while that that she's been being staked in the mixed games that she oh, really? played for quite some time. So, if I had to, and again, this is just a guess, I would think that this is solely monetary, that she really needs the money. Well, you um, know, it's interesting you mentioned about being staked in the mixed games. Uh, if We've discussed before how Barry Greenstein just suddenly disappeared from them a few years ago, and everyone thought of Barry Greenstein as this really rich guy who's who's donating all this money to charity. And you know, you would have never thought Barry Greenstein would be gone from the Nosebleed Games. And not only was he gone, he also borrowed four hundred thousand dollars apparently from Full Tilt. Not apparently, he admitted it. Uh, the competition of the site he was representing, Poker Stars, he borrowed four hundred k from them and didn't pay back. So like Barry Greenstein apparently was having financial problems. And uh, I, I think it's very easy to, you know, you play gigantic games like 4,000, 8,000, even if it's limited, 4,000, 8,000, you still lose a fortune. And uh, play above your bankroll, run bad, or maybe not even be a favorite in the game. And uh, all Start of a, a radio broke. station and put, like, millions into it. The poker, what is it, Poker Road? No, Poker that, Road, that, yeah. that cost them. I, I thought you were joking. I thought you were, you were mocking no, my no, radio the, station. No, right? no, they're saying I, we have an echo. They can't even hear us. Well, no, I, know, that's why I thought you were us. mocking me that, that I spent millions of dollars on this site no. and, and it doesn't work. But I'm saying, I mean, I, I don't know the exact number, but I mean, I, I remember reading a lot about that cost him quite a bit of money, that he funded that solely. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. It, it did cost him a lot of money, and then he was the he was pretty much the source of funding there. But, yes. uh, but yeah, th that... Uh, so yes, and Asian road. women too, as French G pointed out. Yeah, yeah, French. You don't know how much that that uh, who is it? The first woman girl he was taking. Uh, what was her name? Mimi uh, Tran. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever happened to her? I don't. You know, I just thought of that the other day because I just went to Commerce a few days ago, and and I I used to see her all the time at Commerce, and whenever she yeah. saw me, she go, Oh, Dan Drop, hi. It was like she she was always acting like she was excited to see me. And, you know, Mimi was always uh, nice to me when I saw her, but. Uh, uh, I thought about, hey, I haven't seen Mimi Tran in a very long time. Like first, I saw her drop down to like forty eighty limit from like yeah. I used games. to see her at playing thirty sixty at the Bellagio. I think that was probably the last time I saw her, maybe two or three years ago. Yeah. The, now the X Factor, I, he's saying in our chat, I heard that Jennifer Harmon inherited something like thirty to sixty million. She's doing the TV show for fame. That's possible. I, I don't know about the inheritance, but it's possible she has money and is doing it for fame, but she's just never really seeked out the fame. And the funny thing is she could have, because she did have a good poker resume, not uh, young. She She's not bad-looking. So, I mean, she could have she, she could have had more poker fame than she actually has, but she didn't really seem to seek it out. But may, maybe she's deciding to do it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, we, oh. we, cut, we cut for a second, but we're, we're back here. You, you know what scares the, You know what scares me here? 
Should when, I start when, firing up the old laptop? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how well Give this thing. We'll see, we'll see it how takes well about goes. twenty minutes for this we'll, thing. We'll to... see how well this goes here. But but I saw the uh, I saw the thing drop. I saw like when I was speaking into it, it just the meter doesn't move. And I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, people are saying we're fading in and out. You know, this is an embarrassment. I got a very let me first off. Let me get a give a shout out. I guess on my behalf and Druff to. Uh, Adam Schwartz from uh, from the Two Plus Two podcast, right? Yeah, and he sent me a nice message on Twitter. I'm almost embarrassed now, but saying how much he loves our show and loves. Well, maybe what, he hears what, it in the archives and doesn't hear all this. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why he. Loves well, anyhow, it so much. shout out, uh, Adam. <laughs> I will the... clean this up for the archives. By the way, if, if anybody wants to listen in the archives, I, uh, like the thing with uh, Chad Ellie, I, I made a beautiful show out of it in the archives, even though it was a complete fail. Live with with all the cutouts and everything, you could never tell us. I spent like two hours cutting the thing up. I was uh... Uh, and and you know what? Just breaking news in the chat, and this was going to be one of my surprises. It's been requested many many for many many weeks now. He has never been on our show, but we are confirmed to have an, a Goldfarb update, which is quite fitting since the wormhole is officially closed. And he just entered the yeah, chat I see, right now. He just now. came in the chat. I can't believe it. Yeah, so he actually agreed. Uh, with a little reluctance to come on the show. I told him people have been oh. requesting for weeks for a Goldfarb check-in, and uh, he'll be on the show. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. I'm happy to have Goldfarb back here and hear what's going on with him. Even if he did ruin the wormhole, I, st I still want to hear. I don't, I don't think he just ruined it for one week. Just though. one week. It, never, no, it, didn't, he, it didn't close. No, no, no. He didn't but I do love how every week C-Money writes whatever it was, an 18-1-1 and or 17-1-1, and then for the one loss he puts in parentheses, Goldfarb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, see, money, uh, see, money's pretty confident he would have gone uh, eighteen, at least eighteen zero and one, if it hadn't been for uh, for Goldfarb or eighteen one and zero, not even eighteen zero and one, eighteen one and zero. He would have been undefeated in nineteen picks. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, that Jesus. really. I, I should make a quick mention of this for those of you that don't know. We have a user named C Money. He's donated a lot of money to this site for uh, free rolls, not not to my pocket, but uh, to the pockets of our users. He he's donated most of the free roll money for all the free rolls we've had since uh, radio started in May, and uh, really appreciate that. But in addition, he has given in other ways. He has been posting weekly sports picks, and uh, going back to last year on another site. He is now 17-1-1. and one. That's 17 wins, one loss, and one tie in 19 games, which is an astounding record. If you don't know about sports betting, uh, if you pick at like a 57% success rate, that's considered like you're really, really good if you win 57% of the games. Here, he's 17-1-1. One and one. He only lost once out of 19 picks. I mean, that is so hard to do. Two weeks ago, he actually comes out and says beforehand... Days beforehand, if the backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers starts, beg, borrow, and steal, and put all your money on that, uh, I don't know, what's his name, Kabernacki, the guy yeah. from Nevada, for, uh, the starting quarterback for the 49ers, which was just amazing. But uh, as most things do, uh, Druff, all good things have come to an end, and yeah. if it really truly is the end, uh, the wormhole was a hell of a run, huh? Well, you know, what's interesting, one of the reasons he said he wanted to close it, see, he, see, he came out this week and said, that's it. No more picks, which is really strange. The guy's 17-1-1. Like, why wouldn't you want to just keep putting them out there? Uh, now, you could say maybe he is ending it because he he's afraid he's not going to continue winning at this rate because even he admitted that he ran really, really well. But uh, he was saying that there were some teams he followed very closely and there was real reasoning behind these picks. He wasn't just pulling them out of his ass and getting lucky. So, But he said the reason he's ending it is because he was doing so well that people were contacting him and saying thank you 
I'm going to bet like 20k next week on your pick, and that scared him. The one kid paid off the uh, almost paid off the whole grad school or something, didn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, a guy came out on our site and like told us about all the different things that he was able to do because of C Money's picks. That he he paid off living in Thailand and some other place, and uh, and paid off grad school. It was amazing. And this is from you know picks on our site. From from C Money, so C Money was afraid that people are starting to count on his picks too much, and is afraid they're like overdoing the betting, and that finally one week it's going to lose, maybe even without Goldfarb's help, and and uh, and then people are going to be furious. They go, "Oh my God, I put my whole life savings on this. You're you're seventeen one and one. Like it was a sure thing." And like you know, I, I think I think he's afraid because C Money, you know, he, he's actually a good guy. I've met him before. He's actually a good guy, and he, uh, I, I could tell it, it would really bother him. If someone did bet twenty thousand that they couldn't afford to lose on one of his picks and it lost, even though it's not his responsibility, he's he's like looking out for the community that he doesn't want them to count on his picks too much. At the same time, I said to him in the in the thread, and other people said the same thing. You know, go ahead and still make the picks. We understand that you know we're not expecting you to win all but one every nineteen games. Like we know it can lose. We know it's not a complete lock, and uh, you know. It's up to everybody to individually bet responsibly, but you know, among this crowd, it's hard to tell them that. That's uh, yeah. The reason people got into poker, the reason most people got into poker, was for easy money, because they don't want to work, they want to uh, sit and play a game all day, make money and do what they want, live the degenerate lifestyle. Like that's that's why most people are here. That's why most people got into poker. That's why these people are reading poker forums and found their way over here. So, except for Beebs. she's a yeah, yeah, that's exception right. to the rule. Yeah, she is the exception. She found here, uh, found her way here, looking for the donkey show, <laughs> so, which had nothing to do with poker. But we're glad to have her as well. So, so anyway, uh, Goldfarb, who we're gonna have on later, uh, people got very angry at him because uh, he he was doubting C Money's abilities, and that was the only week that the picks lost. So people were really pissed and pretty much ran Goldfarb out of the forum. Goldfarb's a good kid. By the way, right now this... the free roll starting for unknown money. Mm. Anyway, now, how is this? How is this going to be determined? I'm, I'm confused. Um, whatever people have posted their giving, I'm just going to add all that money together and then make a usual sort of distribution in the prize pool. I mean, if I wanted to be a real asshole, I could just tailor it to whoever wins. Like if someone wins who I like, make first place more top heavy. Okay. But I'm not going to do that. Like I'm not. I'm not even going to look who won when I make the prize pool. You just have to trust me, and it's not very much money, so who cares? Right. Uh, so so anyway, um, and, and to show you how nice our software is for the No Fraud Online Poker Room, uh, Willie McFML said in our chat room, God damn it, this poker software makes my computer sound like a jet engine. Please fix. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so we have, we have a quality poker room that makes people's computers sound like a jet engine. We have a radio show that crashes. Like like seven times per show. It li- it really crashed seven times during the Chad Ellie show. I'm not kidding. I think we've already crashed like three times in this show. We're only going like you know thirty minutes so far, or less. So let's anyway. I want to get to the uh, Jennifer Harmon video, and uh, whether she's doing it for money or fame or neither, uh, I'm going to play this. Now you're going to hear two consecutive promos. These both actually air. On TLC, these promos. One is like a 30-second commercial. The other one is like a two-and-a-half-minute commercial. And this show is really going to air. I don't know the date yet, but it is going to really air. They are airing these commercials already. You know what I love how it says in the beginning, on this season. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're to anticipate four or five or six more seasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it's they're like, helping they fool people. Like they think it's an ongoing thing. That's that's a, a big thing that they're missing. They they don't want to. They don't want people talking about this around the water cooler and not know what they're talking about. So they're they're hoping you catch <laughs> this show. And again, this is going to be a real show called Sin City Rules. It's even a dumb name, Sin City Rules. Now, you're going to hear a bunch of voices here, a bunch of female voices. And you may say, oh, this is annoying hearing a video on the radio because I can't tell whose voice it is. Well, guess what? You can't tell anyway if you're watching the video. For the most part, these voices are not connected to any body. You just hear them in the background. And you're supposed to somehow connect them to the women in this video. But I guess it doesn't matter because other than Jennifer Harmon, they're all pretty similar. Here we go. Here's the first promo for like 30 seconds. Then we'll play the other two and a half minutes. My family put the sin in Sin City. Okay, so let's stop right there. First three seconds. My family put the sin in Sin City. Now, I don't think that's Jennifer Harmon. But that's a stupid statement. My fa- what does that even mean? My family. It's, it's one thing like I put the sin in Sin City. Fine. Like you're a bad girl, whatever. But my family? It's like, did yeah. her like, five-year-old kid put the sin in Sin City? Like, what does that even mean? My family. I wouldn't say anything like that. If somebody doesn't want to play, they don't have to. But if I'm going to play, it's going to have to be my game. I don't really live by rules. I make my own. <laughs> I don't live by rules. I make my own. This, these are like really cliche statements. My family put the sin in Sin City. I don't live by rules. I make my own. Now, while they were showing that, they were showing five women walking up like in high heels, uh, um, just kind of like in, in a, a formation. Jennifer Harmon's on the very left because she's the shortest. Uh, it was kind of like by height, like the tallest ones in the center. And uh, they're kind of like walking up, looking, uh, like trying to look sexy. And you're hearing these voices in the background. The most I've lost half a million. So that was definitely Jennifer Harmon. The most I've lost half a million. And she's like kissing her hand after she wins a pot. When a monkey, I get a monkey. <laughs> if I want a monkey, I get a monkey. That's the strangest part. At the very beginning, but what does yeah, that you mean? You think that'd be the Scotty Wynn reality show? Yeah, I'm like what does that mean? They show this woman on on a a Segway riding through the streets of Las Vegas with a monkey on her shoulder. Now I, I've never seen any Segways in, on the Las Vegas streets, but uh, a monkey? Let's, 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 here's this again. Half a million. If I want a monkey, I get a monkey. <laughs> what? This is in like the 30 second promo. If I want a monkey, I get a monkey. And it's not like a like a double entendre. It's not like an innuendo. It's a, like really a monkey on her shoulder. This is where they would dump their bodies. We make them. And, and the next thing, they show them out in the middle of the desert. Something like this is where they bury the bodies. Something like that. Like You're supposed to be following the women out to some place in the middle of the desert to where bodies were supposedly once buried a long time. I mean, who cares? Like Everybody knows that the, you know, the Vegas lore... Of the mafia burying bodies out there, fine. But like, why? Why have these like spoiled fifty-year-old women going out there? That this is where they had the bodies. Now, let me ask you again. I, I, as I mentioned, I only watched it once. Besides Jennifer Harmon, do we even know who? Do you know who any of these other women are? Well, I don't. But um, someone on Two Plus Two pointed out one of them. This one has a, a great uh, resume. Alicia Jacobs, who's fifty-seven. 57 in the show, trying to be Jeez. sexy. I mean, can, can you picture any woman who's 57 being sexy? Mm. That uh, Jane Fonda doesn't look too bad for like in her early 70s, but no, 
I, uh, I mean, I guess if you're 57 yourself, but like for the average mm. person who watches TV, you don't want to see women who are 57 trying to be sexy. It just Who's the oldest woman you'd have sex with right now? Uh, I mean, all things considered, you don't have a baby's mama and you're, you know, you're single. Right now, like, you, you know, you're free, you can pick anyone, but it has to be like, we'll say, 55 or over. Who would you pick? Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't do it. But you have to do it. They're going to take away all your Jew gold. I don't know. That's a hard. They're going to take. They're going to liquidate all the Jew gold out of the accounts. The Druff I, I accounts. I got to pick a fifty-five-year-old woman to have. Sex. Yeah, you have to though. Like a gun's Jeez. against your head. Oh, They're about man. to take hit the enter button on the two thousand four desktop, and all your money's going to get transferred to Switzerland. You know, not, Who would you not, pick? not currently, but uh, but when she was fifty-five, uh, Goldie Hawn looked pretty good. But I mean, you have to give me an answer though. Like now, who would you pick? Well, yeah, now now is harder because like since then she's she's. What about like okay? I think just right off the top of my head, without too much thought into it, I'd say Christy Brinkley. Oh, is she fifty-five yet? She's over fifty-five. Oh, yes. okay, okay. Not under yeah, fifty-five. Yeah, I, 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 you're I not over that. twenty-one. You're under twenty-one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's over fifty-five. All right, I, I take that. Yeah. That's but that's my answer. Okay. No, all right. <laughs> you you get you handed it to me. What can I do? You you. Right. But but yeah. Anyway, uh, it, uh, the answer could be though Alicia Jacobs, who's fifty-seven. This is from 2 Plus 2. This show has Alicia Jacobs in it, too. She is a bitch. Any show with her in it will definitely suck. She was a, quote, entertainment reporter on the Vegas NBC station until they fired her. This is my favorite part. She dated Vince Neil for about two months. When they broke up and they got into an argument, she accused him of assault. No way he touched her, but he still caught charges. Her Twitter is so laughable... She goes everywhere with her dog, including the mall, the hairdresser, and restaurants. Why this dumb bitch hasn't been run out of Vegas yet, I don't know. I can't imagine why Jen Harmon would sign up for this pile of shit show. This was from someone on 2 Plus 2. But, so this is like a, a failed Vegas uh, entertainment reporter who got fired from the Vegas NBC station and then dated Vince Neil. That's, that's her uh, resume, uh, Alicia Jacobs. And uh, they even mentioned during the trailer, which you'll hear shortly, that she's 57. That's where I got it from. I didn't even look <laughs> this up. Let's let's uh, continue here. Again, this is the first trailer that's gonna, about to end, and then you'll hear the second one. It's longer. World term, not the man. Sin City rules premieres Sunday at ten, only on TLC. Oh, maybe it's this Sunday. It's it's Sunday. Maybe it's already been on Sunday, ten ten o'clock on TLC. I don't know if it's this Sunday or the previous Sunday. I don't know. That's what it says. Okay, so let's let's <laughs> go on here. Here's the. Longer promo. That was like the 30 second commercial. Okay, this is the two and a half minute commercial. To you, Las Vegas is a weekend. It's a strip club, a bachelor party, a gambling spree. So what they're, they're, they're like interspersing the women talking here, but again, you can't see who's talking. To me, it's home. I'm one of the women who runs this town. I'm. Now, I think that was, was that Jennifer Harmon? Because they showed a picture of her. Did that sound like her voice to you? It did not. Okay, maybe it's not. It showed it showed her like scooping a pot as that was said, but maybe it's not her. Do you okay. think she pays her rent in euros? <laughs> <laughs> Tough. I'm smart. I'm ruthless. And they keep showing these women at a shooting range, like like this one. They just showed her shooting a watermelon. That must be the one chick who put the, whose family put the sin in Sin City. Probably. So, <laughs> so these women are tough too. They're not. They're not just uh, you know fashionable and, and and spoiled. They run the city. They shoot watermelons. Apparently, they they visit sites where people were once buried. <laughs> they shoot watermelons. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, they they shot. She shot the watermelon dead. It splattered all over the floor everywhere. 
and I don't play by the rules. Oh, they, that's right. I forgot about that. None of them play by the rules. None of them. They, if there's a rule, they're going to break it. And now I, I happen to pause this on the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada sign. Brandon, how often do you ever see that sign in person? Um, Maybe once a year. I just about never see it. I mean, maybe once a year, and it's usually because someone that's either never been to Vegas uh, or, or, you know, is visiting and they insist upon going, you know, out there on Las Vegas Boulevard to take a picture of it. But uh, very rarely. Yeah, it's, it's not like anything way I down on Las across. Vegas Boulevard, not near anything you really want to go to. And the reason it's there is because that used to be the way into Vegas before I-15. Yes. Now nobody that doesn't really welcome anyone anymore because nobody drives that way. So it's just like a it's like an old school thing, which which is fine. It's history, but they still show it today. Like like everyone sees that in Vegas, and I think everyone's kind of too embarrassed to say that they don't ever see that when they're in Vegas. They just assume they missed it. They assume they just weren't paying attention. But that that sign is nowhere near anywhere that you'd normally be. Uh, but they right. show that here, and it's, there's something else that tilts me to go on a tangent here about Las Vegas depicted on TV. Brandon, um, I, I don't know how familiar you are. I guess you're pretty familiar with, with the drive between L.A. and Vegas, right? I, I mean, I've done it probably 50, 60 times at yeah, least. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's very familiar. At least. Okay. Yes. Um, have you noticed on TV that whenever they show someone driving between L.A. and Vegas, they're driving down this like weird two-lane road, you know, one direction each lane? Yes. With, with a, a yellow line dividing it, and never on the 15th. That's, that's the road through the desert. Now, what, what road are they driving on? I I'm not sure. I mean that's that's not the way to get to Vegas. No, There's no such I, a road going to Vegas. You, you Vegas you you go down the 15. Yes. I mean I guess at one point you could go through this uh, old way on Las Vegas Boulevard once you get into Nevada. But but why would you if the 15's right next to it? But uh, Mixed, yeah, they always show people like in the middle of the desert driving to Vegas and then they eventually have to stop off on the side of the road sometimes pick up a hitchhiker or or, or <laughs> you know whatever they, they're always stopping the side of the road and pulling off and there's like no other cars and it's like this remote desert road with uh, one lane each direction and that's just not the drive to Vegas from LA and I hate seeing that because like I, I'm supposed to be watching a drive to Vegas from LA and I know this because I've done that drive hundreds of times probably and and <laughs> It's just wrong. It just tilts me. I hate seeing that. Well, and you know, the other thing is when that show, and this is my little rant, when that show Las Vegas was popular with James Caan and uh, I don't know the other ones, uh, the one guy that's dating the one girl from the band and oh, you know what yeah, show yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, Las Vegas, and, and, yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it was popular and everyone, you know, the first couple seasons, but you know, and people, I've seen a couple episodes, but it's so utterly, you know, and each week somebody staying there plotting to take over the casino or the city or just, you know, there's, it was awful. I mean, the plots were just awful. Yeah, you know, it's also awful. We lost the uh, connection again. But yeah, and no, no, we're, we're, ba we're back echo. again. We're back gonna, you again have now. to call. I'm going to call you right back. You're, you're going to call me back? Uh, I lost Brandon. Sorry about that, people. We will have this fixed by next week. In the meantime, I'm going to fix this in the archives. We should be back on the air. And, uh, I'll just try to connect Brandon right here. I think Brandon, um, we lost. Here we go. Now, Brandon, I'm a little confused. We lost our connection in usual fail fashion. But uh, why? Did okay. you, why did you call back? Right when we lost it for some reason, it was a horrendous echo huh. on my part. Everything I was saying, I was hearing repeated 
through my headset. Yeah, okay. So I, it, that was probably the fault of my connection here. I'll, I'll get this fixed next week. But anyway, uh, let, let I guess that'll make us uh, go back to this clip here. So uh, this is again... But did you, I haven't even heard. Did you, did you comment on how horrendous the plots were in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah, they, they were terrible. That, that was, again, like the type of thing where you don't want to watch it if you know anything about the subject matter, much like how doctors don't want to watch medical shows and cops don't like watching you know police dramas. It's the same thing. Like, it, it was ridiculous. And what also bothered me was that this was like a fictitious casino that was in the place where the Mandalay Bay is. And the weird thing is they occasionally made reference to the Mandalay Bay, like it was supposed to be owned by the Mandalay Bay. So, like, why not just make it the Mandalay Bay if, if they're going to go that far? And But it was like this, and it's like, it had this, like, ridiculous exterior with a waterfall going down the entire building in the center. And it was, like, really fake looking. So... Anyway, uh, let, let me continue here. You still with me, Dennis? Yes. Okay. I'm still here. I make them. Oh, gunshot again. Now they're walking again like they were in the first trailer. Uh... Okay, so, so now they're, they're introducing... All the women who are in it, you, you see their names, and you see them get like a profile of them, and they turn their head. So, uh, first of all, what is this song? Do you recognize it? Never heard it before. Anyone recognize it in the chat room? By the way, this this show premieres on December 9th. Oh, someone else pointed out, Jay Stad in our chat said that uh, the show Las Vegas treated card counters as garbage, and that's so true. I, I actually, I didn't see it very often either, the show, but I happened to see the episode about card counters. And while they acknowledge that card counters aren't actually doing anything illegal, um, they they found a way to make the card counters into cheaters as well to make them look terrible. And they also I don't even mind that part, but it was like the episodes when like the security staff like involved in like relationships and people were fighting and like you know what I mean. It's almost like the episode like a standard episode of the Love Boat. And I know Druff, you remember like the Love Boat had that standard plot yeah. where two. People, you know, whether they're young or old, would always go on a cruise. Everything's great in the beginning. In the middle, they have some fight where they're going to break up, get divorced. And then at the end, like, the cruise staff gets them back together. And they leave the cruise, and they're happily ever after. Yeah, well, you know, I'll say, I'll say I found that show to be very interesting as an 8-year-old. Well, I liked it, too, only because <laughs> I remember, like, different guest stars from other TV shows. You know, because probably the love but out of any other show in the 80s. It was probably most known for his, for guest stars. I mean, every week... It was like, remember, like the Jeffersons were on. Yeah, like, yeah. there was always somebody from another show on. Plus, I one of my first TV crushes I had was on that, uh, I can't even think of her name, the the ship, the activities director's daughter. Remember, like, the little 15-year-old that was on the boat? <laughs> yeah. Remember her? Like, you know, like, she wasn't even homeschooled. She just was on the boat. Yeah, she like, was there, what? yeah. Yeah, like she was violating like whatever you know work laws and well, but yeah, that was one of my first TV crushes. Maybe she was homeschooled; they just didn't work it into the plot. You just had to assume she was being homeschooled. Yes, absolutely. By by uh, scooter or something. <laughs> scooter? You mean gopher? A gopher, not scooter. I, I, I'm thinking like four eight Mike now. One of the best congressmen we ever had. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, let, let me uh, go on with the, with the video That's... here, and uh, so they're introducing them here. Uh, by the way, this pre premieres on December 9th, according to Crow Diddley in our chat room. So you haven't missed it yet. December 9th will be the first day you can see this fine show. And I hate to admit it, I'll probably watch the first episode. Mm. And uh, someone's saying Brandon is like at a 25 on the volume on a scale of 10. <laughs> now, I don't hear it that way, but what I can do, I, 
if everybody's hearing it this way, I, I can do this. I can turn Brandon down. That I can do. It's harder to turn him up, but down I can do. So hmm. if, if the then Willie really tried to bust out very fast of the tournament because he said his made his computer sound like a space shuttle was taking off. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a, a very technically efficient site, don't we? Oh, I, I can't take the blame for that one because that's run on someone else's computer, and that's also not software that I have anything to do with. So uh, I'll blame Belly Buster for that one, even though I love the fact that he uh, he runs it. So I, I guess I'm on the low side. He says I'm a lot quieter than Brandon. I think it's because of this uh, uh, old new microphone I'm using. So let me let me turn Brandon down. Okay, let's see if this is any better. I should be the same, but Brandon, you should be lower. So go go ahead and talk. Okay, I'm still here. At least I'm not being accused of nose breathing this evening. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You are uh, breathing through your mouth, and I appreciate that. So, okay, uh, let's go back to the Jennifer Harmon video. Because Amy, Lori, they look very similar too. Like Amy and Lori both look like brunettes who had like way too much surgery. Then there's Alicia, who is a blonde, and and her like cheekbones look all messed up. Like, I, what did you think of these women, Brandon? I, I found none of them attractive at all. Yeah, I, mean, I only watched it once, and you know, I was on the, the monitor, wasn't really just sitting there trying to uh, just pay attention and close detail to how they look. But from what I saw, it, there was nothing attractive. And again, the same thing with the uh, El Chico Loco girls. None of them were attractive either. Yeah, I, mean, but you I, have I think to, these girls. Uh, make, the formula make of a reality show: you have to at least have. If you don't even have a great plot, or even women that can act, I mean, there has to be at least. They have to have some attractive females on the show. Yeah, like these females think they're attractive and try to be attractive, but just don't don't pull it off. They have like that that look like women who were pretty maybe twenty, thirty years ago, and are now putting all this money and surgery and Botox into their faces to try to make the bring back that youth, but then they fail. It just doesn't look right unless you see them like in a in a very dimly lit room, and and you just pay attention to their hair and their clothes and their bodies. Maybe you can kind of like tune out what their face looks like. But I, I don't know. I, I yeah. just doesn't, doesn't look good to me. We have Alicia. Jennifer. We have Jennifer sitting there. She, it's funny. Jennifer kind of looks awkward here. She doesn't like look like she fits in with the rest of them. The, the rest of them look like almost all the same woman. Jennifer looks like she's trying to look like really fashionable and really See, like... what I don't get is, is she like the leader or something? Is she like, like the, the mother scout? I mean... The one show, and I was going to ask you about this, that they were talking about that was filmed during the summer with Vanessa Selps and Vanessa Russo and uh, Liv Bore. Has that is is that still in the works to be broadcast on a network? I, I don't know. I should follow up on that. Because that, that would seem like – I mean, even if, if you're going to take Jennifer Harmon, at least you have to surround her with other named people. I mean, just – it, it just seems odd, the casting. Yeah, you're right. You know, I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. Like, why pick Jennifer Harmon – Who's a fairly well name and well known name in poker, and just cast her with four total nobodies, like a like a failed entertainment reporter and three people you've never heard right. of. Right. Like why drop her with those people? You might as well just exactly. pick like a, a fifth totally random woman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't think of it that way, but that's totally true. And that was so kind I of. I kept watching, just thinking, am I going to see Kathy Liebert or just some someone? <laughs> and I, I recognize in there, and none, nobody. Yeah, I don't they know should be like a reality are. show with like Jennifer Harmon, Kathy Liebert, Annie Duke, and uh, you know, like a few other older poker women. At least I'd be interested in seeing that. This is just weird. Yeah. And we have Lana. Lana has like a gigantic forehead. She she doesn't just have a five head. She's like a six head. Like she she almost looks like she has a receding hairline or something. 
<laughs> it just it just goes way up there. Like yeah, you know, like my hairline has receded somewhat, but I'm a forty year old guy. That's like not abnormal. But but she, I know some women have a receding hairline, but this is a woman who's on TV supposed to look sexy. Sin City Rules. This season on Sin City Rules, illicit. So, oh, <laughs> so then they're showing them like this very contrived scene of all five of them holding a. You know, holding champagne glasses and clinking them together as they're standing together. So you're going to have a lot of that crap, like really contrived things. Now li- listen to the descriptions. In city rules. Illicit sex, gambling. I feel like I live on the edge. Okay, so illicit sex and gambling. Well, the gambling, they showed a one-cent slot machine spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why not just take a picture of a $100 machine spinning? I mean, you don't, you don't have to be the one spinning it even. Like a one cent machine, like you couldn't get worse than that. Why a one cent machine? Why why have all the machines to pick in Vegas? They pick a one cent machine. I don't get it. And then the thing about illicit sex, they show like a kind of like what looks like a strip club or a nightclub. I don't know what the hell. Like a, then they show I think two of the women in the show, and one is like rubbing the other's shoulders. So we're supposed to be excited when they say illicit sex. When they one watch one. Rubbing the other shoulders, we're gonna see like two fifty-five-year-old women getting it on. I'm, I'm just really looking forward to that. This season on Sin City rules: illicit sex, gambling. I feel like I live on the edge. You don't bother to hide it. So they just showed a scene of uh, a blackjack table where a bunch of cash is just raining down. Have, have you ever seen that at blackjack, Brandon? Where you just yeah, you know, just cash just almost looks like it's falling from the sky onto the table. No, no. Somehow in this show it happens. Family put the sin in Sin City. More shoes. I saw her one other time. <gasps> hey! oh now that last thing was not a gunshot. It sounded like, and oh my god, that would have been interesting if a gunshot actually hit one of the other women. That I would want to watch. Okay, I'd actually be rooting for her not to survive. But uh, um, no, this is them standing in, in this really strange, like gigantic-looking garage or hangar or whatever, and one of them popped a bottle of champagne and. It made a mess and is going on the floor. That's uh, says so watch Sin City Rules on December 9th to see if that champagne is ever cleaned up. Never, ever, 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 ever doing it again. Trust me, ever. When I said so, you have to watch also to find out what she's never, ever, ever, ever going to do again. That <laughs> that wasn't Jennifer Harmon. That was one of the uh, uh, Botox face women. Down on a poker table. I don't think about winning. I don't think about losing. I've never dropped the ball. Can't go anywhere, can you? So that's that's pretty much Jennifer's whole part in this. Or almost her whole part in this trailer. That she's never dropped the ball. She doesn't think about winning or losing when she sits at the poker table. So it's like it's like they're trying to force some kind of poker subplot to this, but they don't really flesh it out at all. And then they show Marco a few times, just kind of with her, but not really doing anything. Like, like at least show her fighting with Marco or something. Or, you know, I've even heard these weird rumors about her and Marco and their marriage. Like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not gonna, thing. I'm not gonna repeat them here, but like at least, at least take that angle with it. Don't, don't just have her like kissing Marco before she plays poker. That's not interesting. You're stuck. Oh. He died when you were three. How did he die? That was actually Jennifer. Also, she's asking one of the women. He died when you were three. How did he die? And they show. One of the other women looking like she's about to cry, or at least pretending like she is. So I, I guess they're referring to her father, and and this is going to be a, an emotional breakdown. And it it looks like a staged line. It it doesn't it doesn't sound like she's really asking this like spontaneously. It sounds like they told her ask this question and hey you cry about your dead father from when you were three. You can't go anywhere, can you? 
You're stuck. Well, he died when you were three. How did he die? I feel cheated. There's definitely death here. There was a body here that was taken away. Not good. Your mom is the same age. So there's some guy, some gay guy who they don't really, it doesn't really explain who he is. But, but uh, he says there's definitely death here. I don't know if he's like a psychic reader or what, but uh, like this is just all jumbled together. You're supposed to want to watch the show from all this, this weirdness. He did. There's definitely death here. There was a body here that was taken away. Not good. Your mom is the same age as Alicia, 57. Alicia's not 50. I think husband. so desperate for attention. I've been in the public eye for a long time. Okay, so this is where the fighting starts. I'm just going to play this and let you guys listen. This is the last minute of the video. This is pretty much what it is, and uh, it's just not going to stop. This is the last, I'd say, half of the second promo. Who talks about Lana? Absolutely nobody. Honey, I don't play games that I don't want to play. If you want to do this, we can have some fun. You know what? Get some help. Your sister That's has a problem. problem. Get some help. Yeah. Okay. She's a right. thief. That bitch is this big to me. Why don't you suck the Is this Jerry Springer? You know, and that's the other thing. Just by listening, and again, I don't know what the hell this this garbage is, but you would think that Jennifer Harmon is almost too good or think she's almost too good for this and wouldn't want to surround herself with this kind of cattiness and I, do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's yeah. It's so weird. And you see Jennifer, like she's never shown in these scenes being part of the fighting. Like she's not calling anyone <clears throat> a bitch or fighting, but she's always standing on the side looking like she wants to break it up. But like, I, I wondered the same thing. Like once she saw that this is a bunch of women yelling, fuck you, bitch, boop, you bitch, boop, you too, bitch, boop, 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 boop. Like you think after she witnesses this, that she'll be like, okay, I'm out of this. I don't want any part of this anymore. It's really, really strange. And I don't understand her role because she doesn't seem to really have much drama surrounding her other than asking someone about her dead father. Okay, your sister just put her hands on me. Nope, she's going to jail. Oh, my God. Now, now they show the paramedics coming and taking someone away on a stretcher. Brandon, did you recognize where that was? I did not. That was in front I mean, of I only watched it once, and okay. I wasn't paying that close attention. Who, who, who the, was it? The, it was not not who was it. Where was it? It was Firefly. Oh, was it a Firefly on Paradise? I did not see At that. The very no. end, yeah, the fire the fire truck that took the woman away who got beaten up or whatever that was or whatever happened to her. That was at Firefly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. I did not expect that at all. That's the end of the promo. I did not expect that at all. And it just abruptly ends. <laughs> that, that was like the weirdest end. Listen, this is how it ends. I'm not kidding. This is what you see on TV. Oh, oh my god. I did not expect that at all. That's it. Nothing else. That, that's it. So Sin Very City right. rules to Sunday, December 9th at 10 9 Central, TLC premiere. Hashtag Sin City Rules. You know, I, I hope somebody tweets at them or tweets just with hashtag Sin City Rules and somehow points to this show. Maybe I'll do this when I announce this show in the archives, after I fix the archives. This is just nuts. I, I don't understand this. I don't know if Jennifer needs the money. I don't know if she thinks this is her ticket to fame. But it's really, really odd, and she doesn't fit in here. So, uh... Yeah. That's that's what's going on with that. I found this today, and uh, I'll probably watch it. I'll probably record it and watch it, and uh, 
The good thing about recording stuff like this is you can fast forward through the really awful parts that you just can't bear to watch. I think I may need to do that. Well, what is that going to leave you with? I don't know. Well, maybe the most awful parts I'll fast forward. But uh, uh, I don't know if it's an hour or a half an hour. I hope it's half an hour because I couldn't imagine watching an hour straight of this, but maybe it's an hour. So that's uh, that's what Jennifer Harmon's doing now. If you don't see her at the Aria, she's uh, with Alicia and the rest of the Lana and the rest of the uh, <laughs> receding hairline Botox gang. I mean, what, what an embarrassment. What a complete embarrassment. Why, why do this? I mean, you're, you're a respected figure in poker. You didn't you didn't really get hurt too much reputation-wise for being associated with Full Tilt, which is pretty amazing given how prominently you were featured in their ads. Like somehow Jennifer Harmon skated away without anyone really disliking her. So count your blessings, count your money that you got from it, and be done. I mean, don't go back to playing at the Aria, whatever the hell you want to do. Ra- raise your kids. I mean, don't... Why appear in this? I mean, you... Yeah. Anyway... Well, right. Jeff, I know we have a we have a lot on the agenda today. Yeah, we do. Jeez, okay. it's already eight fifteen. Dude, I, I I spoke with you off air about uh, an idea I had for a call. I yeah, skyped yeah. the number. Do you want to do it? I mean, we could do this next week if you want. No, just no, that. no, let's do it. People are people are uh, dying for a uh, a Chico Loco return. Okay, uh, do you know the premise again? Yeah, I do know the premise, and uh, I, I I'm typed not in his the... name and the phone number. Yeah, I see Skype that, time. and I appreciate that. And we're going to make a, a prank call right now, and the reason we're doing it now instead of going to a serious segment and going back to this is because we're calling someone who goes to sleep very, very early for whatever reason, and uh, we don't want to miss him. We're not sure we'll reach him, but uh, um, we had a very popular character introduced to the show a few weeks ago, El Chico Loco who was named after the same character on the Johnny Chan reality pilot. But I took over Chico Loco's personality. And, and Chico Loco is a, uh, he's a former Mexican gangbanger who has since given up that life and has become a professional <laughs> poker player, but, but still can't quite adjust to the poker world without letting his, his gang roots come out. So yes. he, he, he made a, a pretty funny phone call to the Venetian. And people really enjoyed that call and were begging for Chico Loco to come back. So we actually found a way to work Chico Loco in to a prank call idea that Brandon had uh, separate from Chico Loco. But we're actually going to work Chico Loco in, and he's going to be the one making the call. Uh, the the only background I'll give you, I don't want to give you guys too much background or it'll ruin the call. But uh, we're, we're calling an individual named Paul. Paul sent someone that Brandon knows some small money, like what, $25? There's thirty. Thirty dollars to Western mm-hmm. through Western Union to have a bet booked for him, and uh, like this is someone who d- who doesn't live in Nevada and sent it to someone Brandon knows to uh, go bring that thirty dollars over to the sports book and bet it. Like it, it sounds like a waste of time. Like you would think the Western Union fees itself would would make the whole thing not worth it, even if you are winning sports better and you know the whole thing to put right. your, plus the vig in the sports bet itself. Yeah, the vig in the sports bet and and the trouble you're putting your friend through to have to go down and book it. But whatever, uh, yeah. that that's what's been done. And and the guy who was doing it was just doing it to be nice. Uh, yep. So the the guy we're calling is rather strange. His name is Paul, and he's the one who sent it. And the premise for the phone call is that. Uh, and this really did happen, by the way. This We're not making this part up. He, when he was trying to send the Western Union to Nevada, this guy accidentally put NH instead of NV. And it, it, and this caused a problem on the receiving end because Western Union thought it was going to New Hampshire and it was not authorized to be picked up in Nevada. Now, at first we were going to call up and uh, have Alvin Finkelstein call him about this and, and get some kind of funny commentary about it. But 
we decided Chico Loco is going to call up because it turned out, this part isn't really true, but we're going to tell him, it turned out that this Western Union got misrouted to Mexico, to Nueva Herta. <laughs> so Chico Loco is going to be calling up and very unhappy about the fact that this is violating Mexican and international gambling law. So let's see what this guy has to say. When uh, Chico Loco from uh, Western Union in Mexico uh, is calling to check on this uh, misdirected money that was set for a sports bet. Okay. Hopefully after this whole premise we reach the guy. There was a waste of time. Hello? Hello. Uh, can I speak to Paul, please? Yeah. Hey, Paul, um, this is uh, the, the comic Chico Loco. I'm calling from uh, from Western Union in, uh, in Mexico. Yeah. Um, I have to I have to uh, talk to you about a very important matter, so I I need to get your full attention. Do I have it? What do you need, buddy? Well, no, no, hey, hey, don't don't take this tone with me. I say, let me tell you what's going on. We got we got a a a thirty dollar U.S. dollar transfer from you down yeah. in, in our office here in Nueva Herta. You know Nueva Herta? Why would it be in Mexico when it should be in Nevada? Okay. Let me tell you where it went, okay? We get it here in Las Vegas, Nuevo Herta. Have you, you ever heard of Nuevo Herta in Mexico? You put Las Vegas NH. Now only NH could be for New Hampshire or it could be for Nuevo Herta in Mexico. Now there is no Las Vegas, New Hampshire, so they send automatically to here, Las Vegas, Nuevo Herta. So we have your money, okay? I need to talk to you about the money that you sent. You ready? Yeah. No, you 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 giving me uh, my attitude. I, I it, it is my I'm job not to have to. Attitude, buddy. I, my attitude, buddy. It is my job to have to check this down, and you, you you send the money. It goes to me. I know what you're trying to send. You're trying to send. You are trying to send to Las Vegas, Nevada, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, why you put NH? I didn't. I put NB. Holmes, I, I take a look. It says NH. It says right, right here NH. Oh, I didn't put NH. I put NB. Okay, let me let me tell you something here. I say I know what the H looks like. I know what the B looks like. It's the same in English and Spanish. Okay, it looks just like an H to me. It looks like an H to me. It looks like this the H to to the person who processes it, and it's sent down. It it it, it got sent down to to Mexico here in Las Vegas, Nueva Herta. So now I yeah. got now, now let me tell you the problem. Go on. You, what? Okay. I'm at work, buddy. What do you work? What do you think the fuck I am? I'm at work too. I'm at work too. This is my job. I am at work though. That's what I'm trying to tell That's you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm at work too. Okay. So I'm trying to see what do I do with the thirty dollars. So then I say, okay, I just refund it to the guy in 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 the, you know where he sent it in California and sent him the money back. I'm like, okay. But then I see this is a gambling transaction and that violates not only Mexican law, it violates the international law. It it violates the California law. It's not it's not gambling money though, buddy. Well, let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you. You you, you think you can get this by Chico Loco? I know what the gambling money is. Now, what I did is I call up the person who is supposed to get the money, and I say, I say, what the person sending you the money for? And they tell me, oh, uh, he's sending it because uh, he wants me to go to a really nice pizza place, and I cannot afford. And I go, what nice pizza place? And he goes, uh, um, um, and he look, he cannot even tell me the pizza place. And I go, I go, you think you can get, get this shit? Point, by- guys, I'm at work right now, man. Hey, 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 
I, I am at work too. You think you think I should wait till I get off work and and call you when I'm I'm back in my house? Should I call you back in my house instead of I bang my wife? I call you. Is that what you think no, I should do? I'm at work. I'm trying to finish my job. Okay, yeah. well, what am I supposed to do? Get to the point. Hey, 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 hey. Do you think that I should call you when I'm not at work? Because when you're not at work, when you are not at work, then I will not be at work either. And then I should call you when I am at home, and instead of banging my wife, I should call you. You think? Oh, <laughs> he hung up. Guess he's about to get fired. I guess he couldn't continue debating with Chico. What kind of new job? Do you he think has, he's really but, at work? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he probably was. Yeah. That... <laughs> well, this will be the good thing about this guy is that we can literally call him every week with some different gripe, and he'll never catch on. He'll just still think it's real. And uh, but uh, yeah, El Chico Loco, that, that was good. That was pretty good. Um, what this is? What this is the other surprise? I was in touch with. The Iceman today, and the Iceman has agreed to come on. He is oh. he is dropping his mom off at the airport and uh, said after 8.30 uh, he'll be free. And I know we have uh, some serious business to talk about as well, but I wanted to also – he's been waiting patiently in the chat, and he's on the East Coast. So if uh, it's all the same with you, Druff, let's give Goldfarb a call oh, for sure. about 10 minutes or so and check in with him so we can let him go. He's in the chat, and he's been waiting for us. And then uh, we can maybe do some serious business stuff, and then we'll uh, give the Iceman a call. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me. Uh... Someone's saying radio gone, but I don't see that. I see the, the ice. The radio looks fine to me at the moment. So gotta, I, yeah, I, I think gotta... it's fine. Only one person saying it. I think they think they're just having a problem on their end, blaming it on us, which is understandable because I would blame it on us too if uh, my radio went out, given the way this thing's been running. And I, I'm not sure why it's gotten so bad recently, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fix the problem. I'll get a new laptop. I'll get. Uh, new router, whatever I have to do to stop this ridiculousness of the cutting out. So anyway, but yeah, let's give a call to uh, right. to Goldfarb. And uh, you sent me the number, I presume? Yep. All right. Oh, this new Skype is such a fail. It must be in a different window. Where is it, though? But then you can see, though, that Paul does have some potential oh, to yeah. be a guest yeah. on the show. The guy's just... Yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah. He's not all there. You know, this, this is so strange. I, I just sent it uh, in the you window that we're talking. In the, in the where we're talking. Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird. Right. I don't see it. Where you asked me, am I here? Then it said right under, created a group conversation with the number you just dialed. I don't see any of that. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I see. It's in a different window. We have two different windows. You put in the second one. Oh, no problem. Okay. All right. Let, let me. Uh, Call up that number. And that's Goldfarb, the destroyer of the Sea Money wormhole. <laughs> We're going to find out what he's up to. And uh, This will be his first appearance on, uh, on PFA. Uh, that's right, on this on this site. He was on our previous show, but not our current show. No. Goldfarb sounds like... Jace, that says Goldfarb sounds like a villain from a James Bond movie. <laughs> Hello. Goldfarb. Oh, Brandon. Brandon, What's up, uh, not Brandon. Goldfarb, you have to speak up because uh, while I can turn Brandon up and down, whatever I turn him affects you, and he is much louder than you. So you you need to speak up. So you want me to yell with my phone? No, I'm just messing around. I'll make sure I speak up. Well, Brian, how's everybody how you doing? doing? What's going on? 
Nothing new. You were on the phone. Yes. As I mentioned, people, I'm not sure who it is, but you have one, uh, I don't know if it's a fan or a stalker, but somebody every week after a week seems like always asks for Goldfarb updates. And, uh, I've, you know, we've gotten this. The show's been running now uh, not quite a year, but what? how long are we, about eight months, Druff? Seven months, six months? I don't know. Yeah, but, since, May, since May. So, yeah, it's been like uh, seven months. But, uh, yeah, Goldfarb, you do have to speak up. People are having a hard time hearing you. Uh, your phone is just very soft. I don't know why. Hold on one sec. Let me try to fix this. Yeah. See, for once, the, the technical problem is not on our end. He really does have just a soft phone. Yeah. Could be because he's just soft-spoken. But... Is this better? No, it's worse. I, mean, I can hear. I can hear you fine. I can hear him, but I I can tell what people are saying because, like, as soon as I heard him come on, he sounded soft. And when we call other people, it doesn't sound like that. So I really think his phone just has a volume problem. Goldfarb, is this a, a burner phone by any chance? No, it's an iPhone. It's an iPhone. Hmm. Now Steve Jobs would be rolling in his grave if he heard this conversation. <laughs> I think he'd be rolling in his grave if he saw that there is many iPads out. But <laughs> anyhow, um, Goldfarb, you have you met? You said you've met Druff before, correct? Once at the uh, the the old sites party at Intercoin. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, do, do you remember that meeting, uh, Druff? Yeah, I do. I remember uh, briefly meeting Goldfarb. Yes. Well, anyhow, uh, Goldfarb. The people, like I said, have been asking. They've been posting. So tell us, you, you, what's going on? You've, I guess, I don't want to give out uh, too much personal information about you, but you've left Las Vegas. You're now somewhere in South Florida. You've been out of Vegas for how, how long now? I think it's like four months. I, I left right after the series, so. Now, right why did you like, leave? Uh, why did you July? leave Vegas? Were you out of money? I don't know. You know, Mikeon cut me because he had that uh, slot addiction problem where he decided <laughs> that it was it was a better investment to go play slot machines than play poker. And, well, you know, people make bad decisions. No, but did you win uh, money for him? I I was up money for him definitely. Overall. Uh, we, yes, for sure. We we left with a number where like he had to drop me from the stake because well he was out of money, but he made money off me one hundred percent. Okay, I mean I, I don't want to talk about Mycon here. I just uh, I just I, I just always assumed that uh, you weren't a winning investment at least in the short term, and that's why you were dropped. No, no, no. It's just you know he uh, he wasn't a winning investment in the slots, and I had an opportunity here to play uh, to play cash games, and I decided that I should come back and. See what I can do here. But, but couldn't I, you just play? Why, why didn't you play cash games in Vegas? That's uh, there's plenty of cash games there. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to do. But um, the people who were staking me live in Florida, so they felt it more comfortable that I come back and play here. And Goldfarb is originally from Florida, so he has family he's and friends, okay. high school connections and everything down there. He's not like a native Las Vegan, or you know, he really hadn't spent much time here. Uh, so. Not to mention, the games in Florida are significantly easier than the games in Vegas. And I don't know if I can explain that. In Florida, they really don't even know what they have most of the time. Now, what games, well, do you, I, what games are you playing there in Florida where, where the players are so bad? I play mainly 2-5. Once in a while, I'll jump into 5-10 if the lineup's good. Like, I know most of the players. I know most of the regulars. So, But I mainly stick to 2-5. <laughs> And they're really that bad there? People, people are saying, Druff, with the hard-hitting questions. Like, this is like a real interview. You know what, Druff, I'm going to let you take over. Ask the hard-hitting questions, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm curious about this because I'll tell you why I'm fascinated by this story. Uh, not really about Goldfarb himself, but I've known a lot of people over the years that have moved to Vegas from some faraway location and then spend some 
moderate amount of time there. And these are gamblers and non-gamblers, people who come to Vegas because they, they just don't, they, they want a new start, kind of. They, they kind of, they don't like where they're at in their current life. They drop everything, they move to Vegas, they're inevitably there for like a few months to a year, and then they leave and go back where they came from. And, like and if I'm you always, got divorced or something, wanted to start over. Yeah, I'm always fascinated with these stories because all these people are drawn to Vegas as a new place to start, and I never understood why Vegas is, is such an attractive place to get a new start. I understand why it's attractive to go on vacation, but I never understood why it's so attractive to get a new In start. In theory, you would think it'd be an unattractive place to get a new start. That's what I would think, but the, there's so many people who do this, that's why I'm fascinated by Goldfarb's story, because here we're speaking to someone who came from out of the area, um, you know, joined the poker scene in Vegas, and then uh, and then went back. And I'm just that's that's why I kind of wanted to know why he'd go back to Florida to continue playing poker. Now I can understand wanting to return home to where you're more used to, but um, so Goldfarb, you're saying you more moved there because you felt the games were easier. Well, I know the games were easier when I first moved to Vegas. I thought it was going to be like, first off, online was still around which was uh, how I was making my money. I was, I was making my income by playing on my poker, then Black Friday happened, et cetera. But when I moved out there, like, I, had, I thought Vegas, like I was going to go out and party every night and, and have a good time, and I did for my first couple months there. Then I got sick of it, and then I realized that I only have like two friends here, three friends here. Well, I was your friend. Friends, yes, you were. You were one of the, like, three. And so... I wasn't really having a good time. Everything just—it seemed like work after that. And I had a lot—I have a, I have money locked up on Volto. Like my backer, who was putting me in online stuff or whatever, had to drop me because there was no more online. So I really had nothing to do. So then I started playing like small stakes cash or whatever and micro tournaments or whatever. And, and there's not a lot of money in in those tournaments, and there's and like one two no limit cash games that I was being put in, like especially when you're being staked and only getting half, like there's no money. You can't like you can't make a living. Like I can get by and pay my rent, but that's about it. Like I'm not gonna make any significant money where now, I can be happy. Now Goldfarb, I, I hate to bring up bad memories, but uh, can you confirm? Just for our listeners, I, well, you know, I won't even say that because I know it's true and you have no problem admitting it. Goldfarb did one of the most horrid things any poker player can do, which was he actually had to grind, I don't even know how many months, the Orleans Tournament Series at the Orleans, uh, which we call, what was your nickname for the Orleans, Goldfarb? Listen, I don't want to get into this. Well, I mean, but Goldfarb, the people want to know, I mean... Just tell, just tell for those that have never been there, never been to Vegas. What is the Orleans poker room like? You what kind of people can be? I'm sorry. You can't, you can't go there and maintain happiness for over <laughs> like five minutes. It's impossible. That place actually like sucks you dry. It's like a void. It's a barren poker room where you just want to be killed. Like I'd literally <laughs> rather flip sides on the street. Then walk into that poker room again. It's the most miserable place on earth, hands down. And how many times did you? Uh, what, what was it? The, each well, what it is is there's two tournaments a day for those that don't know. And uh, you know, it's one of these kind of tournaments where unless you really play the big tournament, which is Friday night, uh, it, it almost isn't really worth it to play because besides the rake, they take out a pretty decent percentage out of each daily tournament. And again, there are two a day to go to a monthly leaderboard. I think, what do they, do they pay the top three, Goldfarb? They, they pay the top four. I had to play it for two months. 
And you're going back to New Orleans. So, like, you had, like, I mean, some days you were there, what, 14 hours, 16 hours. Yeah, absolutely. For I, I played the noon tournament. It ended around 5.30. I'd stay there till 7. I'd play the 7 o'clock tournament. Sometimes it didn't end till 1. I was there forever. It was unreal. Mm. And you, you, you actually have a title there, though. Did you? Was it a first or a second? I can't remember. Uh, one month I chopped, and one month I got second. And I was in first on the last day, and that... That gook Charlie, pardon my language, mm-hmm. Charlie. No, that's fine. It's he, uncensored, Charlie. He, he, uh, he somehow like won the Omaha tournament on the last day or something like that. A game so, that, so what like, would have I happened if you, if you were uh, if you had beaten that gook Charlie? What would you have won? <laughs> First place got like fifty percent of the prize pool. Second got twenty five percent. So it was a significant jump, double the money. Well, no, but how much how much money are we talking about here? The winner usually got around like three k. So, so you lost like fifteen hundred. You, you lost like fifteen hundred out of the whole thing. For the tournament winnings, yeah, I lost like fifteen hundred. That's but that's huge Orleans money. And also, as a side note, the uh, Asian person golf was referring to Charlie. If anyone ever uh, catches or has taped or goes on YouTube and watches the first two seasons of High Stakes Poker, which was filmed at the Palms, he was the Asian dealer that uh, dealt. More than half of of those shows, really? and so, Charlie is a, a Vegas regular. He dealt at the Palms maybe the first four or five years uh, when it opened, and then kind of was like I don't know, I guess a Vegas celebrity dealer. And then uh, now he has been playing. I think he still grinds at the Orleans each month, but now he's been a professional poker sure player. He does. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, so yeah, so that that uh, I mean, if you ever come back to Vegas again. And never step foot in New Orleans. I mean, that's perfectly fine with you. Is it correct? Actually, well, it's, it's I, funny. I don't golf mind far- stepping near like the sports book or the table games. Those are fine. But anywhere in the vicinity of the poker room, like if I'm within like a fifty foot radius, uh, there's got to be like a breakdown. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Gold Farm. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. I, I had uh, my microphone off. Uh, Gold Farm mm-hmm. actually found. A uh, commercial that Charlie was in a long time ago. I, I don't know if you know about this, but he was actually in a, a commercial, and <laughs> uh, I actually was searching for this as you were talking. The, let me play you the the commercial that Charlie was in. This is the, that Gook Charlie who beat Goldfarb and cost him. Hmm, wow, didn't know this. Interesting. Hey, Charlie, going on vacation? Yeah, someplace nobody ever heard of. You see, guys with good taste always go someplace nobody ever heard of. Huh. The Gobi Desert. How's that for good taste, Starkist? But Charlie, Starkist don't want tunas with good taste. Starkist wants tunas that taste good. That's for me. Sorry, Charlie. Only good tasting tuna get to be Starkist. Good tasting, <laughs> 100% prime fillet. Mm, this is good tasting tuna. Get Starkist tuna. Note the name. Starkist. Yeah, that was in 1973 he was in the commercial. That sound, <laughs> does that sound like him, Goldfarb? Yeah, he was still probably grinding New Orleans in 73 as well, so... <laughs> you know, what was the name of that scammer? There was some guy who was, like, threatening you, who used to play at the Orleans, who, like, promised $100,000, some ridiculous thing, and then he was threatening you after he scammed you. Some crazy story like that. Can you tell us about that again? Oh, uh, yeah, Mike Clemente. Mike, yeah, Mike Clemente. Okay, hold on. Just for those that uh, aren't aware... What's the matter, you fucking pussy? You can't answer the fucking phone? You fucking call me, you talk to me, fucking, I knew you fucking recorded me, you motherfucker. But you're a fucking pussy, just like fucking Mike on, don't want to answer the fucking phone. Don't worry, I got all the information on you. Yeah, so, 
Anyhow, that was uh, the infamous Michael Clemente from the previous uh, network. Uh, so, anyhow, Goldfarb, do you have an update on him? Funny story, actually. I believe he's in Florida now, actually. Really? I'm not positive, I'm not positive but I thought I caught a... I was, I was at um, one of the casinos in South Florida. I was leaving. I was racking. And I'm almost positive that I caught a glimpse of him playing at one of the straight-to-limit tables. Hmm. Well, you know, he was gonna he was gonna like, give us a hundred thousand to go and play and play in all the events that we wanted to. So, right, I, I could see where he earned his millions. Very, very odd. Very, very odd. So, uh, are you just playing at the one at the one uh, queue there, the Seminole, the Hard Rock? Uh, I move around. I play at the Isle. I play at the Hard Rock. I don't really go down to Miami to like the the horse Hello? track. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. We, we we have a caller on the air. A caller. Who is this? Uh, Jody. Jody? That doesn't sound uh, like a real name, but uh, go ahead, Jody. Yes, it's Jody. Um, I'm from Oklahoma, and I just had a, a limit question. Uh, all right, Jody, you know, I... I, I you know what I love that. when people come off with these off-center questions that have nothing to do with... The you, you, you realize we're on, like, a totally different interview right now, right? <laughs> we have oh, Gold Farb. No, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. Go far. We all we we with the poker insight on this show right now. The three of us. We're, we're, go ahead, please. What what is your limit question? Well, like I said, I don't have um my computer's broken. I just know you guys do the radio show right now, mm -hmm. and so I didn't hear. I just wanted to ask a professional question. All right, all right. with your professional go, go question, we give go you ahead. professional we'll, talk. Yeah, we'll give you professional talk. Go ahead. All right. Um, say uh three. Say you're in the blind. And you have like a six seven suited, yeah. And you see the flop, and you get bottom pair, and you have an ace, and the guy bets. So whoa, you whoa, see whoa, the whoa, turn. Hold on, hold on a second. You said you have six seven suited, but then you said you have an ace. Who has? No, I'm, I'm sorry. If, um, if you have six seven suited, hey, Drake, and say the. I'm at the airport right now here in Birmingham, Alabama. And I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, caller. I'm sorry. We, we had a, we had a different yeah. caller. We had a different caller go through accidentally. Uh, go go ahead. So oh. it's six seven suited, and you see the flop, and what happens? And say uh, you, um, the board comes se uh, seven deuce ace. Yeah. And the guy, the original better bets uh, his ace. Is it always okay to see the next card? Yes. Yes. I, I would. I would check call there, and uh, in fact, I check call all the way down here. Just uh, just check call and. Uh, See what happens, mm -hmm. and uh, if you get two pairs, check and then you reevaluate, right? Yeah, and then check on another street. Yeah, and check, check raise him on the uh, if you happen to get two pair or better. And Goldfarb, former Orleans chop winner, uh, circuit. What? What? Do you concur? Or do you have another answer for the caller? I, I thought you said the okay. flop is eight six seven, and you have two pair. But yeah, if you flop bottom pair, like I'm pretty much calling down. Well, not not only that. There's one other thing you could do. You, if you think this is someone who would fold, like if uh, if he's got like queen jack, it's also not bad to check raise that flop sometimes. And uh, um, if, if it's a, a dry board like a six two or something, you have six seven. It's not bad to check raise there. See if you can get him to fold there. And if he doesn't fold the flop, then uh, then just check call from there. And also, caller, you said you're in Oklahoma. Is that correct? Yeah, he actually is. I yeah. his phone number. Okay. He really is. Okay, yeah. I don't. Oh, I mean, Todd. I hope you don't get mad at me for saying this. If you do, you could just take it out on me off the air. But uh, Todd is going to actually be in Oklahoma for the Oklahoma Johnny Classic uh, next month. Are you planning on playing that caller? No, um, I'm saving all my money to go to Vegas in the WSOP, so I'm really not playing a lot. Okay. All okay, right. well, uh, how long have you listened that, to the show? How long have you known about the show? 
Um, I've been listening off and on for about two months. Um, my computer broke, so I have my iPod. So yeah, I know that. I, know that I like it. Yeah, like my my computer's broken like six times during this show, so I know how they feel. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's hard to get good lemon play down here because they only play three six. It's a joke. They all want to play one two. Oh. It's just the biggest joke in the well, world. Playing I'll, I'll tell you the poker. truth here. We, we've got to move on, but the truth is that 3-6 mm-hmm. is very hard to beat anyway, even at that level, because it's uh, um, the rake is too high. The rake. The rake yeah. is too high. So yeah. I, I'd advise staying away from that game if you want to really make money. And let me ask you, Carl, what is your, before I let you go, what is your favorite part of the Druff and Drexel show? What do you enjoy the uh, most? When you talk to Angry, Sal- uh, Angry Sarah, that's her name? Uh, Angry Stephanie. 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 Yes. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, be that doing that. Crazy. Yeah, do you have access to uh, a app, like a iPhone or something? Because we're gonna be calling her in about forty-five minutes or so. Are you? Yeah, I'll have one tomorrow. I'll listen while I'm at work. Okay. okay. You, you know, you can listen live on an iPhone. You don't need to uh, wait for the archives. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'll listen to you next week. All right. Thank okay. you, Jody. Nice kid. You know, I, I, well, thought, I, I thought he was using that name because a, a family member had named Jody, so I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, thought that was a joke, <laughs> but it was it was a real guy named Jody from Oklahoma. So. <laughs> Very good. Well, listen, Golf Up. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we have the Iceman. We have Angry Stephanie. We have serious business stuff. Is there any shout outs? Anything you want to promote? Are you writing a book? I mean, just anything you want to say to the to the public that's listening? I mean, they've been for months and months wanting to know about your presence and what you're doing, and, and you know, there's been all this talk about the wormhole, and I guess. If you were listening from the beginning of the show, uh, you heard what happened. But in case you weren't, I'll just tell you real fast. The wormhole has officially been closed, and I believe was it seventeen one and one or eighteen one and one, Druff? Seventeen one and one. Yes, and, and uh, it is officially closed now, meaning C Money has shut it down. Um, but uh, do you have any comment on that? I'm going to start and open my own one. Take Carolina minus three this weekend against oh, Kansas City. I'm going to bet against that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna bet on the Chiefs. Good sure. luck. Jesus. All right. Well, listen, Goldfarb. Thank you for coming on. Uh, do you have anything? Any other shout-outs or anything? Say hi to mom or I don't know anything else for us. No, nothing else. Okay, I'll buddy. Talk to you guys. All you right. Know. Thanks for coming on. We both appreciate it. Bye, guys. All right. So uh, that was Goldfarb, and uh, you know, to show you what a hardworking host I am, Brandon, I mm-hmm. actually was turning up and down the volume constantly when you talked when he talks i turned you down because everyone complains that you're loud and then i turned him up because he was soft and there was no way to just turn you down and him up at the same time so i was like just sliding that bar back and forth like i <laughs> I, I was sliding it so furiously back and forth i felt like ken scaler in starbucks <laughs> so that's 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 how i felt it brandon but uh all for the listeners i know the listeners have a hard enough time keeping up with all our uh, disconnects i looked right now the radio is currently it's actually only in four parts i expected worse but it's actually only in four parts but uh those will be merged together and uh um, i'm gonna give you guys a trade secret on how i produce this show um last week when we had chad ellie on and uh, that broke up into seven parts what i did before just combining all seven parts which i can do like within seconds I listened to all seven parts, at least the beginning and end of each part. And what I would do is I would kind of edit it together so it would sound good. But sometimes it would just completely cut in the middle of a sentence. So his part, I couldn't do anything about it. If it cut his middle of the sentence, I just had to cut that little part out. But me, what I would do is I would re-record what I had remembered saying. So here I was like, like six hours after the show was over, and I was asking Chad Ellie questions that he had already answered six hours earlier. 
and then, and then editing them in. So that I will do the same thing again when I go through these parts of this show, and I will remember what I said and then say it again and make the whole thing sound like one cohesive uh, part. And I'm actually pretty good at uh, adjusting the intonation of my voice and all that to really make it sound like I was asking that question or making a statement at the time rather than like six hours later. So if, if I ever uh, quit poker, at least I, I have a future in audio editing. Mm-hmm. So uh, a- anyway. Uh, but, but Jeff, but anyway. I, I'm going to get a drink real fast. Okay. So go I ahead. think yeah, while I go get a drink, I think it'd be uh, a good time for you to uh, – are you just going to give – Cliff notes on the Chad LA yeah, uh, yeah, interview, I'll talk about or did you want to? Yeah, you can go have your drink. Yeah, since you weren't okay. here for the interview, I might as well just discuss that myself. I mean, is that fine? I mean, oh, yeah, really, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. I know the situation, but I didn't listen to it no, yet, no, and I don't I really know. know. That's that's fine. You know. Go get your drink. That's okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, boss man, sir. Okay, no problem. So I'm, I'm giving my my underling a drink here, and in the meantime, <laughs> just in case anyone reports this to Brandon, he's not really my underling. It's just uh, he called me boss man. I had to say it. But anyway, uh, let me uh, tell you about the Chad Ellie interview if you haven't listened to it again, or haven't listened to it yet, or if you did listen, I just want to know what I think of it. Uh, Chad Ellie appeared on the show on Friday, a special show just for his interview. This was a poker payment processor who got in uh, trouble on Black Friday. He was arrested on Black Friday for processing poker payments for poker stars. If you want to hear the whole story, uh, listen to that episode. But how I feel about it is that, uh, first of all, I I think the guy was probably making himself sound a little more innocent than he really was. I mean, like, he admitted what he did. He didn't deny that he had done these things. He didn't deny he was a poker payment processor. But uh, um, he said his hands were completely clean and everything, including all his dealings with Jeremy Johnson, the the telemarketing scammer, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I don't think that Chad Ellie was really a scammer. But, um, you know, I, I have to wonder, like, you know, did he know anything about Jeremy Johnson and, uh, you know, before he got cheated by him and, and maybe say, hey, this isn't my business, that sort of thing. I have, I have no reason to necessarily believe that. But, uh, you know, yeah, you, of course, have to know that when someone comes on the radio to tell their side of the story, they're, they're going to make themselves look really good. It's like it's like that with anything. You, you ask somebody, why did you get divorced? They're never going to say, well, because I was a cheating bastard, because I was an asshole, because I, I beat my wife. No, it's, it's always going to be that bitch, this, that bitch, that. And if you, you talk to the female, she's going to say, you know, give all the complaints about her ex-husband and, and never tell you about her fault in the marriage. So it's the same thing when you hear from someone who's accused of something, you know, of some criminal activities. Now, of course, he's not that ashamed to admit to the online payment poker process, uh, online poker payment processing, because uh, you know we are all sympathetic to that. We don't really see that as a crime. It's, it's technically a crime, but it's not like a crime like stealing or or, or anything violent or, or or scamming. It's not like that. It's it's something that's technically against the law, but is a necessary thing to have done if we want to play online poker. Uh, we could not have played online poker in the U.S. at any point if there was not any online poker payment processing being done illegally. It was all done illegally, and uh, we needed someone like Chad Ellie to do it if we wanted to play poker. So it would be hypocritical of me to say that Chad Ellie, you know, is a bad guy for processing online poker payments when I was playing knowing that we need guys like him to process my payments, and if he wasn't there, or if people like him weren't there, then I would get mad that the poker sites couldn't pay me, and I would complain. So you can't fault guys like Chad Ellie, and obviously they did it because of the money. And uh, so I don't fault him for that. Uh, Obviously, whenever you do that, there's a risk. I think maybe he wasn't 
accurate when he said that he thought there was a 0% chance that he'd ever get arrested for it. I, I do believe that he solicited some legal opinion to see if he w- thought what he was doing was illegal. But what was really surprising to me was that here was a guy processing just millions upon millions upon millions of dollars of <coughs> sorry but that online poker payments and he thought he wasn't going to get busted he thought there was no chance he'd get busted he had to know even with some legal opinions from respected lawyers that they're not going to go after him or that it's not really illegal you have to know that you're still breaking the law you have to know that there's some chance they're going to bust you and if you didn't, that's a little bit naive. That's that's my opinion. I didn't want to say it to him right there and start a confrontation, but I felt that was naive. I don't blame him so much for doing it. There's a whole lot of money in it. So if you do it and get away with it, then great, you've made an ass load of money. But you also can't be surprised that you get arrested. And and unlike something like drug dealing or other, you know, or scamming, of course, things where there's where that are immoral. Uh processing online poker payments is not immoral provided you don't steal. I do believe that Chad Alley never stole. I, I don't believe that he stole from the sites that he represented. I've never gotten any information that he did. I don't believe that he did. I don't think that was his thing. I think he really just wanted to process payments, and that was enough for him. You, you don't need to steal if you're making that much money unless you're greedy like guys like Daniel Svetkov or, or some of the other, other small operations that just want to get into it real fast and you know steal millions of dollars and run off. I, I don't believe that was ever anything he did. I don't think he's a thief. So overall, I don't think I don't think he's a bad guy, and uh, you know it's uh, on one hand I I don't think he really deserves to be in jail, but on the other hand he was breaking the law. I, I I'm never going to say I think Chad Ellie wasn't breaking the law, and they they found some way to make him technically break the law when he was, and he knew he was. I mean he had to know he was. He just took a risk, and and it ended up not working out when he got busted for it, and when he got cheated. By not one, but two different people. He got cheated by Daniel Svetkov, and he got cheated by uh, Jeremy Johnson. And, of course, one point he did bring up, and that I completely agree with him on, is that the guys in the online poker payment processing industry are very, very shady. And that's who you run into. You run into thieves, you run into scammers. Because these are people who are handling large sums of money, who are knowingly breaking the law, and you're not going to meet like the salt-of-the-earth people when you're doing that. So... I do understand that he got ripped off a lot. He had $20 million stolen from him by Jeremy Johnson. He had uh, like $4 million stolen by uh, Daniel Svetkov. And, you know, what can he do? Can't do much about it. Kind of the dangers of the game there. But uh, I, I don't believe he's in those categories. I don't think he's a thief, as I said. And, but at the same time, he, he was breaking the law. There's a reason why I wasn't processing poker payments. It's not because I didn't realize there wasn't money in it. I just I didn't want to go to jail. I didn't think it was immoral to do. I just did not want to go to jail. I, I would not want to take that chance. So when you're taking that chance and you go to jail, uh, there's a reason that you're able to do it and others aren't because a lot of people are afraid to. So in that, uh, I can't say I feel that sorry for him for going to jail for this, but on the other hand, I don't see him as a criminal. And if I heard he didn't go to jail at all, I wouldn't be going, oh, man, this guy should be locked up. No, he shouldn't. He's not a criminal. He didn't do anything like morally wrong, in my opinion. But at the same time, he, he was knowingly breaking a law in the books. Victimless crime, in my opinion, but still a law in the books. And uh, I, I do agree that it's crazy that they were not prosecuting Jeremy Johnson for not just processing poker payments and his role in the whole thing, but, but also for, for stealing tens of millions of dollars, stealing $40 million. Somehow he's not being charged, and Chad Ellie's mad about that, and he should be. 
He, here's a guy who was honestly processing poker payments, got stolen from, and he's the one going to jail. And the guy, the thief who was processing po- poker payments and stealing, somehow gets off. And the guy also was scamming through telemarketing for almost three hundred million dollars. I mean, this is this guy should be charged, and I, I don't know why they're not. So anyway, uh, that's my feeling about Chad Elliott. I thought it was a good interview. I thought it was very eye-opening about the way online poker processing worked. Uh, I thought he had a, a good personality for a radio interview. I enjoyed talking to him. Uh, I would like to meet him sometime. Um, and just to clarify my, my earlier statement at the beginning, which could be perceived as negative, I, I, I don't see Chad Elliott in a negative light. I don't see him as a criminal or a thief. Uh, I, I just think that he probably was more aware of the risk he was taking than he let on during the uh, interview for whatever reason. And and I, I don't know why that is, but, you know, it's also possible he fooled himself. You know, like when uh, you have these women who are married to guys who cheat on them all the time and it's super obvious that their husband's cheating and you tell them and they make all these excuses, oh, he just has a lot of work to do, oh, he just uh, he just has friends he likes hanging out with, blah, 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 and you're like, no, 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 and you give all this... Re- evidence as to why he's cheating and and the woman doesn't believe it. She's blind to it because she wants to convince herself that uh, the truth is he's not cheating. I, th- I think maybe that Chad Ellie wanted so badly to believe he wasn't breaking the law and, wa- and he wasn't chancing going to jail that maybe he believed it himself that he got a few lawyers to give him what he wanted to hear and then he convinced himself he wasn't at risk. But he was the whole time and this doesn't surprise me at all. If he If I had known him back then before he got busted and he told me what he was doing I mean, I, the first question I would have asked him is, aren't you worried you're going to get busted? And no matter what he told me, I would have said, oh, crap, this guy's going to get busted one day. I mean, it, it, it when I'm back, by the way. When, uh, and it, forgive me if you already said this, when is his uh, date that he needs to uh, turn himself in? January something. Uh, January 13th, January 3rd, so, January something, 2013. Okay. And he'll be in from uh, for five months. By the way, Jay Stat just said heavy breathing. I guess knows me. Yeah. Uh, Drexel's back and tired from going to the kitchen. Is that true? I, I, that is true. I just <laughs> you, scarfed down you, a little bit of food and had a drink, like, and yeah. Yeah, did you like rush back, like, like scarf down food and then sprint back and dive into your chair? I hate to say this. I'm going to call you right back because uh, there's that echo again. That echo's back. Oh, okay. I'm going to blame this one on Skype. So my connection looks fine right now. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So uh, welcome back, Brandon. And so, so, so anyway, that's uh, he's he's starting to serve in January. And what I was just talking about is during the interview near the end, he surprised me a lot by saying he thought there was a zero percent chance he'd be arrested. And I just didn't believe that. Anyway, let me give you the phone number here. But overall, I, I enjoy talking to him. I, we will call him again, maybe after he gets out of jail, and it's actually prison, not jail, federal prison. Ask him, you know, what that was like. And I've never spoken. Where to him is before. he uh, serving his term at? Oh, I forgot. I don't even know if he said it on the show. But uh, he, he, oh, I, you know what? I didn't forget. He said he doesn't know. He said they're going to tell him at the last minute. That's why <laughs> That's why I didn't know. I, di- I asked him, and he that's what he told me. But anyway, uh, we will call him back. He was he had a good personality for radio. Uh, he, he answered. I'll give him credit. He answered everything just bang right away. He didn't hesitate. He didn't give the Howard letter, I don't know. Yeah, like I, there were a few things I thought maybe he won't answer. He answered everything. Everything I had like a list of like forty questions. He just bang answered each one. So either he's completely telling the truth on all on all questions, or he he has rehearsed it so well that he can just spit out immediately. And I, I think for the most part he was telling the truth. So uh, I give him credit for this, even though he's already been tried for all this and can't be convicted again because of double jeopardy. 
Uh, it still takes balls to come out and just you know, completely spill the beans on all this stuff and, and about certain people. And, and of course, you know, he has an axe to grind with some people, rightfully, with Howard, who hasn't been charged or anything and has gotten away with this so far, uh, and, and lying to the public about not knowing. Uh, Ray Batar, of course, and then uh, the people who cheated him, like Daniel Svetkoff and uh, uh, Jeremy Johnson. So I understand why he's pissed off. Let me give the call number 775-FRAUD-55, 775-372-8355. Or if you want to call our Mount Charleston number, we are on the top of Mount Charleston. Where I'm not, but I have a phone sitting on the top of Mount Charleston that will ring in 70s style and forward over here after a few rings. 702-430-1808. Make sure to show your caller ID. And speaking of that, we have a call. Here's the weirdest thing about Skype here. Here, Brandon, hang up. I'm gonna I'm gonna connect you on after you. I have to answer this call and I'll put you on. Okay. Caller, you are on the air. What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, hang on a second. For whatever reason, Skype would not let me answer with Brandon on the phone. I have no idea why. So uh, let me connect him on here. And then uh, we will have the phone call. I apologize for the uh, little fail here. I don't know why he would not let me connect you together. to reach Brandon here. I'm here. Okay, there you are. Okay, we have our caller. Caller, uh, who is this? Monk Ficon. Monk Ficon, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, how you doing, gentlemen? Hey, what's up, Monk? How you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing, Drexel? I'm doing good. What's uh, good in the greater uh, Wisconsin area these days? Yeah, uh, jack shit. It's cold and fuck out here. Well, you know, you don't have, you don't have to be at uh, Wisconsin. You can move out of there. Yeah, let's get uh, I need let's get Limitless to call in because he's a uh, he's a big shit talker. I'd like to uh, have him call in. You know what? It's, it's, but, it's interesting uh, you bring that up because there are some people who have never called into radio in all the time on these forums who I know have listened and and just don't ever call in no matter what. And uh, you're one of them, or not? You're one. No, I, I'm so sorry. You're not one of them. You call in. You talk shit sometimes, but you call in. Limitless will not call in. I don't think he's ever called in. Um, someone well, correct, correct me if I I'm wrong. He, well, he he was in rehab for like uh, what was it, like 15 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. I think he made it in rehab for 15 minutes. So you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta love the guy. Well, he's asking in the chat for the number. Yeah, now, I see that. I'm, I'm typing it in here. I mean, yeah, I I just typed it in. He can call in if he wants to call. We've never had limitless call. Uh, back on the old site, like we never had Indiana Slim call. We've never had Ask Clam call. Like there's certain people who just, for whatever reason, don't ever call into radio. And I, I don't know why. And some of the very vocal people, some of the big trolls on the forum are sometimes just refusing to call in. Now, I, I will give credit to uh, um, Jay Searles. He's at least called in a few times. But, uh, Whatever happened to that guy? You know, he came back, and I, I, I allowed him, to, I banned him for a while. Then he asked if he could come back because it had been so long. I, I brought him back, and I had forgotten that I had put a condition on him coming back that he would have to uh, escrow money regarding the Vegas bet because he was just, like, dragging it out and making it seem like he wanted it to be escrowed. He, he was screwing with Vegas about the $500 he owed him, and, and I just, I eventually said, i, I got to put a stop to this. So he kept saying he's so willing to escrow, I finally said, okay, you have to come up with a legitimate plan to escrow, otherwise you can't come back. And so I accidentally brought him back, forgetting I had made that condition, and then when I realized it, then I unbrought him back. So he's gone again. Okay. So anyway, uh, so Limitless, uh, 
He's in our chat. I mean, I'd, I'd love to have him call in. I, I, I'm sure people are very curious to hear what Limitless sounds like on the phone. Because, you know, some people like Limitless, some people hate him, some people are mixed. I'm actually mixed on Limitless. Like, I, I, I don't dislike Limitless, but uh, he does sometimes ruin the forum when he's drunk. And just, you know, he's sometimes awful no, and sometimes good. You just never know what you're going to get. But uh, um, he, He's pretty much normally drunk all the time, so that's pretty much every time he, he posts, it's pretty much drunk. Yeah, well, well, he he keeps asking he what's the number the in, in the chat. I've already typed it. Like, I, I I don't know if he's just making this up, like he's not seeing the number, so he doesn't have to call, or if he's really wants to call. I, I he's not going to call. I would no, love. No, he's to... not going to call. We've done this. We've done this before. I mean, we could just tell him to have his mom call. Maybe his mom can dial the numbers for him. Oof. Yeah, he, I mean, because Muck Ficon calling out Limitless. I mean, he, he, Muck Ficon has a point here. Limitless talks a lot of shit in, on the forum. And and he's in the chat shit, right I'm, now. If I'm going to talk shit, if I'm going to talk shit to people, if they want to call in and talk to me, that's cool. You know, I've said this before too. I've said this to people who talk shit to me on the forum, especially the last forum I was part of. This one not as much because on this forum, like a lot of people just didn't show up if they don't like me, and there are a few people I don't even want on here, and I wouldn't let on in the first place. But but I've said to people before who've talked a lot of shit to me on the forum, I say, call up, and, and say this to me on the phone. And it's not like I'm threatening them. It's not like I'm going to beat them up through the phone. But like you know, like at least get on the phone with me and say this directly, rather than you know having an hour to think up what you're going to say. Okay, someone's calling in here. We're going to see if this is uh, limitless. No way. Of course, I'm going to be. It- Call from unknown caller to accept press one to send a voicemail. Is this a toll? Hello. Hello. Who is this? It's uh, limitless. Okay. Is this really limitless? If if it's yes, you, limitless. it's limitless. Okay. Then type in the chat. Type- what do you want me to do? I want you to t- type uh, 65432 in the chat. I'm going to have to, uh, what's that? Go to the chat. Type what? Type 654. 654, 654, go ahead. And as soon as I see that in the chat, I'll know it's you. Oh, there there <laughs> we are, 654. Okay, that, beautiful. Oh I mean, you sound Canadian. I'll give you that. that so, uh, limit, Limitless. You, I sound Canadian. Canadian. You do sound Canadian. I'm sorry. Like a, I like you, Todd, like but... There like you go. Big, How's that? It can't be limitless. No, no, it is. It's him. That's right, dude. Mike Mark Feitkon is the biggest piece of nothing that ever graced any form. He sounds like almost like a Canadian team razor. I mean, I like uh, Todd. I like Drexel, Mark Feitkon, and and there's so many I could name are just useless pieces of junk. By the way, he is calling from a Canadian area code. I'll give you guys that, too. Okay, what about it, Mark? Go ahead, you useless piece of crap. Vanilla. Yeah, there he is. Les, how was rehab, bro? What did you last two days? Rehab? Not even? Yeah, I jumped out of rehab for a good reason. You know what's in rehab around here? Psychotic freaks. Psychotic freaks. What kind of of psychotic freaks did you encounter in rehab? I'm not kidding. My 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 uh, my bedmate, if you want to call it my roommate, I should say, was Your literally bedmate. psychotic. He 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 accused literally. me of literally. literally literally he accused me of lacing of. I gave him a Fucking cigarette. Bag. Okay, I gave him a cigarette, and he Jesus accused me of lacing bag. it with meth. So so he thought you put meth in a cigarette. Was this for a week? Not only that, he 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 called the nurses into my room. And said I was smoking in my room, and then uh, they came in and said, "No, you know, there's no smoke in the room." And then he he appeared in the doorway afterwards and said, "You gave me a, a meth laced cigarette." 
this guy was nuts. I mean, he was completely crazy. I'm yeah, in there for one reason cool. only. But, but hold on. You, I'm you in there. You're cool. Okay, I, I believe you, Les. I you're, believe you're you cool. ran into a, a psychotic roommate, but the question is, you've gone to rehab like a ton of times, according to you, in the forums. No! You, I mean, in the time. forums, you keep saying you're going. I've been to rehab uh, twice. No, three times. <laughs> Sorry. The well, first time was a joke. I just left within three hours. It was a piece yeah, of Yeah, the first time's a joke. Your life's a joke. Then I went to Ontario, which is like, uh, you know, I, I spent a month, and uh, it was a complete joke. I had no alcoholic problems. I, I drank yeah, alcohol. you're not an alcoholic or anything. You're totally I'm not. cool with that. I mean, <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not. You can handle your alcohol. You can handle I've your alcohol. I've been off alcohol for, I've been alcohol. I've been off it for two weeks, and there's absolutely no trouble, except for two weeks. Well, like you know, two. I have to tell you, Les, two weeks isn't a very long time to brag about being. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. But uh, if you want to know what the difference is, and I'll tell you right now, this is honest to God truth. I I I went through uh, depression, and the only, I went through all kinds of drugs, every kind of medication they could feed me, and they were all. I, I'm resistant to every one of them. So I said, let's go. Oh, you're resistant to your dog. Yeah, definitely resistant, you know. What's that? Absolutely less. I yeah, said, let's pull the, the trigger, and I'm going for the electrocution. And I did. I went yeah, well, for the uh, electroconvulsant therapy, ECT therapy. What? So you had electroshock yes, therapy? Less. Less. How was, how was that tumor that you had? How was that tumor that you had? I had it removed. And it's growing yeah, now in the, in the uh, pines of uh, North Carolina. They Here's a question from the chat room. How old are you? 28. 28, okay. I'm 28, bitch. What's that? Yeah. I said I'm 28. I said I'm 28. I guess you're both 20. I guess you I have something in common. I, I guess you're both Anyway, Mike Flycon is, is just the most boring piece of crap that ever lived. I mean, I could... Can you, you know, hey, I could, Les, can you can you repeat something my, that Marty hasn't already said? Can, oh can you God. repeat something that Judonk already hasn't said? Can you type said? something that is at least interesting in one one? I've never heard, never read one thing from you that is anything towards interesting. You and your fat it's cousin Stonatine, the biggest piece of crap that ever lived on this earth. If I could, hey, I'm not kidding. Uh, dude, Stonatine's not really my cousin, by the way. Well, I'm glad because up. he's the biggest piece of crap that ever lived, and you are you are more boring than I don't know who else is more boring than you. There's got to be somebody, but hey, let's, you, let's. you're ignorant. You're ignorant. That's the thing. Let's. You're you're not just boring. You're ignorant. Bless. Remember when you challenged Ass Clown? You were going to come down. You said you were going to come. Yes, I remember a part of that. But you know what happened there? I was oh, banned. I I passed out you, and I was no, banned no, at the same time. So you want to you understand that? Well, but do you, do you still uh, want to meet Ask Clown? Todd banned me, you, you could... and I passed out almost identically at the same time. But you're not you're not banned anymore, so you could still meet Ask Clown if you still want to go through with it. Sure, and I yeah, would. No, each, I've got no problem. But is he going to come up and see me? I, I don't know. Why should I travel down no, for that? No, you made the He's a dumb Jesus idiot crazy. too. Can you can you shut your fucking mouth for a minute? No. You made a challenge to Ask Clown. You said that you would come down, you would see him anywhere he wanted. Look at it. Look you at said, it. I accept it. Hey, Shut the fuck it. up and let me talk. Shut the Go fuck ahead. up and let fuck me talk. <laughs> okay? 
I would meet you anywhere, buddy. I'll tell you that. Jesus much. Christ, do you ever shut the do you ever shut the fuck up and let people Yes, talk? I will. Oh, go ahead, you useless piece of crap. You made a challenge to you made a challenge to Asclone. He accepted. He was gonna That's give right. you his address and say, I will meet you anytime, any place. Right. And then you pussed out like a little bitch. No, that's what you no are. I did not. I shut the fuck up. Out. Shut the fuck up and let me talk. I'll break your you neck bitch with a out. fucking uh, <laughs> piece of noodle, you dumb tit. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I will give you my address and you can come get me too. Oh, you, you would. You would not appreciate any minute of that. You useless piece of crap. But I'm telling I'll give you one you my thing. Phone. I'll I've been sober for two weeks. I've been sober for two weeks. Oh, my God. You've been, sober for, you've been sober for two weeks. That's right. And I still recognize you as the most boring piece of drywall that ever existed on this earth. Yeah. Sorry for ruining the show, but, uh, you know, you, you begged me to call in. I, yes, hell yeah, I begged you to call in because you're a faggot. Those times that I posted when I was, I'm not kidding, blackout drunk. There's no question about it. Blackout drunk. There's a surprise. And, That's a big surprise. Yeah. So you think you think uh, I'm worried about uh, uh, ass clown? Are you kidding me? I mean, I literally was you banned can't... and passed out at the same time during that ass clown you literally, uh, conversation. You literally were doing what? 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 You literally I told you, I, I, I was banned at the same time as I passed out, basically, during that Ask Clown interview or question, whatever you want to call it, back and forth between me and Ask Clown. I mean, I'm not going to take a goddamn... Oh, looks like we lost Limitless. Not sure what happened there, but uh, he is off the phone. Well, all right, gentlemen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out. So, uh, Muck, how's the, uh, racist, how's the hot racist girlfriend doing? Ah, sleeping. She's out. I mean, it's like, what is it, like 11 o'clock there? She's already asleep. Yeah, 11.14, yeah, sleeping. <laughs> so drunken bender tonight or just tired from work? Uh, tired tired from being up since, like, 5 this morning, so. Uh-huh. Don't tell me. All right, well, gentlemen, have a good night. I'll uh, I'll call in next week or something, so. Okay, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. All okay, right. Later, guys. Okay, so we're having a lot of technical problems, of course, and uh, um, should I boot up this laptop? Because this is just—I <laughs> mean, it, it is pretty bad. I, I, this is actually really bothering me. It actually, whenever, uh, um, whenever the thing has trouble, it makes me feel worse than anyone because uh, I, I really want to put on a quality show here, and um, I, I don't know. It, this has gotten worse than ever, and. Uh, well, are we just talking right now, or are we addressing everyone? No, 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 I'm, I'm addressing everyone. They can hear it. Well, I don't know. No, I don't know if we were on. Yeah, so uh, no, it, it'll be fixed by next week. This is so bad that uh, probably tomorrow after dropping, I don't know what the problem All right. is. So well, I'll either boot up the laptop if you want to give me ten or fifteen minutes, or we can call it a night. I mean, this it's no point in keep doing this. Yeah, I don't know why it's so terrible, but uh, yeah, it's definitely gotten worse. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Sure. Um, what, what you know? What I'm going to do here is, uh, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll try to go through the rest of the show. You shouldn't call the Ice Mantle next week because I, I don't want this cutting in and out with him. Um, with uh, everything else, boy, we're, this is really just—it's it's really 
having trouble here. I uh, let me. Uh, right, let me. Let me just. Do you want me to boot up the laptop? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we have to decide. It's nine fifteen. I have, it's, never, it's never been this bad before. Where it cut, like like every minute is cutting. I, I don't know what to say. Jesus Christ! So, all right, I'm booting up uh, the laptop. And this is the, it's not going to be any picnic for me either. After the uh, show's over, I'm going to sit here forever editing it, and that's that's no fun. And uh, but uh, you know, I'll definitely do all it. Right. And but you know, it's it's uh, it's back for the moment. I think what we should do is just uh, I already hit power, go, buddy. Yeah, go, uh, they go, can go, only get powered on once a, once a month. So okay, yeah, go ahead and let it power up. And if if we have to, we'll switch to that. Uh, if if for some reason. Uh, it can't, then we'll switch to yours. Otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll table the Iceman for until next week. <laughs> we'll t- table the Iceman for next week. And uh, in the meantime, I'll try to get through the serious parts of the show. And um, then we'll put an end to it. And then uh, next week, we'll come back hey, strong. I can hear you. Brandon? Yeah. For some reason, I can't hear Brandon now. <laughs> This is such a fail. It's too bad. Too. Yeah, Brandon, what's wrong? Can you hear me? Now we're having trouble with Brandon. Man, there's no, there's no trouble we're not having tonight. And uh, it's just to let you guys know, this isn't about cheapness. There's there's something going on here with with my internet where I I live here, that um, you know the router or something. It's, I, I've got to figure out what the component is that's the problem. And. Uh, I'll get this figured out by next week. I really apologize. And uh, we lost Brandon in the meantime. And uh, let me try to put Brandon on one more time. I think I need Brandon to call me because it shows him technically not online on Skype. Yeah, it shows him offline for whatever reason. So, uh... Beebs apparently doesn't love me anymore. That's very sad. Let me get to some poker content while we're trying to make this show stick. Um, LTE Poker. They actually admit that they're done. Remember, I've talked about them in the last few shows. Small poker site that uh, kept disappearing and reappearing and having cash-out problems. It's a very small network. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that they were going to be gone for good. That uh, a lot of attempts to find who was running it, it was never known. There was one guy we suspected last week named Garrett. It turned out he was innocent. But LTE Poker, their rep, finally showed up on 2 Plus 2 and admitted that they are done. That they're done for good. Uh, by the way, Brandon, if you're listening, you, you, you need to call me. I can't call you on Skype because uh, your Skype shows you're offline. But anyway, they, they put, we're very sorry to announce LTE Poker is no longer in business and our license has been revoked. We do appreciate the loyal players during this time of hard issues. When the money is gone, it's time to move on. Yeah, I'd say that. So I'm not going to read the whole statement, but basically they were saying that the way this happened was that they weren't getting any players, so they staked a bunch of people to get the games going. And then uh, since they never really got very many real money deposits, most of the players on their site were staked players. And since it was staked players against staked players, uh, they had no way to make money since it was their own money that was being played and raked back and forth. So therefore, uh, they went broke and couldn't pay anyone. That, that's their excuse. So, so basically, they were free-rolling these poor people who were staked. 
the stake players were never going to get any money actually paid to them uh, unless they the site actually survived and made money off players that deposited and there just weren't enough of them. So uh, there is some information posted uh, about the possible owners of LTE Poker and who they are. I mean, they still owe people money. And the surprising thing is, despite the fact that the site seemed to have a very foreign look to it and seemed to be like based out of Sweden in some way, uh, it does appear that it's related to or owned by a Michigan corporation in Canton, Michigan. So uh, check this out on uh, the Scam Scandals and Shadiness forum if you want to see who might own LTE Poker or if you can look up addresses here. I can, but it's a lot of difficulty. It's a lot of a pain in the ass for me to do. I can't just hit a few buttons. So uh, I don't have any money personally tied up there, and it's just not a big enough story to where I'm going to put a lot of uh, research into it. But if anybody here who's listening would like to look up the information of the addresses posted related to LTE Poker in Michigan, um, go ahead and uh, check it out in the Scam Scandals and Shadiness forum. But uh, LTE Poker is definitely gone, and the ownership has admitted it. My advice is don't ever play on a site like LTE Poker. Any tiny site on a tiny network is almost always bad news these days. So if you're going to play online poker, stick to the bigger operations. If you're in Europe, you know, or somewhere non-U.S., stick to something like Poker Stars, uh, Party Poker. And if you're in the U.S., stick to something like Merge or, or Bovada. Don't don't play on these tiny networks. You're going to be sorry. Uh, let me talk about the Reed Kyle Poker Bill. There's a, a, an online poker bill that's uh, authored by uh, Harry Reid and John Kyle, senators, uh, U.S. senators, and uh, they it's an attempt to make online poker legal. And there's been many attempts, of course, to make online poker legal, and uh, very few of these have, uh, not, actually none of these, have ever seen the light of day, of course, because online poker is not legal in the United States. Uh, there's a lot of optimism from some people about this Reed Kyle bill, but uh, I don't feel optimistic for a few reasons. And uh, I, most recently, the PPA, Pro, uh, Poker Players Alliance, which I've been very critical of, they hired former U.S. Solicitor General Paul Clement to analyze the bill and comment on it. And this is what Paul Clement had to say. Now, he's not anyone officially having to do with the bill. He's just someone who they hired you know, from the outside to go take a look at it and say, what do you think? He's the former U.S. Solicitor General. So his biggest problem with the bill is he said that the language that is restricting sites that took U.S. bets after the UIGEA, like PokerStars, that restricts them from participating in the online poker scene once it gets legalized here, that that is unconstitutional. He feels that... Uh, Every site, every company, whether no matter what they did in the past, should at least have the option to apply for a license. And that restricting them for even applying for a license is unconstitutional because it singles out uh, certain parties, in this case, uh, these poker sites, from applying. And that you know everyone should have a right to apply. So that for that reason, the bill is unconstitutional. That's how he feels. He, he doesn't have any official word or say in this, but that's how he feels it's going to be interpreted. Uh, he also said that the bill has a problem because it's talking about how the states can either opt in or opt out of any kind of like federally sanctioned online poker room. Because basically, if, if the U.S. legalizes online poker, it won't necessarily be available in your state. Your state will then have the option whether they want you to be able to play. 
So if certain stations don't want gambling in the state online, they can do that, and they can not allow you to play, even though it's legal on a federal level. So this bill does allow for that, but unfortunately the bill dictates how the states can opt in and opt out, and they actually are making the rules for the states. This is how you opt in, this is how you opt out. Well, he's saying that's also unconstitutional because the states should have the right to decide uh, what they have to do to opt in and opt out. It shouldn't be up to the federal government to tell them what to do. So he said that's also a problem with the bill. Uh, these are reasons the bill will fail, by the way. So this this, this is important stuff to uh, to heed. Uh, now, the PPA itself has also analyzed the bill. This is what I found most interesting. They say that they also want relaxed restrictions on overseas providers like PokerStars, and they want uh, also foreign players to be able to play in the room. So it's not just uh, U.S. players against U.S. players, it's U.S. players against foreign players and U.S. players. Well, here's the problem here. I, I think that the PPA is still in the pocket of PokerStars. PokerStars and Full Tilt largely funded the PPA during its existence prior to the Black Friday. And I, I have a feeling PokerStars is still giving them a lot of money. And this means the PPA, the Poker Players Alliance, that's uh, supposed to be working for our interests, is probably still working for the interests of PokerStars, which is not the same as our interests, because our interest is to see any legalized online poker. Uh, PokerStars' interest is to have legalized online poker where they can offer it to the U.S., so, now I don't mind if PokerStars gets a license, that's fine, but I don't want a poker advocacy group that's speaking for the players to be focusing their energy on allowing PokerStars to get a license, because that's not, that's not what the players really need. The players just need anyone to be able to run the room, not, not necessarily PokerStars to have permission. I, I don't care if PokerStars can or can't enter the market once... Once it's legal in the U.S., I just want it to be legal in the U.S. I want to be able to play online poker legally and, and know that there's no cheating, know that the rooms are regulated, know that it's easy to deposit and cash out. That, that's what I want. I don't care if it's MGM or Caesars providing me the room or PokerStars. I don't care who it is. I just want it to be legal. But the problem is the PPA, I think, is, is putting too much emphasis on allowing PokerStars in the market because uh, they're getting the money from PokerStars, or at least they were, and they probably still are. So that's that's very uh, disturbing that the PPA is uh, already calling for these changes that will allow overseas providers to uh, to be able to participate in our market. Again, I don't care if they do, but the fact that they're focusing on that is bad. Uh, now, some of you don't know that PokerStars is actually allowed by their agreement to purchase Full Tilt and pay $750 million to our government. They're actually allowed to provide games to U.S. players if it becomes legal here and if they get a license. So it actually says in the agreement that they will be able to, that, that pretty much the government is okay with them now, but that they're going to have to go through the process of applying for a license, and if they don't get one, then they can't do it. And that's a separate process from anything the DOJ. Uh, so anyway, I think this bill is going to fail. The PPA is all optimistic about it because they have to be. Is if they're not, then they have the problem where... Uh, people aren't going to want to donate to them. People aren't going to take them seriously. The PPA always wants to pretend like um, everything's coming up roses, like like everything they're doing is working out. But uh, the reality is we're in late November here. It's almost December. In January, in the middle of January, a new Congress is going to take their seats in the United States. So uh, that's going to be it. 
They're hoping to get this bill passed between now and when the new Congress sits in mid-January. That's a month and a half from now. Do you really believe this is all going to happen in a month and a half? I don't believe it. I don't believe it because it's just too short of a time and this is not important of enough an issue for the rest of the country. To us, it's important. To the rest of the country, they don't give a shit. This is not a big issue to the rest of the country of whether they should allow online poker. Maybe one day it'll be addressed, but I don't think in the next month and a half, no matter what the PPA tells you. So I I think this Reed Kyle bill is going to die just like all the other online poker bills have died. And I'd be very shocked if that's not what happens. I I wish I could bet. If anybody wants to bet me on this, I'll be happy to. Well, what I'm going to do now is give the show over to Brandon and let him run this on the 10-year-old laptop, the infamous 10-year-old laptop that just barely boots up, but I think will still work better than my setup right now because I'm having some kind of big technical problem here for the last few weeks where the radio cuts out like 7 to 10 times a show, and I can't have that. So uh, if you're hearing this in the archives, you're probably hearing a few skips here and there, and I apologize for that. I, I have gone through and edited it since then, if you're hearing this in the archives, if you're hearing it live, I really apologize, but uh, we'll have this all worked out by next week. And uh, right now, I'm going to switch it over to Brandon, who will now be in control of the show. So anyway, I powered up the uh, 10-year-old, but I can't waste a power-up on this thing, Druff. I mean, I just can't waste it. I don't know how many power-up, good power-ups this thing has left. But uh, let's see if this works. Um, you sound clear as a bell to me. Do I sound all right to you? Yes, Okay. You do. Well, I, again, thank you all for sticking with us. Uh, I, I'm looking, and it's, it looks like we have a very stable connection uh, to the radio. It looks very, everything looks good on my end, Ruff. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so we'll, we'll continue to go on here, yeah. and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll finish the last topic. Now, don't bother to call into this phone number, because I cannot answer your calls anymore. <laughs> that's, that's right. Since it's actually now being run by Brandon. So you're going to have to call him. Uh, what is the phone number? You know what? I don't know. I'm using... Uh, Someone else's Skype, as you can see from the call. How do I find out what the number is? I don't know. Is there a way, like on Skype, that will tell you your own number, like on like a cell phone back in the day? Is it like <laughs> a setting? Hold on, let me look at my profile. Maybe that will tell me. Why don't you just ask that person what the phone number is? Well, I mean, I just know the password. I, I don't. I mean, oh, you know, this is the, this is our the, our filthy limper one that that Jason usually runs it for. So it's seven zero two. Hold on. I think it's seven zero two four seven five limp. Let me okay. try, let me try calling it. Let's make make sure that's right. <laughs> try here on radio. <laughs> Jesus, I'm a mess. Seven zero two four seven five L I M P. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Let's see if. Uh, I need to tell you, Brandon, but because your song was of such poor quality, I'm gonna have to edit it out yeah, of the archive. It's fine. Uh, yep, okay. Yeah, I'm calling myself. So the number for the rest of the show, Mount Charleston is now inactive. It's 702-475-LIMP. Uh, um, I immediately have a call from 530 area code. Do we know what's uh, 530? I, I do. I, who do you think lives in Northern California? Oh, sorry, okay. Well, Caller, you're on uh, the... Druff and oh, hey, oh, hey, I see it. Uh, Druff had to pass off this call to you, Brandon. Come on, why can't you guys answer my call? I'm, I'm, I come in peace. No, I was battling with more important Druff, you know, Druff, you know it was me calling. Why are you not answering my call? What the fuck? You know, battling with radio. I'm going to call and just, like, start just ripping you in this drunken tirade. <laughs> I will say, why are you so paranoid? I will say, I will say as a prelude to this call, whatever ends up being of it, 
I did read on... Uh, yeah, because I was Skyping you going, why isn't Druff picking up the call? I, Todd, you know you're I, sitting there watching on. my call come in, not I, picking no, up. I was, when I was oh, 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 guys, guys, hold up. Are you putting I'm, me on the air? Do I, I'm do a, I devalue <laughs> your show that much what, now? Marty, 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 Todd, damn, Marty, man. Todd, Todd, Marty. What I was going to say as a prelude to whatever goes on in the future, I was going to say I did notice, Marty, on uh, your site yesterday that you did, and it wasn't in a sarcastic tone from what I could tell, right that Todd was doing a fine job. Yeah, you, that's, that's, that's well, fine. I mean, no, but I'm just saying, I, I don't know if Todd saw it. I know that Todd knows that I'm calling his show. Well, I don't Todd, know. you know Todd I sat there and called you for, what, 10 minutes. You know you I, see my number popping up. Never Why can't listen. you just pick he up and be a man? He just doesn't listen. I'm trying to answer you, Marty. But no, you I listen. do listen. I heard it. I heard it. I do okay. listen. I'm you asking you, you know, did, did you or did you not see my number coming in for 10 minutes calling your show. I gave yes my, or no? Marty, I gave you the answer. I had my thing disconnected. No, you really didn't, actually. I didn't hear an answer yet. What was your excuse for cutting away to Brandon? Now, all of a sudden, Brandon's re-hosting, and the, the, the old call-in number doesn't work. And uh, give me a fucking break. Who do you think you're kidding? Do you think, Mar- do you think Brandon's hosting now because of you? No, I'm just asking you why you didn't pick my call up. You're, you're like, denying that you didn't and, see my and, number calling and, coming and, in for the last ten fucking minutes. Because you're I was lying, Todd. constantly, and that was more important than taking your call. Oh, okay, I see. You're asking for people to call into your show, and then you go yeah, on for about 12 minutes about uh, some poker story while I'm calling in. Don't lie, man. Just, you know, I was calling in to, you know, give you a bump. Oh, I actually, yeah. I actually wasn't even looking at the phone when I was doing the poker story. Oh, okay. Hi. I know you're not that observant. So, Brandon, what's going on, bud? Are you playing slots with MyCon? No, no. Come on, stop. Not, no, <laughs> no. I, uh, no. What's going on with you? Well, uh, I don't know. I was just tuning into the show and just thought I'd see what's going on with uh, uh, Poker Fraud Alert. We've been having... Uh some technical Problem. difficulties this evening with uh, our radio. I'm station. sorry? We've been having some technical difficulties. That's why uh, there was no conspiracy. Uh, I was booting up this 10-year-old laptop that has a stereo mixer. No, no, I know. I know. You were oh, on okay. the air, but I, I, know, I know that Todd saw my number coming in for about 10 minutes. That's bullshit. Todd, why can't you just pick up the phone? You know, you know you're talking about poker. I wanted to talk to you about the... I know most of your listeners are... Not uh, political aficionados, but I was curious on your take on the whole Gaza conflict. And I was calling not to attack you or to like rip on you. I was. Um, I thought you might like to have a, a conversation about the recent uh, dilemma in the Middle East, but you wouldn't pick up. And uh, you know, oh, what's that? Am I, did I get hung up on? No. I'm running the show. No, you're not hanging up. I won't hang up. What, what number is this? You've been in line. Oh, we have an outgoing number here. Is yeah. that the idea? Yes, it's an outgoing number. That is exactly the idea. It's one of those calls where either way you always win. Yeah, another, another talk. Teddy the Iceman Monroe, live on the Drop and Drex show with a special feature panelist tonight, uh, Marty... Uh, I don't think you've ever met don't, Marty. Don't, 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 just, just don't. Okay. Ice man, how are you, my friend? What's going on? What's good? Oh man, just uh. Your fans, they miss you. Talk to us. Well, uh, tell them I said I love them all. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's been great. It's been wonderful. My family came up here to visit, and mm-hmm. so I had to do the Vegas thing, you know, show them around. We did some shopping, eat some food, and, you know, having some drinks and laughing. It was wonderful. Really? Was this for the, the yeah. Thanksgiving holiday thing? Yeah, it, it, it was huge, too, you know. And a couple of, uh, uh, you know, Pocadillas from Venetian came over, you know, Try some of the food out, <laughs> nice. and it was blown away. It, it was it was it was great, man. It was a wonderful time. Nice. What uh, yeah. what else has been going on, buddy? Uh, what, what's new with your business with the Iceman Enterprises? Just yeah, what, what, yeah, you, well, well, actually, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna put my clothing line up. You know, I'm, like it, it's it costs a lot to do a clothing line, and by me doing it by myself. You know, I, I do each and every, you know, shirt, and, you know, especially, I can only do one at a time, you know, to, to build it up, and then, then you know, I'm going to wear them and, uh, each and every day, uh, probably perhaps for like two weeks of, of, of different sweatsuits, different shirts, all types of different shirts, and show the people out there exactly uh, what I'm going to have up on the line. And they, they're going to love it. They're going to enjoy seeing it. Gonna have a lot. Of, it's gonna be blamed in, and some of it's not gonna be blamed, but it's gonna be worth looking looking at. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we had a, another caller, someone who's been a fixture for years on uh, Marty, but he somehow I think he hung up. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's gone. But yeah, so that when uh, what's the timetable for when uh, the clothing line could be out? Uh, actually, I'm thinking about, uh, uh, starting in, uh, next week, uh, you know, like, I, I have them here with me at my home, um, and, you know, I'm just debating, I'm lining, lining it up to see exactly, you know, how I want to wear this and everything, and then I'm going to give up a couple of interviews so I can go up on nice. YouTube and everything so that people can see it and everything, so it's going to be some for big guys and, and some for, the, you know, the, the small guys, too. So I, I want to make sure that, you know, everybody can be able to, you know, uh, wear the same thing. Like, uh, what, what I mean by the same thing, like, if, if, if it's a big shirt for a big guy, you know, it's going to be a mm-hmm. small one for a small guy. So, Donald's uh, a big guy. So, what do you, Donald, extra large or extra, extra large? I mean, you're tall. You're kind of yeah. stout, Donald. Yeah. Yeah, and like if he if he's a two X, then you know I'm gonna make a a four X too. Cause most big guys they go to big and tall stores, mm-hmm. which I'm a big guy. I'm six and one, six feet one, and you know I wear about two hundred and uh, about ninety pounds. So you know I wear a four X shirt. So you know watch the shirt. It's, it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. You know how I did it, wow. and uh, I want to make sure the big guys be able to uh you know you know offline or, or they can just you know if they see me they'll be able to get it easy much quicker donald what size are you oh i'm i'm like uh kind of between xl and 2xl okay. i kind of wish there's a one and a half xl yeah you're like right in oh, the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well brandon you know i got a couple of shirts to give y'all in yeah so, I, I actually you know, Iceman, yeah. i saw uh, for those that didn't listen i think i talked about this when I did another show with China Maniac about a week or two ago, but I saw Iceman. We got to spend a little bit of time uh, at uh, yeah. the Venetian. I was in a horse tournament, uh, yeah. and Iceman yeah. came over with uh, Jeannie. She was there. Now, Iceman, I don't, you know, I'm not stirring up nothing. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but at the other table directly to my left, did you notice who was there? 
Um, no. I, Ma- mean, I didn't, you know, I was so, I was so excited to see you. I know. You gave me a huge um, Michael, yeah, Michael was at the other table, and that was like the first time I had played that close to Michael since the breakup of the radio station. So oh, I, he was, huh? Yeah, I don't know if you even noticed Michael was there. Wow, that's amazing. I, I didn't see him at all. I, I'm sure, I know he looked up and probably seen us talking on it. I didn't know. I, 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 I was yeah. hoping he probably would have told me that. Yeah, it's I fine. wanted to see no. the special yeah. it, It's okay. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, okay. so Donald okay. and I have been doing our show now for, I don't know, Donald, what is it, eight months? Seven? Since May? Uh, seven months. Okay, seven months, and uh, you've been on a couple times. It's just like every week, I, you know, as I told you, the people just write and they get, get the Iceman on, get the Iceman on. People just love hearing about your adventures in Vegas and... Are you so you're playing at the, at the at the Venetian these days? Oh man, you know what? Venetian has really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched it, and then I had a, a couple. I had a talk with uh, the, the chef man and Kathy and and Tracy, and you know I kind of told them from a perspective of what players want, and you know uh, you know how how to you know bring them in, and you know what we don't don't like and you know we talked about what they what they want you know as far as their no tolerant level and I told them you know um we talked about the 86 and you know the uh you know the, the people yeah and you know I told them what was fun about and what was great and what was bad and and they liked it everything that I had to say yeah that's, that's awesome like that's, you know actually I heard I heard there was a guy trying to reach you there named uh, Chico Loco while you were playing did you ever hear about that call uh, so I, so well, yeah, I actually, you know, it, well, he's, what, it's funny. He had listened to one of our older shows. I'll try to reach him right now. He had right. he had actually listened to one of the shows that you were on, one of our former sites, when you wanted to do a uh, a like a charity for minorities, like a poker tournament. He, uh, Chico Loco's Mexican, actually, and uh, yeah. he used to be, like, in gangs and in trouble, but now he's found poker, and he wanted to do something to, like, give back. And, uh, you know, he... Knows who you right. are from listening. Let me see if I can actually get him on the line here. Hold yeah. on. Right. Hold on one second. And I just want to get, I appreciate you uh, coming on radio. People love oh, you. The man, chat's blowing no up. Problem, yeah. Happy late. Happy late. Thanks to you and to everybody and all the fans out there that's listening. Okay, hold on. Let's see. add the conference. Okay, give me one second here. I think because of that Northeasterner. Okay, here we go. El Chico, you with us? Hello? Yeah, you're on, uh, Chico, you're on the, the Druff and Drexel show. Also, I actually have on the line the uh, Teddy, the Iceman Monroe, the person we had talked about before about the charity Mexican minority tournament. Yeah, you know, I, I tried to reach him at the, the Venetian. He don't, he, he don't answer that. You know, like I, I, I hear, I hear from my home because he's down there. And I call, I call up the, the Venetian. I go, hey, hey, this is Chico Loco. I need to speak to the Iceman. I know he's playing. And they say, no, he ain't there. And I was like. I, I know you ain't telling me the truth. You know, Chico Loco knows when someone's lying to him. Well, so Iceman's a very busy guy and very popular. I, 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 I just want to talk to him about, you know, my idea. Okay, but, well, uh, so you got, you got, Chico, you got the Iceman's attention. Talk to him about your charity uh, idea. Okay, well, yeah, tell him, actually, before you even do that, just because we just called him, and I, I gave him a, bri- a brief, uh, you know, segment about who you are, but give me your background. Tell him your, your story, because he can... This is what happened, okay? I, I, I grew up in Norwalk. I don't even know, you know where Norwalk is, but uh, yeah. I, I grew up... I, I come from Mexico, okay? I, I moved to Norwalk in, in uh, California, in the L.A. area, okay? There's a lot of gangs there. I, I got involved with it. I got involved with a lot of bad things, 
And uh, right. I, I used to go. I used to go down to uh, down to 18th Street. I go. Hey, talk about the Norwalk Leva. Talk about the Norwalk Hall. And then you know, we, uh, I gained all these stuff back and forth with the, the you know the people at 18th Street and the, some of the other gangs. And I, I'm lucky I don't go killed. Okay, I I spent I spent about um, you know about about two and a half years in the joint. And I say, you know, right. this ain't no life for me. I, I said, what I got to do, I got to clean things up. And I, I know you got a similar story. I don't know if you, you, you get involved right. as much as I do in, in, in the gang life and stuff. But I say, you know, I, I got to make a change. Because, I, I, you know, right. I, Chico Loco, he ain't going to be young forever. And Chico Loco ain't even going to age no more if he's in the ground. Okay? So, right. Right. so what, that, what I do is uh, I, I, I find out about poker. And I say, you know, I, I see these guys play poker. I say, you know... I, I I got the money, you know, from some some stuff stuff I do in the past. I, I don't want to say how I got the money, but I got the money, and I say, you right. know, I, it's time to break out. So I I learned to play poker. I go I go down to the uh, the Hawaiian Gardens, and uh, I learned to play poker, and mm-hmm. I get I get pretty good, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I I, uh, I I start to move up in the limits, and I I start to win, and I say, okay, you know, I, I'm out of the, out of the life now, and then I say, you know, this ain't no good, because if Chico Loco if he gets out of the ghetto. That don't mean the ghetto ain't there no more. What that means right. is I'm not there. I don't see it. I don't see it no more. But that's still there. So, right. so, right. so, so Chico, uh, I mean, Iceland's a very busy man. So what you want to do now, because you found poker and you're you know, reformed and you're a do-gooder, what is, what is the big thing you want to do to give back to the poker community? What I want to do, I want to have a, 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 actually this is a first ever gang poker tournament. Okay? Gang when people from different gangs actually go in the mm-hmm. poker tournament and in order to get in the tournament it'll be a free roll that I you know I'm going to put on with the money that I make in poker you know I I'm going to sponsor the tournament and I try to get other sponsors so they you know take some of the cost away from me but what I do is I you, to get into the tournament you have to flash your gang sign and it sounds dangerous I know and I know some casinos yeah, will not want to do this but these are people who don't really want to be in gangs no more but can prove they're in gangs. I don't want just anyone show up and say, "Oh, I'm in a gang," because we have all these people show up and say they're in yeah, gangs. Ha- you know, Chico, how, how I don't. I, I can't approve of this. I, I'm gonna have to disconnect you. I but thought no, you no, wanted no. to do something for charity. We can't have gang members in poker no, rooms. No, for, no, no, no. You don't. You don't understand. This is for charity. This is so. So to get them out of the yeah, ghetto. but they had something like this with the uh, Harris uh, Laughlin. Do you remember that with the bikers and they were shooting up the casino? They ain't gonna shoot yeah, up. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I get. A, I get. A, I get a, a truce between the gangs. You know, they say. Oh. They, they make truce, and you know they, they we put them at the same table. We have the Crips and the Glad and the 18th Street and the Norwalk and and the, and the, you know and the Hawaiian Gardens and the uh, and the Longo West Longo piece. You know you know you yeah, put but, the, but, it together. But, but the thing is, Chico and and Donald, I want you to chime in and also Teddy as well. I, I understand your idea in theory, but the thing about something like this is you take a bunch of explosive personalities, and even if the whole idea is a truce. You know, poker's a game where there's vicious beats. Say somebody one out or two out somebody on the river, and then the rival gangs, and that that's all it would take. You know, like yeah, okay, a, like a backdoor flush, and then people are, are pulling out the, I, you know, okay, the weapons. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, hey. Yes. Let me, okay? okay. okay. This may be a radio show, but they told me that, well, you know, I don't, okay. respect you, Coloco. No, I know, I, okay, I, Chico, but I'm I just think, saying, you know. I, they I, think, gonna, I think of all this here, and I know, I know what to do. Yeah, okay? but they ain't going to be letting no Crips and Bloods in at the Mirage, is what I'm trying to tell you. I, I got the idea for this. I know, I know, how, to, I know how to solve, okay? Okay. So... so since the 9-11, when the, the buildings fall down, I say, oh, you know, we have many, many metal detector in place we don't have no before. You know, we have metal detector. You go see a ball game. You go see, you go even to the movie sometimes. They put the metal detector in a bank. So I say they get the metal detector. You have only one entrance that is open to the poker mm-hmm. room, and you have to pass through the metal detector to get into the game. 
And then there cannot be no guns, there cannot be no knives, and the worst that happened, you know, someone would punch you in the face if if, if they're flesh beaten, you know, loose it to the full house. So like after the buy-in, after you walk up, you do your buy-in, you show them the player's card, then you go through a metal detector to get to the yeah, get yeah. to your seat. And what about yeah. when there's table changing? Do you have to go through a metal detector like when they break tables? In the same room, however, you know, and if, see, there's only way one way in and out of the room. Okay, so. If if you cannot get in and out with a room without I mean, going to the metal detector, then there is no way to get know. the gun in. There is just no way. I so this way, mm -hmm. the worst that happens is some fist fights break out. And you know, we we you know, who cares? We are all men. We we can have a few fist fights. I don't, no big deal. I don't think this is going to work. Iceman, what's your feeling on this? I, I, <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. Be honest. I, don't, I mean, I'm telling it right no, now. No, I mean, you know, like um, um you know, it, it, listening to what he's saying. For you know, first of all, mm -hmm. you know. When, when a person come up with an idea, um, anything is possible. But, you know, like, you definitely got, first of all, you, you know, you got to have a plan. Second of all, you got to find out which casino is going to work with you. And then third of all, when you tell a casino that you want to put up metal, metal detectors to play poker, <laughs> they're going to think that's dangerous right there at all. Hey, that's what I'm you saying. might be turned away right away. But you can't. You, you, it cannot be dangerous. You cannot bring the guns in if you yeah, but, but it's I know. But but okay, Donald. Donald, do me a favor. I don't think Chico's understanding. It's just about marketing from a PR perspective. Donald, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Chico. Chico. Let me tell you the problem here. The problem is that if if you have a casino that has a metal detector in there, <laughs> right. get it to the poker room. It'll just look like it look like it's a dangerous place to be, Chico. You can't. You right. can't. Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. where you where you where are you from? Okay. Chica, listen, uh, we appreciate you calling in, but, and listen, I mean, honestly, no disrespect to, you know, I appreciate what you're trying to do with the Mexicans, but try to come up with a simple, a more simpler way to do this. You can't, because like I said, you go to the Bellagio or the Venetian or that area, you put in metal detectors, it's going to scare the public, they, they just, it's, you know, they don't want that there, Chico, so. Hey, hey, you know, yeah. I don't appreciate what that guy just said to me, because he's like, he's like, well, oh, it's going to scare yeah, but people. Donald's been in the poker yeah, world for a long time. Donald won a World Series bracelet back in what year, Donald? Two thousand five, six. We, we have the last twenty. We have the last twelve years. Mm -hmm. We have we have the, the the metal detector wherever we go. Yeah, okay? but it's not like that in detector. casinos though. They don't have. There's never been a casino that I know of in this country with a metal detector. It's just not. Yeah, uh, not I, I, I'm sorry, Chico. Chico, you might, you might, you might, you might, you know. Uh, do this, but they're not going to allow metal detectors, and yeah, you know, they're, they're just not going to allow. Never going to happen. You, you got, you got, you have, you have too many, you know, just normal, you know, people that that's walking and watching the the game of poker and watching, let's say, they're watching the games and everything, and and they say metal detectors, and they say, oh, these these are games that's playing. You know, you, you you have to come up with another plan to get the thought out of the people here that, that the moment they, they know that it's games playing against games, that they won't get, you know, nervous and not watch. You know, okay, I, I like said one, one last idea. I say we should have a, a special event at this World Series oh. of Poker. It's called the World Series of Gangs. It's the WSOG. And mm -hmm. the winning gang, they, they get, they, you know, then it helps the gang get off the street when they win the money. And we, we make sure they spend the money in a good way. And so it's called the World Series of Gangs. And, and it's, it's kind of like in a team format. Well, you know what? Listen, El Chico, I appreciate your ideas. Donald does as well. Uh, but, I, you know, just, I don't know, 
we're all for charity. You know, we did the podcast for the kids, the 22Q, but just we're going to have to get a, around the metal detectors and the weapons. And like I said, you know, poker is such a volatile game. What happens if two arch rivals are heads up and, you know, one hits that backdoor flush, like I said, and, you know, how do you, how do you calm the tempers? I mean, no offense, and this That's isn't, right. you know, but Mexicans that I, I've experienced, especially the women, seem to be very high strung, very emotional people. I think their culture, it's just in their culture, they're very emotional. Hey, hey, hey. So you know, one bad do beat. I sound, hey, do I have sound high strung? Okay. I've been very respectful right. in this conversation. Right. I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I, no, I don't I, blow up like I used to, okay? Yeah. I'm being very racist. When you say I high strung, you are being very racist by saying no, this okay. to me. All right, El Chico, thank you for calling in tonight. We appreciate it, and uh, you're always free to call, and if we can ever help do something civilized without the metal detectors and the, the violence. I, I think of a new idea. You don't want to, I, I think it's a great idea, but you don't, you don't want to do it. So I, I think of something else, I'll go back to another week. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye. Wow. That's a character. Wow. That's a character, huh, Iceman? Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> that, that was, He's talking about putting metal. Thing, you know, yeah. just when you think you heard it all. <laughs> oh, my God. It's sad the district came out. That one there was a big one. Thinking about, he uh, only wants to put metal detectors in the in the wind. How do they, I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. But, you know, well, you know, first of all, mm -hmm. you know, the question you should have probably asked Chico was, uh, you know, did he talk to any casinos at first? You know, and if if all the casinos say no, where else would you you know do that? And and then you know, let's say he get a, a place that he can you know put his money up to do that. Are you going to be able to get people to come in and watch it, or are you going to film it and put it on YouTube? Right. I mean, you know, you got to have A, B, and C. You know, and and that's the those are the questions you you should have asked him, and just instead of him just saying I got an idea, you know. Because there's millions of ideas out there. You know, heck, I can come up with a brilliant one just talking to you right now. And, you know, and I know I can work with the casinos because I know all of them. Right, right. So, you know, that, that was the question. Yeah. That was the main question we should have asked them. Yeah, that's you good. Know, when, you, when you come on the radio and, and so many fans are listening, you know, and you come up and say, hey, I'm getting ready to do a charity. Um, the fans are, are more excited and, and, and wanting to hear, you know, knowing that you have everything ready and prepared and, and ready to go. And and mm -hmm. basically, you're probably saying, you know, hey, I want to do this in about six months. You know, I talked to Treasure Island. They told me, you know, that mm -hmm. they liked it, you know, and, you know, and now I'm looking probably for some investors. I don't need that much. And 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 this all this is going to work. I mean, and and that's that's how that that's what the fans is wanting here. I'm sure, and and I'm one of the fans, and you know, I, I'm one of the people. So you know, you know, that's what I want to hear. You know, right? Absolutely. Uh, I said, what? You know the, what yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What uh, is there anything else going on exciting like that's going to wrap up your year for you? Like anything? Any big plans uh, in December? Yeah, or New yeah, Year's? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Christmas. Uh, um, I would like for you to check uh, at Monte Carlo out there in Europe. I'm on mm -hmm. the front cover magazines out there. Uh, and check, check, you know, um, Brandy, you can check that out. You okay. Know, look. And, and, and I don't know why, you know, Vegas don't have it on the front uh, cover magazine here. You know, Wait, I'm just confused. They're putting you on the cover of a magazine of Monte Carlo? Yeah. Uh huh. And, uh, yeah. What's the name of the magazine? 
Um, actually, my friend is supposed to give it to me. Um, you know, um, Wednesday. I want to get back. He, he's he's over there trying to strike a deal, something. You know, uh, for me to fly over there and, and plan a tournament. Uh, and, uh, and then me and him, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, you know, 60-40 or something like that. And, and I was like, okay, you know, it, it just uh, call me back and let me know what numbers. And, and you know, um, because we was talking so fast, I didn't even ask for myself, you know. But that's why I said you look. Because I, I didn't even look on the uh on the internet myself, but he called me and and he was very sincere. So I was like, wow, you know, that's. But I, I can remember me doing, um, when the grand opened up of an evening, open up, I did the TV shows of that one. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Absolutely. You seen it? Yep. You huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that. So. I'm I'm thinking maybe they probably took some shots out of that and maybe put me on the magazine and that. That's what I'm thinking. Shots. Right. Well, listen, I also wanted to ask... Yeah, go ahead. Now, I wanted to also ask you, as we've done, I think, the last four years, it seems like, as we wind down now uh, with the NFL season, who do you see uh, in each conference making deep runs? Like, as you see it right now, who, who do you like? Uh, definitely like the the forty nine instead. Definitely, has, you know, a tough football team. You know, they got two great quarterbacks. They balance. You know, but nobody can stop Frank Gore. I mean, he can just, you know, if you look at the way his body structure is, you know, when he get hit, nothing seems to hurt the guy. You can't hit him hard enough to hurt him. You know, he balances off you and and just runs. And that comes from going straight to the gym right after football. Um, so they're going to be pretty. They're going to be pretty tough, and you know, um, uh, you, you you can't. You, you know, the Giants is always in the factor. You know, but they iffy. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, the next, the next strongest team that you know I see out there um, is uh, you know, we got to go. So the Forty Nineers is the NFC, right? And and you, you know. Uh, Denver is picking it up, man. You know, um, if, if they get past New England, you know, I don't know if they, they don't play them, if they play them in the playoffs, you know, Manning's on a mission, you know what I mean? And the more better they're picking, the, the guys are catching up with Peyton Manning. Huh? Oh, no, I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guys are catching up with Peyton Manning, and, and you know, the, the, um, the defense is... is you know, playing on such a high level. You know, they're playing on a level as um, it's bigger than what Peyton Manning is playing on on offense. So, if, if Peyton Manning don't beat you on offense, they they definitely gonna beat you on defense. So those are uh, those are two teams, and you know, if those two teams go, which Denver haven't been in years since you know Elway, and then you have Forty Niners who's definitely desperate to go. Just imagine, you know, the ticket marketing value of that <laughs> Super Bowl game. That would be huge, huge for the world. Yeah. Oh, would. my God. Donald, uh, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Donald's also a pretty big uh, football handicapper parlay guy. Donald, you still with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yes. Okay. Are you, uh, do you, what do you think of uh, the 49ers of San Francisco? I don't know. I know they were really... Excited about them in San Francisco last year. I was actually in San Francisco mm-hmm. when they were having their uh, their big run. 
And uh, I, it was funny. I was actually in the city of San Francisco walking the streets, and uh, I would actually hear cheering, like loud cheering from all the apartments and houses from the area. That's like how excited everyone was in the Bay Area. But that, it's kind of because the team was a surprise and did much better than they than expected and just kind of came on really strong at the end. They, they ultimately fell short. But I, I think that's also influencing people this year into believing they're better than they are. So that's... Uh, I, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. You're saying with the 49ers? Yeah. 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 He's saying yeah, that... They're not going to fall, they're not gonna fall short this time. Uh, you can bet on that. Uh, I, I, I think um, that... Uh, Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have some of the same problems as last year. But, uh, you think so? I, I think the the same thing that made people underestimate them last year is making them overestimate them this year. Well, you know, you know, they got they got this kid that's doing all the right things. And I don't believe it's no quarterback, you know, controversy. Uh, you know, if you put Alex back in there, he can get hurt again. You know, mm-hmm. with with Kaplan in there. Um, you know he he he's physical. You yeah. know he he's. But he's, Kaplan's still a rookie, and, though. I mean, yeah. he's a rookie. Yeah. You know, I know he's a Jew. rookie, but you know, but the, the but the team is not a rookie. The, the yeah. wide receivers are not a rookie, and and it doesn't. And, you know, the, and this guy by him being you know a rookie, he's out there. He's not. He's not playing with any pressure. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, he's not playing with any pressure. He's out there having fun. He, he doesn't even know, you know, the importance of, you know, winning right now. So, you know, he, he's just going to go out there having fun. And all the guys that surround him, supporting cast, they are very big experience. And, you know, they're veterans. And they ain't going to let him down. Yeah. They're not going to let him down. Not if, he, not if he continue to play the way he's playing. They're not going to let him down. And now, that you know, anything can happen in the NFL, you know, uh, I'm I'm just putting my money right now. You know, I I could just see the 49ers because they're going to have home big home field advantage, and nobody is going to walk into up in that 49ers stadium if they get the whole total home field advantage and, and beat them. Nobody, nobody. I can't see it. Yeah. Okay. Nobody from the AFC. I mean NFC. The NFC cannot be. That's a very good point. Baltimore Ravens. You know, Ray Lewis. And you know, and uh, they well, got they, they got a great defense. I just know, I just don't know if they can score. Are you are you going to be uh, making your trip down to the Super Bowl this year, Iceman, or no? Which one? Are you going? Are you going to the Super Bowl in New Orleans this year? You going to wa- you going to watch the game live? Oh no doubt. I, yeah, I go to I go to Super yeah. Bowl every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. I, I, I will be there. Awesome. No, is, is that the little uh, Ben or is that whose child is that in the background? Ben, is now we're here. Okay. Uh, Iceman, you got your little kids running around? Yeah, she's running around. Aww. How old is the little one now? How old is the little tight these days? She's three. Aww. Wow. She got so much energy. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Wow. And, uh, yeah, we just got finished putting up, uh, you know, the Christmas tree. Then I did the Mm -hmm. trees outside, and I, I put some reindeers out there. It's the first time I've ever done this. And, you know, I, I, I'm not used to having my whole house, you know, lit up. And, you know, I got a huge house. And it's the first time I've ever did this. And it, it looks beautiful. I, I might take a, uh, a, a snapshot. I don't I don't know how to, like, run it, mm-hmm. you know, on, on camera. Because yeah. I got a new phone, so I got a beautiful phone. So if I film it and walk through it and let you see it, I don't know how to send that. But I, I can take, you know, pictures. I can take picture snaps. 
Nice. Well, you can always send me some if you want me to post it for your fans on uh, Poker Front Alert. You let me or Donald know. You know, you have my number, buddy. Send it to me, and uh, I'll post anything you ever need, man. Yeah. Uh, there's one more thing I'm going to let you know. I, I, don't, I didn't want to say this until I until a guy got back to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kent Miller, who did, you know, Amel Rose plays 9021. You know, you check him on. His name is Kent Miller. Okay, he's right in a Vegas show right now. Okay, it's Kent Miller, right? Uh, Kent Miller is that the name? Yeah, Kent Miller. I know Jim. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, actually, he lives in Hawaii. And okay, he saw a guy named John to come and meet me, and we talked. And he actually did we want to do a reality show, and he and he needed a couple other players that went down, busted, and they're trying to make a comeback. And I told him, yeah, I, you know, sure, you know, I'll do it, you know, and but. And I just want to let the fans, you know, I want to, you know, just tell them, you know, there might be something coming, you know, that way. This is something I've been wanting for such a long period of time. And I actually talked to them, you know, myself. So hopefully, you know, I, I'm not saying that it's, it's going down now. He's saying give him a few weeks to show and finish the yeah, show. I know exactly who he is. I'm looking right now. He also he, uh, was a producer for Dynasty, Mero's Place. Love Boat, The right. Next Wave. Now, this is right. an interesting tidbit. This is really, really funny that you know him because Donald actually, when he, well, he's from Chicago, Illinois, I guess, Kent Miller, dated his yeah. daughter briefly, Samantha. I don't know if you even know that he has a daughter. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know his daughter? No, no. I mean, no, I don't actually know her, no, no. Oh, okay. But, you know, no, no. I'm, I, I spoke with, you know, like one of his uh, best friends. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I oh, do okay. with him every day, you know, yeah. and 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 he just, and he said he raised about my personality, and uh, he want he been he's been trying to get at me for such a long period of time, mm-hmm. and you can check that out as well, you know, Brandon, yeah. you know, see for yourself, and you know, and when I was and you know, my eyes was lit up, but you know, like I didn't actually just come out and tell anybody because normally, you know. Like, you want to make sure, before you tell your fans anything, you want to make sure, like I was just explaining to you, you want to make sure that, you know, when you tell them, it's true, and, and, and it's going to happen. And I'm so, I, you know, hopefully I got, you know, I know we was on the phone for a long period of time, and right. we didn't have anything exciting. But I just want my fans to know that I'm still here for them, and, and something exciting with the Iceman is about to, you know, it's coming. It's coming. It's been yeah, building up. It's building up. It's inevitably happening. Yeah. So if you just wait. Uh, no, Donald's just saying that that's one thing about you for sure. There's always something in the works, something exciting, <laughs> something, you know, you're not, you're never, you've never been a boring figure. You're always just trying to find yeah. a way, whether it's, you know, celebrity poker tournaments or your online clothing right. or whatever it may be. You always have a project in the works. <laughs> I always see the project, yeah. I, you know, and I always want to give back. You know, my that's my passion. You know, with my fans to make sure that I give back to them. Absolutely. You know, I love them all, and I love you guys too, man. Thanks for calling me. Oh, I love you too, show, man. man. You know, I appreciate it so much. And you know, you can call me anytime. You know, thank you. Thank you. No a lot, problem. Man. And Ice, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you texted me earlier that you had to drop your mom off, and but this is the yeah, night that we host yeah, our show, so. They didn't want to leave, man. <laughs> yeah, well, they love their... They, know, they love their... They, Ma's got to be proud of you, though, huh? Your Ma's got to be real proud of you, huh? While you've accomplished and become... You're free. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, man. Anyone, you know, they're aiding the grand. 
you know, the Grand Lux, and then he did the win, and the Red Rock, and they ate at Joe's Seafood Crab, man, they, uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing the, the Vegas walk thing out here. Yeah. I, I tell you one thing, no poker players like to, you know, walk that Vegas walk, you know, from yeah. Caesars to, you know, all these places, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wears us out. Yeah. You know, Iceman, it's funny. This is one of the problems about doing these radio shows, and people know who I am. So now, and I'm sure he's listening from uh, uh, Norfolk, wherever he's from, but now El Chico's texting me saying that we were, I was disrespectful to his ideas, and I, you know, I just, you know, my opinion was you're never going to have metal detectors, and it's never going to work in a casino. So. Well, understanding that, yeah, we were trying yeah. to explain so that. So Iceman, I don't know, maybe he'll listen to you. I know he's well, listening, but yeah. he's sending me angry messages I mean, if you want to maybe help me try to explain, just, it's just not going to work. Like, it's just, you know, it's the city's based on tourism. Metal detectors are going to scare people. They'll think they're in the, the you know, the courthouse or something, you know? Like that Chad Ellie yeah, before well, you know, he, he, he can find, you know what, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, I'm going to give him a message. So okay, please. Tell Chico this. Mm -hmm. He can find gang members that were in gangs like himself and that's out and then do the tournament with those people. And, you know, and, and then slowly, you know, gradually, you know, when they are successful and then they tell their story on whatever channel, you know, it, it goes on, whether it goes on YouTube or whatever, you know, right. it could be just a hundred, you know, right. you old, you know, old time Jesus, not yeah. in the gang anymore. And when they win, you know, a huge amount of money, let's say, Let's say they win like, you know, $200,000, you know, just something like that. I'm just shooting numbers. You know, when they win, and, and then when and he, then they, when his ex-gang members see that, then they will automatically will want to change and be like that person. Now, that is a great idea for Chico to tell them that. You right. know, get get some old guys that was gangs that's out of gang now, and then, then run a tournament with those guys, then let those guys slowly grain and ex I mean gang members or whatever and the ones that want to get out and, and give them a shot to to you know live a great life to change their life around wow and that's the idea that's wow. the route to go that's very inspiring beautiful I mean I don't even know no it is I mean that's well said that's great Chico if you're listening that's <laughs> definitely the way to go uh, Iceman right. says it. That's advice there. Some solid yeah. advice. Absolutely. Iceman, thank you for calling in. Yeah. We appreciate it. Any shout outs you want right, to give to any of uh, your fans or people that your your posse or any shout outs? Go ahead. The well, airwaves are all yours. Shout out to you guys and you know to you know all my all my fans out there and uh, you know like uh, you know y'all guys y'all you know y'all y'all treat me so swell mm. and uh, you know I love you guys uh, I mean you know anytime I, I can help you know just give me a call and, and definitely yeah. you know you know, I I want to tell all the fans mm -hmm. out there listen yeah. never give up you know if you got a dream just keep going it might take you you know five maybe ten years six seven years who knows you know but if you just don't give up you will make it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And and and, and, and and that's how it is. And you know, and I'm happy. I'm happy in my life right now. You know, uh, no matter what happened in my past and all that, but right now, you know, I'm just happy. You know, and 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 that's why when I play poker and when you're playing happy, you win. 
you know, you don't have to, you don't have to tell people and throw in your face how much you win and whatever. You know, what you do is you help them. Uh, you know, like everything just seems like it starts falling in place. You know, when when you when when you when you when you're playing happy and you and you just and you're living your life. You know, you're not worrying about you know or who winning, who else this guy. Because every day you walk in in the poker room. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna have power chips, or somebody's gonna be the loser. You have to worry about your end of the day, what you done at the end of the day. I care less if a guy's winning four hundred thousand, he got up and ran. But at the end of the day, if I could just take home a hundred dollars, I'm happy, you know. And that's what it's all about. And then I want to reach my goals. That's why my doors are never shut, and I'm gonna keep going, and I'm gonna do something big for the fans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow the roof off it. The wow. house, and I'm gonna do this show, and I'm and and that's my shout out to all y'all. Awesome. I'm not gonna let y'all down. We're gonna do it big. Awesome, Iceman. Thank you very much for calling in, uh, Donald. Any closing thoughts, comments? Well, I I thought he handled the Chico Loco situation well, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, even though Brandon's now getting some threatening messages, I thought the Iceman did a, a good job keeping calm and keeping Chico on the level. Yeah, yeah. Iceman never loses. That. It's cool. All right, Iceman, thank you for calling in, my yes, friend. Uh, just keep in touch. It. Happy holidays, you and your family and your beautiful right, baby yeah. daughter, and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. I'll get to talk real soon. Same to you, uh, uh, and, and take care of yourself out there. And, yeah. and to all my friends, Merry Christmas, too, and, and Happy New Year's, and hopefully we talk before then. Absolutely. You know, y'all be calling me about, you know, seeing me with the, uh, the clothing line. I will have it all. Absolutely. All right. All right. Have a great yeah. night, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Okay. Bye-bye. And that was uh, Teddy the Iceman Monroe. And, yeah. Dr- and Druff in a dual role capacity for, I think, for, yeah, is so that the first time? I, I, yeah. Well, no, no. It actually, it wasn't. In, I, I thought about some past times I've done this, and I, um, I thought you had a great idea there. Thank you. But next time we do something like this, mm-hmm. um, we can do it even better t- from a technical standpoint to where... I can actually be part of the conversation and not sound like the same person. And the way you can do this is that uh, you actually call me on a phone and then let me stay as myself. Ah. And this way it's two different sounds and it really sounds like a, a phone call. Now, Iceman couldn't tell, but to the listener, Chico yeah. Loco could have really sounded like he was on the phone and then I could have talked here and it would have sounded perfect. Right. No, I agree. Well, just but you know, thinking off the cusp, I, I thought it was well for. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, and I'm, and I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to start a holy war here. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But you know, this is the thing that I don't understand. Uh, and I, I'm just going to address this because I kind of find it comical. I, I don't know if he's drunk, but just so people that are listening uh, in the archives or even live understand, I, you know, I did not know that uh, Marty was calling in when I said what's Druff do you know this area code I say that because Druff is an area code savant and uh, I even let Marty on the left Marty on the call to not hang up with him but now I've gotten these awful messages from Marty and let me ask before I even go any further Druff if someone sends me a text message does that legally allow me to read it on the air or like is it okay so and Marty and I you know we've had no bad blood everything's been calm after the last war of what month was that in 
I don't know what month do we have a war? Okay, whatever the last war was. With, but so he gets all mad at me. I, I would love to debate Todd on any side. This is why I'm trying to interview the Iceman. I would love an El Chico Locos on the queue. I would love to debate Todd on any subject. Pick a question. I'll call back. Get rid of Iceman. Let's get it on. Yay! Awesome interview. Z z z z. Love how I am censored now. Too funny. But hold on, I'll stop right there. I didn't. I've never censored him. I left him on the line. I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know what he's talking about. You guys won't even do a few minutes on the air with me. Oh, and thanks for announcing my Eric Hood on the air. Again, I said I didn't even know who what his number is these days. How weak you won't answer my calls. I always let you and Druff on the air in the past. What a couple of massive fucking pussies you are. I was calling to be a nice and do a nice segment too. How spineless. I even let you on the air when I knew you'd rip me. Both you and Druff are major pussies for not engaging me for a few minutes. Fucking pathetic. Fuck you. Laugh a lot of giving the Iceman 45 minutes of ramble and you still mocking me. Tell, tell Druff to fuck off. So have me on the air now. <laughs> Huh? I mean, I don't do. I just. I, how do I win? Tell me, how do I win? I mean, you can't. This is the I problem. Mean, what did I do? I don't. You know, I don't know. It's the area code. I, I leave him on the line. Hung, you actually were going to include him. I want like, him to be part of the El Chico. Yes, he could have signed it. Yeah. Well, well, Skype's ringing. I mean, he was. I want him to be what they call like a character actor. In all fairness, I've always thought that. Uh, Marty would make like a great Christopher Walken. Yeah. Okay. Never going to be like the lead too... actor. Okay, Marty. Obsessed with. Uh oh. What happened? Oh, hold on. Oh, and Skype just crashed. That's not good. No, that's not good. So, Brandon, I will take over the show now and put it back on my laptop. And I'm going to try something different because your 10 year old laptop is now blown up and my laptop just wasn't getting it done earlier in the show. I'm going to try something a little bit different and hopefully. We're going to keep on the air this time without interruptions. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that this last little thing I'm going to try is going to work out. And if it doesn't, I don't know what we're going to do. Okay, okay, people, we're back. This time I'm running the show again. Uh, the, the, the laptop. <laughs> literally, and, and for those conspiracy theorists, literally, Marty called in, and as soon as the number flashed on the screen, okay, I just got a ton of Windows errors saying that Skype has failed and everything just froze, and I don't know. That Jeff, that may very well be the last time, the last usage of the 10-year-old laptop. Yeah. I mean, I hope not, but if it did, it went out with a bang, I think. Yeah, it definitely did, and we, we got a good Iceman segment in with Chico Loco, and uh, yes. you know, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, fix whatever's going on on my end by next week and uh, even though I, I'm going to be busy starting a few days from now uh, I'm going to spend some good time tomorrow uh, and Thursday running experiments on the radio to see what causes this and what doesn't cause it and fix whatever is not working even if I have to uh, quickly buy a laptop or quickly get a new router or, or, or whatever I have to do but but anyway uh, so I, I'm being told to up my volume which is weird because um, I mean, do I sound fine to you, Brandon? I hear, I hear you loud and clear. Well, yes. Okay. I don't know what to say. Yeah. But uh, well, listen, people can blame the the fail and all that, but you can't blame the effort. I say the actual level of quality would probably be like a D, but the <laughs> effort is, is, is B plus A minus rough. I mean, well, yeah, that's there. Had, I thought we had good content, just very poor uh, technical Ex execution. Yes. Yes. Now. Uh, it's up to you, of course. Marty is now for some saying for some that reason, he's calling. Yeah, for some and, reason, I'm very I mean, faint over the... This is so strange. It says I'm faint over the air. Hmm, oh, I know. I, oh, I think it's because I changed... Okay, how about hmm. now, guys? Do I sound better? I, th I bet I sound better now. I just, yeah, I, I, I hear I, you fine. So, uh, 
Anyhow, Marty, uh, you can hear me. You don't have to keep Skyping me. I, I'm not controlling the show again. I've, I've given it back to Druff. So if he wants to answer a call, he can. Uh, looking at our agenda tonight, Druff, uh, we talked, you talked about Chad Ellie in your interview with him. And if, again, for those that haven't listened, uh, it's two hours and 15 minutes long. It's gotten great reviews, although I've not listened myself. It's in the archives. Encourage everybody to please check it out. Um, we talked about Jennifer Harmon in uh, the reality show. We did our El Chico Loco uh, prank call. Uh, did we cover any of the other news at all? Do you want to go through that real fast? Well, yeah, I was. I we did cover some of the other. I, I did actually while you were gone. Okay. For, do we for talk them. about the proposed new train between Orange County and Vegas? No, we have party. not talked about that yet, actually. Okay, I've I've read about it, but why don't you tell those who haven't? Uh, what, what what is this? Train? Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy about a rail project, an expensive light rail project that would go between uh, actually not even L.A. Victorville and Vegas, which is really strange. Uh, but uh, a lot of criticism about that project. It'll be very expensive. It'll be very fast to get to Vegas. Uh, it'll be a high-speed rail, but that'll be very, very expensive to build, and uh, whether that actually happens is in question. But there's something that's a lot cheaper using older technology that's much more likely to actually see the light of day, and that is a new rail system, or a new old rail system, which is kind of referred to as the party train. And uh, let me uh, get the. I've been a part of a party chairman when I was younger, Jeff. <laughs> I bet you have. But uh, this is a proposed luxury train from Orange County, Fullerton specifically, to Las Vegas. I don't know if it'll have stops or you have to actually go to Fullerton. If you have to go to Fullerton, it's kind of a fail unless you live over there. But um, it doesn't say whether that's true or not. But. Uh, it's going to be using existing tracks and even existing trains. They're going to be buying old cars, old uh, rail cars, renovating them, putting in nice luxury seats, flat screen TVs, bars. It's going to be like they're they're trying to make it like a a train where you can party, you can drink, you can party. It's going to have like a young so kind of like a Carnival Cruise Line, but on tracks. Drive? Yes, yes, with, with like a party atmosphere uh, mm -hmm. aimed at young people. It'll cost ninety nine dollars each way. It will the ninety nine will include a meal and a beverage. I'm not sure if it's alcoholic mm. or not, but mm -hmm. uh, you can buy additional beverages, alcoholic, of course, on the way there and the way back. Of course, they're hoping to make this work because the drive from Vegas back to L.A. is terrible on Sunday, absolutely terrible. And that's true. So they're hoping that people who really aren't in the mood to make a long heavy trafficked drive back from Vegas when they're all worn out and tired and hung over will just rather get on a train and go back and um, the thing is this will be a lot cheaper because they're going to try to get a permit to run this train on existing freight train tracks so they mm -hmm. actually have an existing train line running from Fullerton to Vegas it just uh, right now passenger trains are not allowed to go on it uh, now this will not be fast it'll be old technology as far as trains are concerned so it'll just be a regular train on old cars that they renovated uh, passing through old stations they're renovating on old tracks that's currently used for freight trains so it's not going to be fast it'll probably take six hours or so maybe even more but uh, Jeff have you ever traveled by train you know I've been on a few trains uh, not for any kind of real length I, I went on uh, I I've been on some scenic railways before um, I think I've even been on a few trains a long time ago, but only for short distances. I've never taken like a long train ride. Uh, 
Like, if you were going to go on, like, say, I don't know, can you take a train, like, from L.A. to New York, even? No. Like, an Amtrak? Does it go that far? Uh, actually, I shouldn't say no. I, I don't know, actually. Maybe you can. I, that's a good question. I've never... Would you, Would you? if you did, though, or you had to, would you get, like, one of those pimped-out suites out of, like, your old bedroom in the train? <laughs> well, like, I... you know the old movies, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. the, the, like, bunk bed comes down out of the ceiling? And, I mean, it did look kind of cool. Like, you know what? Yeah, I've there, always kind of wanted that. There, there have been times that I've seen trains on TV, and I think, oh, that looks kind of cool. I'd like to do it. The, the thing I'm concerned about if I did would be that... It would be fun at first, and then get really boring really fast, and then you're just sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, like you know, it's so slow wherever you're going. And um, I mean, yeah, sure, you can look out the window, but you can do that in a car too. Like, you know, how, how exciting is a car ride? So I, I think it's kind of similar, except you can get up and walk around. But uh, you know, it might be a fun thing to do for the novelty. But I, I don't think I could take one like cross country. I think that'd be a killer. Uh, I think it was JSTAT. I'm looking. Someone just said it. That there actually is a, yeah, it was JSTAT. Says there's one from San Francisco to Reno right now. Druff, what would have to happen at some point for there to be a PFA party train meetup? <laughs> and you get all the characters. You get you, know, you and me. You get the Limitlesses of the world, the Muck Ficons, throwing the seriously serious and bubbles and Cletus. All of us in a party train, like going from San Francisco to Reno or no, something I, like I, that. That I would do. I, I if if we can get all these PFA people together, then then I'd be in the party train. Actually, at least the party train wouldn't take that long. Like you know, it's a even if it's a you know Fullerton to Vegas, if six hours or whatever, that that would be more reasonable than something that just takes days and days. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, there the, you know seriously, serious is talking about in the chat how there's trains in Asia that go 200 miles per hour. That's what they were talking about with the train that they're proposing from Victorville to Vegas. Victorville is a uh, it's like 100 miles north of Los Angeles, but a little bit less than 100 miles north, but around 100 miles north of Los Angeles. It's like uh, the next biggest city from Vegas to uh, L.A. after you pass Barstow, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a story about Victorville, actually. I, uh, of course uh, you do. Yeah, I, I actually had a short relationship with a girl from Victorville. And, have you uh, talked about this on one of our stations I, I, before? I, I don't know if I have, but uh, something sounds. But I, I did, and uh, the the weirdest thing was the when I went out to see her the first time. I pull up to her place, and there's snow. There there's snow on the side of the road, and I think this is so weird. Dating a girl who lives where it snows. When I lived in L.A., it just it just felt felt strange. It's like it was like going to a different world. So. Hmm. Now, but the thing is, and I've always had a fear of this, 200, and I, and I guess it's kind of retarded because, you know, I fly and I don't have a fear of flying, but 200 miles an hour on a train, I mean, the thing goes off track, it, it, there's a crash, I mean, you're dead, you're not surviving that. Yeah, that'd be You know what I mean? Bad. So that's, yeah. I, which, again, like I said, makes no sense because I go on an airplane and it, it's basically the same principle. I mean, whoever Yeah, but there, there are derailments, like it's 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 got the same vulnerabilities just in a different way. That an airplane yeah. has. That uh, it's not like something where you're like, oh, you're on the ground, no problem. Like this is. Uh, it, Do you think you would feel comfortable going a great distance on a 200 mile an hour train? I, I think at the beginning I'd be uh, a little bit more concerned, but uh, I'd probably get used to it. It's just people aren't used to traveling at that rate of speed on the ground, and uh, it just looks weird. It's like. It, it, a lot of it's just context. Like you can be on an airplane and go 600 miles per hour, and it seems it's fine. You're just like, okay, you know, you're up in the sky, you don't really see it. Uh, you can't really tell how fast you're going. But uh, right. you know, you're on a 200 mile per hour plane uh, train. It seems like it's just 
really scary and speeding along. And, and to put the context somewhere different, think about a roller coaster. A roller coaster, at least most of them, don't go as fast as you do when you drive on the freeway. Yet when you're on a roller coaster, it feels like you're just going at a great rate of speed. And that's because it's like wide open and you're not in an enclosed car. And it's just a different experience. You're not in control. It's just it's just a very different experience, and that's what makes you more scared. So, um, yeah, makes sense. And I'm sure there'll be attempts to you know terrorist attempts on these trains and things like that, just, just like there are for uh, for airplanes. So I think, uh, um, I mean, fortunately we don't have a, a major terrorism problem. So you think there's gonna be like a lot of no offense. Uh, Muslims going to conductor school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that uh, the, the trains, uh, I think you'll start seeing you have the same hassles you do at the airport. Mm. No, I'm just getting this off the wire, uh, literally right now off the wire, and I guess it's fine to say. Uh, longtime member from former radio station, now this radio station, John Stamos, just uh, uh, messaged me on the wire. He said, road trains in Europe that go nearly that fast. You can't tell how fast you're going, and it's very relaxing. Very easy to hit on women on European trains. So, <laughs> And John Stamos, he's a ladies' man, so he would he would know this 100%. So, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, I'm sure, I, you know, I'm Americanized. I've never, you know, I've been on the subway a handful of times, and uh, you know, it was when I was very, very young. I don't think I've ever been on any any real train um, other than just like, I mean, you would even call like the stuff at theme parks and, you know, like places like that that are short distances trains. So I, I have no experience. But uh, anyhow, I guess it w- wouldn't really apply to me much since I live here, but I guess it's interesting. And, you know, the thing is, I'm sure we, I think we even talked about this before. They've been talking about this high-speed train from, uh, the Orange County, LA area to Vegas. I mean, for years and years. I, I remember when I moved here over a decade ago, they were talking about it. So, um, and I know the numbers in terms of the cost and how long it would take were astronomical. Yeah, they are. Was, That's the problem. Yeah. So, yeah. so th- this is like a, a much more a short term solution that just uses old technology and and yeah. and isn't what well, they were talking about before the super fast train. But this is something that can at least get a train running between. Uh, the LA area and Las yes. Vegas, and and you know I, I I think that's fine, and I think that it'll appeal to some people, and uh, you know it, it's ninety nine each way is kind of expensive, but maybe some people will prefer that over flying. Yeah, that that uh, oh yeah. Well, what did you say? You get a complimentary drink and a meal, or snack yeah. or something? Yeah, a com- comp- yeah, complimentary drink and a meal. Yeah. Well, I won't be on that train. Um, did did you speak of uh the question of whether the PPA should be pressing for full tilt points to be paid out as real money? Yeah, well, it... I was starting to talk about it, and I'll mm-hmm. just talk about it again, and I'll just edit it out of the archives because it was, we had a lot of failures. Okay, I'm sorry. I just didn't know because I, I took a break. No, no, I, I understand. No, we, we actually didn't get through it because uh, we had so many connection problems. So I'll just We'll just redo it, and uh, I'll remove the part I spoke about earlier, and it'll be like it never happened. Yes. So uh, if you've already heard me say this, then go, go get a drink yourself or go smoke. and then. Can I go get a drink myself? <laughs> I'm just asking. You've had right, enough I'm... drinks tonight. Okay, no. go ahead. Uh, so, no, basically, um, Brandon, do you feel that mm-hmm. your full tilt points should be converted into money? Do you, do you think you deserve that, or do you think these are just promotional points that uh, you shouldn't have an expectation to get? No, I'm, I'm a lot. I, I have the same line of thinking as you that uh, I feel as if I should get some. Uh, so either dollar value or something of the equivalent for my full tilt points. I don't think it's some sort of 
bonus or you know freebie that was just given like uh, you know holiday shopping points or something like that. That no, I, I uh, same line of thinking as you. Yeah, yeah. What I was saying and earlier, and I'll, I'll say again here, is that uh, and the PPA actually believes this too. For once, they're they're right about something. But uh, the these points these were directly tied to whatever rake you paid. This wasn't the sort of thing that that you're earning promotional points that uh, you know keep playing and and you'll earn such and such prize. It's not like you know after you play this much and earn this much rake you get a T-shirt and you're ninety percent of the way there and you don't get your shirt and now you want your shirt and you want the government to give you right. a shirt. That's not the same thing. You know this is something that it was like a form of rake back. And what is rake back? Rake back is money. That's cash. Uh, it's just, now, yes, they also had rake back on full tilt, but believe it or not, not everybody had rake back there. If you didn't sign up through an affiliate, you, you, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Oh, I lost you for a second, but you're back. Okay. So, um, you know, rake back is, is something that it's real money and it's something that's a piece of real money that you paid to them. And, uh, you know, it was an expectation you had when you played that this would be, something you would be getting that that would contribute to whether you're winning or losing on the site. Maybe not that much because it's only uh, uh, small compared to the rake you're paying and, and the money you're probably playing for, but still, it, it, it has value. It's not just a promotion. It, this is actually something that has direct ties to how much rake you paid there, which is paid in real money, and this is you getting back real money just in a different form. So now that you cannot use it anymore to enter tournaments or, or get merchandise there, uh, you should be able to convert this. Your account has value in it with with those points. So, therefore, the government should pay this out. Remember, it's not PokerStars paying you here because PokerStars has already paid the government, who's then going to pay you. Uh, so, the kind of funny thing about this, this was brought up at that useless meeting that the PPA had with the Department of Justice. Again, the PPA was right to bring this up, but the funny thing was, because they did it in such an incompetent way, the PPA, and they, they just kind of like said it to the DOJ, and the DOJ just kind of said, well, um, we haven't really thought about this yet. The PPA is like, okay, well, we just told you about it. Okay, thank you. Like that, That's really how the conversation went over there. Like The DOJ is definitely not going to consider this. The, the PPA just spoke, and the DOJ said, okay, thanks for saying that. Goodbye. So, so uh, instead of the PPA pressing to get some kind of commitment or uh, to get some kind of position on it, nothing. They just said, okay, thanks, we've heard you. Anyway, uh, people were criticizing the PPA. I criticized them just in the way they did it. Uh, some people on 2 Plus 2 were criticizing them for bringing up the points thing at all, saying it's just going to delay the process of us getting paid, which I don't agree with. But uh, anyway, uh, Rich Muni, who's the vice president of the PPA on 2 Plus 2, actually decided that uh, he wanted to prove himself right. That's what the, All the PPA does on 2 Plus 2 is fight with people and uh, insist that they're right about everything. So Rich Muni made a, a funny poll over on 2 Plus 2. Uh, in fact, let me find this thread here. It's really funny. Where uh, he asked about whether or not they should have brought this up, which by itself is a good question, but he did this in this really loaded way where there was no chance that they were ever going to lose the poll. So let, let, me, uh, let me find this here. Here we are. So tell me how you'd vote on this poll, Brandon. I'm sorry. Can I? I, I just, I just am looking, and I know this is changing the subject, Todd. And I please forgive me, but while we were while we were listening, I was just looking at my phone, and I just got an email. And I looked at it, and uh, I, have you ever 
found somebody and again please forgive me for for changing the subject have you ever found someone that started following you on twitter that you just became excited about ever uh no, nobody's followed me on Twitter. They got me excited. Major League Baseball player and someone we both talked to, Ryan Dempster is now following. Oh me. wow! I, actually, you know, I, I have I, I have seen people follow me, and I'm like, oh cool! Like I haven't gotten really excited, but like, but that's cool. Like yeah, Ryan Dempster, well, you gotta, I mean, you got to admit that's pretty cool. No, no, that's great. I got uh, you know when I got uh, Sam Grizzle following me for some reason, I thought that was good. Was it real? Is that even? Yes, it was really. Grizzle? It was really okay. him. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool, bro. I'm sorry. So anyway, yeah, go great. ahead with your question. I, I that just no. Was, I understand why you're excited. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk to him too. You're excited. So Brandon now you, has I a, mean, a. I had to donate fifty dollars, and Todd would tell us his name because you guessed Mike Piazza. Because I think I gave you too <laughs> many clues. Okay, but you beat the uh, you, you got the Ryan Dempster broken no hitter trivia question. That's true. On so so yeah, Cuba, uh, Ryan Dempster now following Brandon. That's great. Wow. So uh, so uh, the, the here is the question. Okay. Should, Sorry for the interruption. I got very excited. Here's the poll. This is on a, two, a real 2 plus 2 poll actually started by the engineer, Rich Muni, the vice president of the, of the Poker Players Alliance. Should FTP points be included in the request for FTP remission? That's basically asking, should, should the points be included in the request of the Department of Justice for getting our money back is what he's asking. The, the, I think I think it should. Well, no, no, hold on. Here, here, okay. here are the voting questions. Here's the the options you can choose. Okay. Yes, I want cash points, etc. Or no, I want my cash balance only. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. <laughs> Who's gonna say really? that? Yeah, it's like saying, um, "Would you like five million dollars or four million dollars? Which one would you like?" Right. Let's uh, let's start a poll on that. Which one would you rather have? Like that's a ridiculous poll. He, that wasn't the question. That wasn't what people were criticizing. Well, you know, the thing is, I I best equate it to like this. Like I don't know if they have this in L.A., but like I shop in Las Vegas at two places. I shop when I'm gonna cook something or want really fresh or or good food at Whole Foods, but more frequently when I just need common you know things like juice, soda, bread, whatever. I shop at Smiths and Smiths has one of those reward programs. I guess most supermarkets these days, do, these days do, where you get certain bonus points and you can use it for gasoline or, you know, but I'm I, that's why I shop there. That's why they have my business. And it's the same thing as, you know, if they discontinued that and told me, like, right now, say I have, you know, $18 or whatever in, in free fuel, you know, because they have a gas station. They have actually Smith gas stations in Vegas. You know, to me, it's the same thing. Like, that's my money. I mean, does that kind of make sense in comparison? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, but just for them to even phrase it that way and ask why would I no, just the money, that's, I mean, that's. I mean, I it, was such a, it was such a loaded question. The reason that, and yeah. the funny thing is, I, I agree with them. I agree with the fact that, the, and Brandon agrees too, that we should get money for our points. We're not even criticizing the PPA for going for this. It's just the way they're doing this. And then when people call them out and say, hey, why are you bringing up the point thing? It's wasting time. It's going to make it to where the process becomes too complicated. I mean, these these are legitimate complaints. I don't agree with them, but I can see where people are thinking this. Instead of him saying, okay, well, you know, here's why we're asking for it. Here's why it's, it's not going to take longer. He makes this ridiculous poll with such a loaded question that there's no way it's ever going to lose. And if he really wanted to have this poll be accurate and honest, the question would be, should we have brought up the points matter when we were at the DOJ discussing full tilt? Yes or no? 
And that should, that would be a poll that I, I don't know which way it would win. I think it, it may actually win with a no, but uh, um, I would vote yes on it, and, and I know you would. Uh, yes. But at least that would be an honest poll. But the, they were so afraid of losing this poll that they put this in this ridiculously loaded way that there's no way that that anyone would... I mean, believe it or not, it actually has 30% no. I guess some people saw through what they were trying to do. But uh, but still, uh, there's no way that it was going to lose. And uh, unfortunately, that's what the PPA is all about. It's all about the way they look. It's all about defending themselves. It, it's all about um, taking credit for things that, that others did or, or that were going to happen anyway. Uh, for example, I mentioned this uh, on the show two weeks ago that the PPA brought up at this meeting that our lawyers have gone over everything and our lawyers say that there is definitely a legal basis for that we get 100% of our full tilt balance back. So we're demanding that. And the DOJ is like, yeah, okay. Well, that's already been agreed to. So the PPA is marching in there and demanding things that have already been agreed to. And then when they happen, they take credit for it. Hey, guess what? We got your full tilt balances back. I mean, it's, they might as well demand that the sun will rise the next day, and then when it does, they can take credit for that too. Mm. I mean, it's it just, uh, I, and you know, seriously, serious in our chat just said that uh, the engineer Rich Muni PPA will will come on here if I ask him to, and you know, maybe he will. But uh, I only want to have him on here if he's willing to have a real debate with me. I, this wouldn't be a friendly interview because the 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 whole organization annoys me because and the reason they annoy me so much is because they could actually be doing a lot of good they have a lot of funding they have a lot of attention from the community they they could be doing a lot more than they are but uh they're too arrogant and they're too set in their ways and they they pretty much command the community to do things sign this petition do this do that and they never want to take outside suggestions and they do just stupid naive things and then sit there defending themselves instead of saying, yeah, you know what? Okay, we probably made a mistake here. We're going to do it differently next time. No. Fight, 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 fight. It's like it's like an endless fighting. And like, I've done endless fighting too on the internet. But I'm not receiving major funding to, to represent all poker players. I'm just an individual. I can express my opinion all I want. But when you're, when you're a, a group like the PPA, you need to listen to other people. You need to uh, do what the community wants and what's best for them and reevaluate things every so often and say are we doing the right thing and they don't do that they just they, mm. they they're convinced they know and we don't so well jay stat says uh murray tweets 24 7 is like he is likely awake now pounding away uh so you know may, it may can't hurt you know it, maybe you can get a hold of him maybe he'll come on and agree to answer uh i mean yeah hard-hitting rough questions and not you know softball it but uh yeah i mean if he, if he wants to come on he can and um Anyway, let's uh, let's see what, what else. But what that's else? one good thing, and again, I'm not you know stirring up anything. But you know, on previous uh, networks that we were on, you know, at times I guess you couldn't really ask the hardball questions, and you are a very good interviewer. I mean, I, I will, you know, not to say you aren't good at other aspects of radio, but that is one thing you are good at. So, uh, but now I guess having our own network, it makes it easier that we can dictate, not letting people come on and have to. Uh, you know, just pacify them. You yeah, know what I mean? well, yeah, I, I've said this before. Like, on one hand, if we, if we don't have any guests on the show, but if we did, I, I wouldn't want to bring on every guest and make it a very confrontational thing when they're not expecting it because that's being disrespectful to the guests. But but on the other right. hand, I, I, I don't want to have guests on here that, that about controversial subjects if I can't, if they're not going to expect me to, to hit them with the hard questions. 
And uh, and and right. you know what? I, but it's not like we would ever set anybody up. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't yeah. set anybody up. And uh, and I've said before, I don't have any sponsors on here. And um, you know, so so we're not making any money. Brandon has has been paid uh, a grand total of zero dollars, which is less than his going rate. You owe me two dollars because I gave you money to tip too uh, for the oh, coke that's at right. the bar. Oh, that's right. Crap. I, and I, I, so I'm actually and stuck. I owe... Friendship wise, like yeah, I'm stuck. Shit, I forgot okay. about that. I owe Brandon two dollars. Well, we'll have like a pizza date soon, and you'll you can yeah, buy me. But that, that that is true, but uh, um, you know, I there's no sponsors of the show. I, I can't pay Brandon. He's actually making less than his going rate of ten dollars a year, and uh, um, but he's he's still doing it anyway, which I appreciate. And uh, um, what? But what's good about this is that I don't have to worry about who I I piss off, and I I don't have to worry about uh, really making anyone happy. And I really don't care that much of what people in the poker world think of me at this point. So, uh, and I've well, never. Sirius is saying that he will answer the hardball questions. I think it's probably worth a go to me. I mean, yeah, to... well, I mean, we'll do it. Uh, um, I, I I will tell you from seeing his uh, posts on uh, on both the previous site I was involved with, where he came on occasionally, and uh, and on Two Plus Two, where he posts all the time. Uh, Rich Muning, I mean, he is a smart guy, and, and he is good at arguing, where he just, like, he's good at filling up the screen with a lot of words that seem to really appear he knows what he's talking about, because this is someone who is uh, who is intelligent. Uh, so you read it, and you go, oh, okay, this guy's right on. But then, like, when you really think about them, you go, crap, you know, this really doesn't say anything. And and that's what I've seen on, on 2 Plus 2, is where there's a lot of claims that are made that sound like he's saying them with authority, and then you go, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. So anyway, I, I would I'll have him on here. I'm not afraid to debate with anybody, and uh, he's welcome to come on. And maybe if you can convince me that the PPA is different than the, what I've been characterizing them, that's fine. But uh, I, I am going to have hard questions, and uh, I am going to have criticisms that I think are going to be hard for him to uh, really answer. <laughs> but uh, he, he's welcome to try. Anyway, uh, you know, people and people on two plus two piss me off when they say stop bashing the PPA. You're sitting on your couch, not doing anything for the cause, and you're bashing them. And my response to that is, give me the funding, and I will do it for the cause. Start paying me. Give me a lot of funding to work on behalf of poker players. Let me travel to Washington, D.C. and all over the place, and you know, give me the budget that they have, and, and I'll do a better job. Uh, I'm not going to do a better job on my own. Because I don't have a big membership base like they do. I don't have the huge funding like they do. There's a lot of huge disadvantages I have where I just uh, I wouldn't have the power to do a lot of what they do. But but give me that same stuff, I'll do a hell of a lot better. And at the very least, if I'm not going to do it myself, at least listen to me. At least listen to me and the other people and our ideas and don't dismiss us and say you know better. Because you don't know better about everything. You may think you do. But but uh, yeah. let, let's, let's go on to a different uh, subject here. The... Uh, sure. um, I've already covered LTE poker. That's what we have left here. Um, I think the last thing, did you talk about the read, Bill? Yeah, I actually did talk about the read, Bill. Uh, we didn't call Stephanie, and I think we're just going to save that. We had enough call-ins yeah, tonight. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess that's it. I guess we're done for the week. And, uh, um, uh, you know, Bad Guy was trying to call in while I was talking about all this. If he wants to call no, back. He, well, he was angry because we didn't answer his show last Wednesday. Well, he, we he can him. call in now if he's, uh, we'll give him a chance to make a river phone call. Yes. Uh, now that we're done with the serious content and here. for those that are just tuning in now or may have tuned in late uh, I highly suggest listening to this show in the archives there's a lot of gems and gold in here yeah I'm sure Tuff is going to clean it up and get it nice and polished and uh, 
without the technical fail and uh, should make for some very good listening. Yeah, Druff yeah. A, all I'll say is for those that are tuning in, Druff is in a dual role capacity tonight. Again, for the first time, did, did you say? Oh, oh you mean, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I, I don't I know if it's the first time. It may or not may not be. I don't remember if. Uh, I think I've done it before, like on some test shows, where okay. I'll like be testing the radio, and uh, um, in order to test it, I'll be making fake calls to myself. But, but uh, in the future, we'll do it uh, with the cell phone and another connection, and you know. Yeah, it'll be good. I, I think I think Chico Loco is uh, shaping up to be a good character here. Shout out to my boy Doom eight hundred five in the chat and bad guy. Uh, Go home. Go ahead and call in. Yeah, and by, by the way, uh, Doom805, he really needs a new job because this guy always shows up at the very end of radio and says, what's been going on? What happened? He, well, hears no, like, it's, it's – it, he the, – the, Doom right now – I mean, I, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying this. I actually know Doom. I don't know him. I've never met him, but he uh, was the subject of a robbery from a roommate and uh, like a pretty serious robbery, basically like everything he had – to his name so doom doesn't uh, is in the and he's a younger kid he's in the process of rebuilding just his life money possessions oh, well, so he doesn't have a computer so he only has access to it uh certain hours when he can borrow one so oh. that's what it is it's okay, not well, that we have a caller from 409 shout out to my boy doom though hell of a poker player hello yes D- drop it's a bad guy i got republicans here the TV's on. Republicans are here. <laughs> well, I always like to talk to Republicans. That is this really bad guy? No, no. It's, it's someone. Okay. Did you ever hear that phone call? Uh, I I heard it. Yeah, you posted it in uh, the radio thread. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, this is what, he, this is, this this is what fucking, he's talking it was, about. It was, it was, yeah, it was hilarious. Truff, what the fuck are you doing? It's the bad guy, man. TK the pimp. If that's your wife, then I don't believe it, but whatever. I mean, I'm calling here left and right, man. Come on. Now, by the way, if that's your wife, I don't believe it. That was in reference to the voice on the Poker Fraud Alert call-in number. He doesn't believe that's actually Benjamin's mother, but it is. Some good, uh, I'm in a fucking voting party, man. People are Republican here, man. I could get a bunch of fucking people in here that are so pissed, and you're not letting me do it. I called you a hundred times, man. You're missing a golden opportunity to make this show funny tonight. I'm in a Republican place, man. I'm telling you, I'm in a party, man. You hear the TV in the back? This is, I'm, I'm like in the back room here trying to get you on the fucking phone. I was like an idiot. I said, I'm like, you can talk to my boy here. You're not answering, man. Get the fucking answering, boy. <laughs> this is what he doesn't believe. I'm going to call up, actually, our own phone number. And we're going to hear what Benjamin's mother sounds like that he doesn't believe for some reason is her. I, I don't know why he doesn't believe it's her, but this is this is her. I, I got a bad guy saying I'm dead, but then he's not calling in. Like I'm, t- I'm telling him to call in, but he won't call in. This is us calling our own phone number. That's how desperate we're getting for calls. <laughs> Poker Fraud Alert Radio. Oh, crap. Wait, what the hell is that? That's me. Hmm. What, how did I get back on here? Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to try Mount Charleston. Maybe this is a Mount Charleston thing. Maybe okay. that's the problem. I, I I was sure it was her. I, I, I didn't even remember recording that. I must have been drunk on Mike's yeah. Hard Lemonade. Yes. 
Let me, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm calling Mount Charleston here. Okay. Mount Charleston is going to give us an answer on this one. Damn Mount it. Charleston, we await. Mount Charleston. It says it's busy. I think it's because I'm not showing my caller ID. This is a joke. I can't even call myself. That's how bad the show is. And let, let me ask you something else. I just got a call two minutes ago on my cell phone. And this is, and I won't read the whole number, but I, 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 this is obviously not a United States number. My caller ID shows plus six six. Do you even know what area code that would be, or what it, country code it's that a, is? No, it's it's another country, but I don't know what. I, I mean, I can it look says it up. plus six six and one seven four, and then like four other digits. I, I, I don't. I don't. Is your area codes only applied yeah, to the U.S.? Yeah, that's Thailand. Is that really Thailand? Yeah. Jesus, somebody called me from Thailand at nine. Wow. But you know <laughs> what happens sometimes? Occasionally, something shows false on the caller ID, and it's not really that. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Well, hey, uh. Yeah. This is Chico Locos' cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're not very happy you with us. You little bastards, you played the wrong answer machine message, man. No, I'm kidding. What the fuck? I got the message like I was Chico Locos' cousin, man. Well, I, I didn't get that one, one Not that stupid message from the freaking Republican Party, man. That was a great message. Yeah, that's fucking really good. I, I can't. You know what? I quit drinking five days after I listened to that on here. I, I need to listen more on here. By, by the way, I want to give a shout out. Do I know what I was saying. Wait, hold, hold on a second. Doom eight hundred five wants me to give a shout out to Simi Valley. I I have to give a shout out to Simi Valley because that is where I lost my virginity in nineteen eighty nine. So I, I have to. I have to. He wants me to give a shout out. Simi Valley, it's called. Simi Valley, California. That's where I I had sex for the first time twenty three plus years ago. Well, I had Chico Loza's uh, cousin call you on the voicemail, the answer machine down. I'll play it next week. You, you, yeah, playing next week. No, Before I can't get a, here, I can't get I, access I to it right now. Shot, got to tell. I couldn't believe you guys were still on when I got back home. Oh, we are. It's that on air. What did you guys talk about tonight, man? That was a good interview with that Chad Ely guy, dude. Well, I'm glad you liked it. This, you know, this show we had uh, a, a lot of hijinks. Actually, we had the Iceman, we had uh, Chico Loco, we had uh, um, we had Goldfarb on. We had uh, oh, Goldfarb is back. Oh, yeah, yeah, he made a cameo. We had. Uh, the Iceman on, uh, El Chico Loco came on. Chico Loco uh, came on twice, actually. Yes, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I know, you guys do it good. You guys do it great. Yeah. No, I, I came on, I said, if it's on air, I'm calling. So I called, I was going to pretend like I was like Razor Ramon, but my, my, my Mexican accent is about as good as yours, Drew. It's pretty bad. I, I've been convincing people. Do you think you have a good, you you have a good like, uh, Mexican accent? What? Do it again. I want to hear Chico. No, I, I heard it. I didn't think it was. I thought. I said, "Man, it sounds just like drop." We well, I mean, it's my same voice. Chico it's just Loco. a different accent. We don't wanna... Yeah, we don't want to overplay no, it. No, I know, man. But I mean, no, Chico Loco. He's, he's... Videos. No, he's been on. To... He's been on too much tonight. Yeah. We no, also I don't had... want to do it. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying. We had Limitless call in for uh, a little while, and yeah, uh... he fought with Mike Fike. Oh, he less called in. Yes, yeah. let's yeah. call And he fought with Mike Fike on uh, it. I missed it? that. I'm going to have to listen to that. Marty yeah. called call in. I want to talk to that guy. He's a bigger drunk than me. Yeah. Marty called in and uh, he asked me, this is what he said. Wow. This is on Skype. Uh, love how you read my PMs. Oh, he's asking me to read this. So, Love how you read my PMs on the air and yet I can't seem to get on the air. Both of you are spineless. If you were taught any balls, you'd put me in there right now and I and destroy me. So weak. What limp dick pussies you are. I'm not even looking to fight. Dude, a little advice. Stop talking so loud. Muffle your microphone. You overpower the whole goddamn show with your loud-ass voice. Oh, and laugh out loud saying I don't have a problem with you and then reading my PMs on the air. Go fuck yourself, you bottom feeder. But no, no offense. 
Yeah, I know. I know. What's this guy's? He, he says he calls you all kind of names, and then he says I'm not trying. He calls you. What do he call you? Muffler pussies, and I'm not trying I, to fight. And at the end, he does the same thing. No, we're I both. Don't think he, the whole thing is I don't think he understands. Like you know, if Druff doesn't tell me, and it, you know, it's, it, it, we both run the show. You know, it's our both our shows. If someone calls in. And and Druff chooses not to take their call, and he doesn't tell me. That's not. I mean, I can't control that, you know. And I get an incoming call, I answer it. I say the area code. It, it happens to be Marty. So I don't know. I think his, his his anger. I don't even think it's misguided. I think he's drinking tonight. But I, you know, it's a very <laughs> delicate balance. We don't want to restart all in like the forum land. It's been very peaceful, wouldn't you say, Druff? Yeah, in fact, this has been, been one of the most peaceful forum times in a long time. I, yes. I thought about this the other day. Like, I, I was barely even browsing the other sites because I felt there was no reason to because there was really no right. controversy. I mean, Druff, you're probably sleeping better now than you have in months. I mean, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have nine forums that you need to look through. You don't have to, you know, be dropping flyers in Mexico. I mean, you know, it's a peaceful time. So yeah, I, don't, I know. It's I, a very careful, delicate balance, and we don't want to break that balance. And this really has been the most the peaceful contra- time. Controversy sure. sells, though, fellas. Let him answer his call, Druff. We did answer One his call. He he call hung up on us. Listen, listen. You guys, you guys already, you guys won. I mean, this guy is sweating this radio station. He won't even answer his call. No, we did. We had him on, and we. Uh, he was on. We uh, we had him on, and we put him on with the Iceman, and then he hung up himself. Uh, Do you uh, think he hung up? And again, this is a delicate balance. Do you think he hung up? Isn't that what they say, Marty being Marty? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he hung I, up? I mean, I like Marty in a way. I mean, he he, he did me wrong at first uh, on one of the shows, and then I oh, called him John Stockton shorts, and then he was nice to me, you know? So Do you think he, he hung up? He up at bookmaker.com so he could get the revenue. Do you so think he, he hung up? My- Druff, uh, because he wasn't going to be the center of attention on the Iceman show. Well, yeah, he like he called in and he wanted he wanted yeah he wanted to have some political discussion with me, and uh-huh. he was he was mad that uh, you put on the Iceman instead. He didn't want to talk to the Iceman. But here, you know what? He's calling you now. I'll just I'll just throw him on here. Here, here, here. I'm, I'm putting him on here. It's the end of the show. Why not? Go ahead, Mark. Thanks for calling Ty Poker. How may I help you? Oh my god, I can't believe it. You guys actually answered my call. That's because the bad guy's on here, brother. I got you answered. I got you answered, man. Do I actually have some airtime now without being cut off? Uh, Unbelievable. But you hung up. We didn't cut you off. Marty, just so we know. It's so great. How many drinks? Getting bashed on the air when I can't even get on the fucking air! <laughs> it's such a doggy balance. Hey, hey, Todd, Todd, Todd. Oh, oh no. Todd, fuck you, Brandon. Fuck you too. I've been trying to get on the air all night. You but you're on. Bastard. Here you are. Go ahead. You guys want to talk to you? Wait, wait, wait. Marty, it's bad guy. You're on here, man. Go ahead and say your piece. I hate getting bad mouthed when I can't reply. Fuck you. Okay, Marty, don't you have neighbors? It's 11 o'clock. I think there's more than drinking going on here. Who's, no, I'm, I'm completely sober, man. Marty, I, do you I, have I, any I, roommates? I'm sober. I'm standing on oh, one leg God. right now. I was hoping to call in to uh, actually have a discussion with Todd, but I've been cut off. I've been, like, slammed out from this whole, uh, you know, you guys are amazing. I'm amazed how much I get bad-mouthed when I'm unable to reply. Do we that even is pro- fucking beautiful. Do we even that is a really his... effective uh-huh. tactic. Do we even bring up that his... really, That's a really good tactic. Marty, we weren't that even talking about you. When they can't reply. How did we... Bad- 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 
We never even brought you up. You called our show. What did we do to you? Why are you I so angry? I called you to do you a favor because your show sucks. Well, then why do you listen? Why are you listening if it sucks? Like, don't go like dead, bitches. Martin, let me calm you down. Let me calm you down, Martin. 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 Let me calm you I don't understand. I've never. I, just, I don't listen every week. I just tune in tonight because I was kind of bored. <laughs> but why? And, uh, if it sucks, you know, why bother? Poker, because well. there is no poker right now. Mm-hmm. There is no online poker. There's, you know, the poker industry is basically dead. America's car loan begs to differ. Which is what makes it so pathetic that you guys are so on your site, like maker, online man. poker. Who gives a flying fuck? I mean, give it up. Let's, let's, let's move on with our lives, shall we? Well, online uh, poker is history. What do you, you guys what, just like move on with your lives? I mean, who yeah. cares about Joe Bartoli what? or all these like details of full tail payouts? Who gives a flying fuck? Marty, you know, it's like think the only, there's only like there's only like forty or fifty active members on PFA right now, and they're all losers. Losers. Then Marty, why are you involved with this? Why are you listening? Why do you want to call in and talk to us? Why don't you just let us be losers by ourselves? Well, I'm just happy to have a little bit of airtime. Thank God. Actually, but I why? I thought we're all losers. I was curious. Honestly, I called tonight with nothing but goodwill. I'd like to. I wanted to discuss. It, it doesn't uh, sound to like find it. Out what Todd's attitude was about the whole Gaza conflict, because everybody's pointing fingers at the Israelis for like cock slapping uh, Gaza. Uh, you know, just I mean, put a holiday tree up and melt out a Christmas tree piece for everybody. By the way, bad guy, what's up? What's up, well, man? How did, you, I do you, you bad? how did I do you bad before, man? You said I no, did you bad no, before. No, 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 no. You did me bad in the beginning. I said like three years ago, man. It was three years ago when we had a conflict. You, you were mad about the John Stockton shorts, man. No, we are going places, man. I mean, but you're making fun of online poker but bookmakers on your site and they have one of the best poker rooms available oh, American. I, I honestly I could really care less about America's car room. on my site hey, uh, my, my site's like this Marty place, I have a uh, question do you have any roommates right now uh, is that supposed to be some kind of jab no it's not a jab I'm just curious you're, you're screaming at 11 o'clock I'm wondering what they think of it if you have roommates uh, no, Todd. Obviously, you're uninformed. Well, that's that's another one of your jabs. No, it's Are you not. Are really going to make a jab like that at me? Haven't I been? Haven't I been uh, diplomatic and? Yes. No, I'm asking a serious question. I, I asked that of anyone who so screams. Making, we we asked this to bad guy when he screams. Jab like that, Marty. We asked this to bad guy when he screams. He tells us he's in a residential neighborhood. You know, our ratings have yeah, gone up point three. Your ratings. You guys are doing a radio show for like a hundred people. Is that true? That's fucking pathetic. You guys think you, nah, you guys think you're on. you're some radio you guys think you're celebrities on some radio show? The hey, Iceman thinks that broadcasted hey, Marty, radio show? Ryan Dempster Look, Ryan Dempster Ryan Dempster started perspective. Yeah, Marty, does Ryan Dempster follow you? I don't think Ryan yeah. Dempster starts me, follows Marty. God, give me 20 seconds. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> you guys fight. Yeah, I'm getting a drink. I'm asking you for like 20 seconds. Let's put this into perspective. Nobody gives a fuck 
about poker. Yeah, we heard that already. The biggest star, the biggest star in poker is Daniel Negreanu, right? So when he does a video, it gets like what eight thousand views or ten thousand. Twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, whatever. I mean, like this is such a small demographic. You guys are like, you know, you're living in like this little little microcosm. You know, yeah, but you got to admit, the Chad Eady interview, Judon, the Chad Eady interview was pretty good, man. I mean, because it Ooh. told you how the processes rip you really off, in a way. How the bookie rips you off, too. Like, it's 1% when they're going out to pay somebody, and it's 10% coming in. On all. I mean, I think that was a good interview, though. Because if you gamble offshore, I mean, a lot of the people that listen to this do gamble offshore. There's a ton of people that gamble offshore. Maybe not listen live, but I bet you a lot of people listen to this the show in the long run, don't you think, man? We're all in the same boat because we all like, we liked poker at one time. And I'm just well, a kind of gambling, bro. everybody else about not being able to play poker. I miss poker. I miss playing on stars. But I kind of gave up on playing poker because we don't have full tilt. We don't have, I mean, why Okay, we, well, that's great, Marty. I, I don't know why, why you're criticizing this thing. How to, get, how to get money on and off the merge network. I mean, American, uh, Americans you are... You got to look up China Maniac and know how to get money off and off that place. Wouldn't you agree? Look up China Maniac. Okay, okay, hang on. Are you even Chinese? Well, yeah, I have a question. China, China's, got to, China's got to figure it out because he plays on... I know, but is he Chinese? He has VPN and... No, he's not you know, Chinese. China's a... a I know, so why is he calling himself China Maniac? You, you can ask him. He's that? going to have a radio show coming up himself. But, uh... Look, no, I know, but he's not Chinese, so why does he call himself China? Uh, you can Mania? ask him. He has a story. It's, it's some stories in the past. I asked him, ask him on the site before, but he never answered. He said he's going to answer on his radio show. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay. No, that's fine. So, okay, okay. Listen, listen. Marty. I always respect the show, Drop. I mean, and so does Judong, man. He's just a little crazy tonight. Everybody is. We're all drinking. Okay, Marty, uh, we we let you on here. You were on before. You hung up before. We didn't hang up on you. Yeah, I'm actually trying to have a civil conversation with you here. Okay. I don't appreciate getting hung up on. And, you hung and up I'm, on yourself. I'm trying to call in to, you like, hung up, Marty. Karma, Marty, you're the one who hung I up. Can't even get, I can't even get in, get on the show. But Marty, you, you were on the here. show, and you hung thank up on God. us. You hung up on our show. Well, like, yeah, I hung up because you called the fucking Iceman. Well, that was your choice. You hung up. We didn't hang up on you. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was my choice. To, so you guys could let the Iceman run on for 40 minutes. That was fascinating. But you hung up, Marty. Judo, hold up. The one guy in chat says the reason you hung up is because you owe Iceman money you know, for crack. Here's what I don't appreciate. You owe money for crack? Here, That's what the guy says. The one guy on chat, his name is Fluffer. He says you owe hey, him money uh, for that crack. Guy. Hold on one second. Let me say something. No, I know you don't, but I'm saying that. That's what you said. You guys have the Iceman on us. You guys are mocking him. Brandon, you know, no offense, dude, but, no. you know, you're, you mock the Iceman. You really do. You mock him. And the, I, that guy is one cool motherfucker. And you still kind of, like, mock him like he's some kind of, like, uh, I don't know. The Iceman is very aware of what's going on with everything. The Iceman... The Iceman realizes that he's getting attention here and we're getting ratings from him. He knows the whole... He he understands the whole thing. When the Iceman was on the show uh, in the old days, you guys would, like, laugh about him. You know, like, how he's so stupid. We don't say he's so stupid. The Iceman... No, Iceman's my friend. No, the Iceman's very aware that that he's providing entertainment here. He knows what he's doing. I saw the Iceman two weeks ago, Martin, and he came over, he gave me a huge bear hug, and we chatted up, and... He's my buddy. The, the Iceman. The Iceman loves being on here. He does not. Uh, yes. He's not being tricked in any way. No, absolutely not. 
Dice Man's a shtick, man. The guy's different in real life. Tell him, Brandon. Not all of your listeners are as perceptive <laughs> as me, but uh, anyway, that doesn't matter. But, Todd, yeah. actually, I Great that, I'm, I'm genuinely curious about uh, your take on the whole Gaza conflict. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm... Well, well, what the fuck? What do you mean, what the fuck? I don't like the Jew Wars, man. Huh? I like Star Wars, not Jew Wars. <laughs> It's the bad guy saying that. No one else, man. It's me. I don't know, are you Jewish? You don't. You don't. Are you Jewish? No, I'm Italian, man. I'm, I got three. Right, so am I. So we'll give a fuck. Let them fucking kill each other. Man. I'm not a goddamn Jew. I, I put up a holiday tree now. My kid, my kid had a, a thing come home from school. This is a true story. My kid had to have something come home from school, and they can't call it a Christmas tree. They got to call it a holiday tree. <laughs> is that really? What the fuck is going on there, Drop? Let me hear your theory on that one. I, I don't care about that. Benjamin's Jewish. I mean, a note cares. came home. I'm not even kidding you. I said, well, that's fine. Because oh, that's I, I think because the Jewish kids, right? Oh, right. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, Marty's falling Marty. asleep. Come you better on, hang man. up on him. No source choking you. Hold on. Just, I'm, not like, I'm like just desperate to have some kind of engaging conversation here. Not Well, you can't have it with me. You've got to have it with Drop. Drop. Nonsensical, infantile. over. Juvenile bullshit. Watch people I'm a smarter walk outside there in the sticks, kid. You live in the sticks, man. I've seen the videos. It's pretty nice out there, man. Yeah, it's great. You don't want to fucking deal with none of that bullshit. But how far do you have to go to get a beer? That's the uh, question. Apparently not very far. <laughs> you got to make your it's own beer out there? Or trip to get alcohol now. Jesus Christ, I don't know your address. Why? Why would address. I know your address? I haven't been looking for you. Well, hey, hold on, hold on. You probably can get methamphetamines like God, six seconds down the street. Bad guy or what? Dude, bad guy. What's up? I love you, but uh, I am the bad guy. It takes you sixty right. miles to get a beer. Bad guy, bad guy. I think you and I should mute ourselves for a second. This is like Rocky and Apollo. And I, I like, know, this is like Rocky versus. Let, let right them. Now. Let's shut up. Let's I mean, mute ourselves uh, and let the two of these guys duke it out. I want to say another word. Okay, you guys, Marty, you have Todd. Todd, you have Marty. I'm wait, muting myself. Wait, wait, wait! But I have to say one more thing. You want to ring the what bell? Going, who's running the show, man? Okay, go ring it again. Bad guy, radio show now. Bad guy, ring. Bad guy, ring it one more time for them, please. Ding ding. Go ahead, Marty. Hello. Go ahead, Marty. Uh, okay. Hey, how's it going? It's fine, Marty. How are you? All right. I'm out. I'm outside my house in my underwear right now. I'm getting ready. That, to that's a nice picture. So, Todd, um, uh, do you find that topic boring? I know it's not exactly conducive to your poker demographic, but. Uh, I'm curious to see what you thought about this uh, this latest uh, Israeli-Egyptian, or not Egyptian, but uh, a Palestinian conflict in Gaza. Why are people so mad at the Jews in, in, in uh, Gaza? Well, there, there's been... I know you're been... an informed guy. I want, to hear, I want to hear more political opinions from you and not your... Uh, your well, yeah, basically the whole, reason, cutter, the whole region uh, there hates the Jews. rap. The whole re region over there hates the Jews and keeps finding excuses to attack them. And it's it's an endless cycle because, uh, you know, whenever things happen to Israel and Israel strikes back in some way, then then they take that offensively and they think they're under attack. And, and they think that the Israel wants to wipe them out. When uh, you know, The truth is, if everybody left Israel alone and said, you just, you know, you just live in peace, we'll leave you alone, then then really everything would stop. 
but but it doesn't okay, because well, have there's. You seen the, have you seen the maps of how uh, the Gaza Strip has been taken over by Israel since the 1940s? Have you seen those maps about how this pal- all the Palestinian settlements were? And I don't want to hijack your show with this deep uh, political discussion, but you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, wouldn't you agree that there's a certain amount of uh, of bias involved in the mainstream media in the U.S. that's painting this in, uh, uh, to favor the the Israelis and the U.S. government? You know, I mean, seriously, the Palestinians are getting fucked. If you look at these maps on on Gaza, if you look at the maps about how the Gaza, the Gaza Strip has changed over since the 50s, it's ridiculous. They've 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 been raped of their land. That's why they're launching all these these rockets. Well, no, it's not that simple. Yeah, these things change over time. There was a war back in 1969. These things. The 50s, the Palestinians have been completely raided of their homestead. That's why they're pissed at Israel. These, I mean, these things change over time, and they uh, the Gaza Strip. these things change over time, and uh, and they think that uh, believe me, they would never accept the Jews. They would never accept Israel for uh, you know to exist. Basically, they, they they hate Israel. This is just an excuse. This is the excuse of the day. All right. Well, personally. And you know I'm that, uh, and, and it's like, like you know, in the chat, Willie McFML you know, saying mean, you, Palestine you know was was never recognized officially. I've been through the Suez Canal twice. I've been to Egypt. I've been to Oman. I've been to Jordan. I've been to the United Arab Emirates. And personally, I think the whole region is a complete shithole. Well, there you and go. Now, now, now you know what how Israel feels. Each other. You know, I, I'm. I've I'm been tired really of all too. These, I'm, I'm really tired of all these conflicts in the Middle East. Disrupting global peace. That bugs me. It really bugs <laughs> ding, me. Ding. You know, all this, all this conflict, all, all the shit we have to deal with in the Western world is it, what the it comes from the, the Middle East. It's all about oil interests. And all about these territorial this, this civics class or history class? Jeff, yeah, you already this said your piece, right? It's a lot more interesting than fucking poker, asshole. Poker uh, is dead, no, it's not. Well, bad guy, you're don't you hang up on me, you motherfuckers. Yeah, ring the bell. Wow, we got we got to get everybody in their corners. Drexel's got to come in with some commentary on this shit. You really got to Jackson. Tell what you just done. Todd, I'm waiting on your response. He's coming back with a response. It's round one's over, man. Ding ding, round two. Did Todd quit? Is that the, did he quit? No. What what did I quit with? Well, I was waiting. Todd knows too much, man. No, the the problem is that uh, you know, as I said, it. Israel is going to be under constant attack by uh, by someone in the region, for because they they are disliked just for being Jews basically for being a Jewish state, and they're going to be constantly under attack. And the the only reason they still exist is because uh, they're the first world country. Yeah, but Todd, this whole last conflict was triggered by uh, the Israeli armed forces killing the Hamas leader. Well, Hamas is a terrorist organization. They're, they've, they've been attacking Israel for a long that's time. What, that's what pissed off the, the, the that's what pissed off these kids in Gaza. No, but what I don't understand here is that is because 
They just assassinated the Hamas leader. Well, of course, that's a terrorist Straight organization. Up. That's what if you re, if you lead a terrorist organization, you you have to you're going to get assassinated one day. That that's what's going to happen. I mean, you can't you can't lead a terrorist organization and keep attacking Israel and expect nothing to happen. And the thing is, Israel is a first world country. That's the only reason that they are still around and have been wiped off the map is because they have the you know they have the technology, they have the better weaponry uh, than their neighbors that are pretty primitive. And that that's the only reason that they. Are even still around? Otherwise, uh, they, they would have been wiped off a long time ago, and, and only well, because mean, yeah, they're Jewish. I mean, Hamas's reply was launching basically bottle rockets at random targets. You know, I mean, Israel is launching tactical strikes. I'll tell you what's. I'll tell you what's. But if, me if, off. who cares what they're doing? If you fire at them first, of course they're going to respond. It doesn't matter what you're firing at I'll tell, them. I'll tell you what's really pissing me it's, off. It's, it's kind of like foreign wars. The, it is kind of like foreign wars. Todd, I want to. I want to say one thing. What's really making me upset is that the right wing is painting it out like Obama is advocating all these drone strikes killing Palestinian children. You know, I, I haven't seen the right wing do that. Where are you seeing that? Propaganda on Facebook, all this anti-Obama karma, or not karma, but propaganda, saying that Obama's the one responsible for. Look, there's people. There's people on the internet these, that say stupid things all the time. But... Palestinian kids, they show these, like, headless, you know, they show, like, these heads on the, these little kids' heads on the dirt and trying to blame Obama for launching these tactical strikes on... No, it's, it's not Obama's on. fault. That's and the, that's, that's not what most right-wing people are doing. There may be a few nut jobs on the Internet who are doing it, but not, uh, that, that's not the main right-wing position is that Obama's uh, killing Palestinian children. That You're always going to find weirdos who uh, have extreme viewpoints on both sides of the political spectrum. You mean and, like Fox News and all the all Fox the Fox News is not is not saying that the, that Obama is launching uh, killing children. They're not saying yes, that. They are Drudge, the Drudge Report, man. That that the Drudge Report, Fox News. It's this. Report. That's not it's what they're GOP saying. I, I don't know what you're saying, Marty. Anti-democratic machine. I have a question. Obama and his administration. Can I have a question? If you're an Italian, that's why the fuck I, do you give a fuck about this? Why? Because why do you I don't want to live in a little bubble. I don't want to live in a little poker bubble. That's why. I don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. I'll start giving less of a shit about politics the day I get poker stars back. Give me. Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing: Josh Jewish, and I will. You're Italian. You have no fight in this fucking thing, man. Well, you look. Look. Here's the point. You know, Willie McFML sending you in our chat that the amount of casualties Israeli versus Palestinians is not even close. That's not the point. The point is you you can't start up with with uh, Israel and expect them not to fight back. And it doesn't matter if, if Israel ends up killing more people than than uh, than they killed of Israelis no, in the first place. If you start up with them and, and you get Thanks. a response, then uh, you know you can't complain about it. You can't say, "Oh, Israel's so terrible; they're attacking us." Stop attacking them, and, and you won't have this problem. I know, but this this is a back and forth that has been going on for centuries. People are, are stupid if they think this is going to be resolved. No, I don't think it's going to be resolved. In the near future. It won't. The, well, more question. How this radio show that no one listens to going to solve for, like, for, for ages. This is never, this is not an easy solution. I mean, I don't know why people That's don't. Somebody. It isn't. No, Marty, no you know what? You're right about this. It's not going to stop. It won't stop. I mean, it's never going to stop. That's what they want. Is right that guy really talking about uh, this 
Paul. No, I have no. I, have, I don't know what the fuckings are talking about. The God is pissed off. I know. I'm kind of weird for you to. I actually like the day drop. Yeah, that was great. Man, if I wins that round solely on the last comment. Bad guy, tell me all you know about the Gaza Strip. God forbid we have an intelligence study. Nice calling him, fast forward, man. I don't know. Nothing about you guys. Bad guy, what would you do? Joe Bartoli or who's Busto? Okay, Bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. What would you do if you won a, a week paid vacation at the Sheraton on the Gaza Strip? What I would you do? Outside. I sit outside, make sure I call Judonk up so he can tell me his political views while I'm fucking mad hookers, man. And mad and people are driving in cars almost hitting into me. Yeah, I can't believe That's that what I would do. I call you on the phone, man. Bad you, know, you know what? I, I have a feeling Judo. that uh, Gaza Strip doesn't have any residential it. neighborhoods. All right. Hey, yeah, I'd be out of the residential neighborhoods, so I'm not crazy. All right. Well, listen, I got one after Hold up. Judah, here's my question to you. I know you want to talk about this because you're living in the sticks, man, but what the fuck are we going to do about it here, man? That's right. I'm not going to shut the fuck up, short shorts. What are we going to do about it? What the fuck are we going to do about it on this radio show? Drup told you he's Jewish. You're going to get the Jewish people on this. Wow. Come on, come on, Judo. I know you're the superstar, man, but what the fuck? No one wants to listen to this shit. I want, you guys want to have a discussion? Come on, let's be adults. I have a bad guy winning on every card, Ruff. How are you scoring? I love that guy, but what the fuck? The Gardner's have won, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It made people it? laugh. This show's supposed to make I'm people I, laugh. I declare a victory for the residential neighborhood. Let's call 408. No. 408, Mike? I'm going to call for you, Mike, and ask him how I can get some testosterone, man. Some Adderall to match my steroids. All right. You know what? I, I, I think we're going to have to end this show right. now. You're a false bad guy. Are there any casinos on the Gaza Strip? Ah, man, my computer's on the floor. I would say there is at least two. <laughs> There's actually three casinos. Very good. Uh, I was gonna, okay, so I'm, I'm good. I, 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 I know the Gaza Strip. I don't know anything about the Jews versus whoever. I mean, I mean, it's like battleship to me. If, if yeah, I sink your battleship, you lose. Trouble. Big, big we are, trouble. man, especially with guys like Bad Guy on the case. I mean, you think I'm on the case, bro? I'm fucking 90. I'm, 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 I'm younger than you, but not much. Over half of Americans can't even name who the vice president is. Over Bad Guy, true or false? Justin Bieber, Joe Under Bieber. Under the age of 30, don't even know who the <laughs> vice president is. Bad guy. I, well, I, I don't know. I try to forget that sometimes, do? too. Are you going to fix that? I mean, are you going to fix that? God, if, I had, if, I had any, if I had any kind of control over over the show, I would have hung up on you like... No, no, no. I got a, I got a good question that's going to shock the world. Does your daughter know who the vice president is? That's the shoe shop from the bad guy, kid. That's the shoe shop from the bad guy. He always brings the hard ones. That was an overhead blow. This is like Tyson's prime. Someone just stumbled. Can you get rid of this fucking guy already? Someone just stumbled. Listen, listen. If you ever call talk radio, there's a bunch. Fuck up already. 
Hold on, you hick motherfucker. If you want to call talk radio, there's a bunch of AM stations right in your fucking area, I'm sure. You're in the middle of nowhere, homes. You don't even get SM. You can't even get a beer in 60 miles. There's a bunch of AM. Listen, hey, Schwarzschild, shut your fucking mouth, you black tooth nigger. Illiterate, Shut your goddamn mouth up, you faggot. Illiterate, 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 Disturbing. This is disturbing. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make sure to mark this explicit on iTunes for sure. This definitely has to be marked explicit on iTunes. The only thing I can even compare that to is the orgasm scene when. Uh, um, can I say something? He just threw the arrows and all this bullshit. 
<laughs> You're an idiot, bro. You're a fucking Scott. You're a fucking total fucking moron, man. Hey, go proofread your post, you nigga. Go proofread your post, you nigga. Go proofread your post, Poker.com. You cut me off for fucking Iceman. Do you realize, Marty? Do you know? Marty is Gaza Strip, but we are Israel. No, I'm, I'm asking I'm a Todd a question. I don't want to hear the bad guy's response. Todd has been oddly quiet. The bad guy, dude. Shut the fuck up, man. Can you get rid of the fucking bad guy? We I mean, can't I'm trying start. to be an adult here and give you guys a call. Hey, Todd doesn't fucking know who am I? This bullshit political shit. Have I been abusive to Todd or, or Brandon? No. Can you guys give me that courtesy, please? <laughs> You're abusive to me. No, seriously. Just get rid of this fucking dickhead. Marty, we can't do that. <laughs> it's been a fiction. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, Jackson. I asked Todd a legitimate question. I asked him a legitimate question. Was I not courteous... And did I not extend you open air time? You know, why, why am I getting done this way? I mean, if I call hey, your show, give me the picture of no place, man. I'm going to come up there and piss on his fucking face. And you're like trying to play, ring bells and, you know, you got this kid pounding over me. Hey, Trump's got pictures of your new place. I'm going to come piss on your face and kill your dog. Fuck you and get off the fucking radio, you cocksucker. It's on AM, man. This no, is not a am radio, I'm talking to you, you fucking redneck. You're talking to me because I'm on the phone. Don't you understand that? I'm part man. of the show. I'm not banned from the no, site. You're an outsider, man. And that's even giving you too good of a name. You're a faggot. You're a doctor of dentistry. You're the doctor of dentistry. You're the doctor of dentistry. What a simple thing. Everybody who's trying to disguise the doctor of dentistry. Hey, doctor of dentistry, shut the fuck up. You got a bunch of marbles in your mouth, Doctor Dentistry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the United States of America. <laughs> Welcome to it, kid. <laughs> Here, let me get my aluminum fucking. Those are offer bags. Really, I don't like playing with you guys. Wait a minute, what the fuck? Marty, yeah, I got one thing for. Hey, I gotta bring my card up here. And, and I gotta go back to the downtown days. No TV look, on the stand. No TV on the stand. No TV on the stand. No TV on the stand. Shut the fuck up. I'll kill your fucking dog if I was I keep asking you this. I'll kill your fucking I'll shoot that fucker right in his fucking eye. Playing. He's like playing his little sound bites and what? letting bad guy do his thing. Hey, and, you know, Trump, if you got no TV on the stand, play it. Alright. Listen, real yeah, fast, guys. Uh, no, I'm just Ma asking fucking Todd for a simple reply. Marty, Marty according to our three judges... Man. You, guys are, you guys are children. Marty, Marty, according children. to our three judges, you cat out of the bag... You guys are infantile. Cat out of the bag, Muck Ficon, and the X-Factor, three judges, they've given every round to bad guy, except for the one round Woo! where you faked... No, oh, hold on. Oh, One round where you faked an orgasm, they gave you that round. Man. You got the fake oh, orgasm. She got well, some fucking things before. Look up Fluffer on the site. Look up Fluffer. Look up Fluffer on the site. I'll give you a job, bro. I'll give you a real job. You need a real job. Get out of his fix when we're gone. She's got some kind of fucking fat stripper girlfriend. The doctor of dentistry has spoken. As the doctor of dentistry. As a token of uh, of good faith, as you said, that, that you've extended a Druff, Druff has let me know uh, via Skype that he's going to give you 
three minutes now, Judonk, and then Bad Guy will have three minutes to end this. No, I'm not going to say I like Judonk, no, but he's stuck on me. you understand? I don't give a fuck about what Bad Guy has to say. I'm trying to engage Todd, not right. retard from retard but, Virginia. Right, but, I don't really care expression. what Bad Guy has to say. I don't Todd, care. Why is this guy on the air? Todd wants it. <laughs> Todd is letting. That's why I'm on so here. Todd's like, no, Todd's it's like, why do San Francisco play New Orleans this week? They have five or six minutes of airtime, and Todd hasn't said a word. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, but I mean, you have to. It's kind of like Gauntlet or any of those others. You have to get from that to the next level. You got to adjust to the radio. Marty. Three minutes. You got three bad minutes. Guy. You don't bad go guy. ahead. Yes, sir. Bad guy. Bad guy. I won't say another word. Go. Quiet now, buddy. It's Close the remarks, Marty. We got to pull the plug. Yeah. Radio, this, it's, it's getting... Still there? The airtime's expensive, Marty. We're running out of time yeah. here. You got... Oh, hey, Todd. How's it going? There you are. Hey. Hey, uh... He loves that. Uh, Todd, you still there? Yes, yes. Uh, did you have an answer to my question? What was the question again? Oh, yeah. Uh, Brandon, shh, shh, shh. Brandon, shh. Quiet. I asked you about five minutes ago, Todd. <laughs> yeah, see. He just blew an air horn. Who blew that? <laughs> the sound effects are fucking remember, remember, people, remember mm -hmm. that I always extended Todd the courtesy of He's flying on the air. Todd just likes to fuck with me on the air. He gave you Todd 20 minutes. Fucking douchebag. You know I don't even know what the question is. I always gave you the courtesy of, of airtime on... You're not, you can't even reply to my comments. Well, you're I'm talking. I don't know what you're asking me. You're balls, man. What are you, oh, what are you asking balls. me? You guys, are, you guys are like... What are you asking me, Marty? 20 minutes. What do you mean? Marty, what are you asking me? You guys are cartoon characters in a dead industry. I yeah, am a cartoon character. I'm drunk as fuck in the cartoon. Dude, let's talk about poker some more. Wee! Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, hey, that's a good sound. Uh, you're done, man. You're like Ben Johnson running out of time, bro. You're done. I'm Carl no, Lewis on your ass. And you're in an exiled community, you fucking retard. Bad guy, where are you from anywhere? At least, hey, Murray, one thing in between me and you... Southern I know Florida. I'm fucked up. You don't think you're, you're smart. Like North, you're a fucking like retard Carolina that walks around with a dog all day. You walk around with a dog all day. You walk around with your dog. That's your only friend, man. My dog is the best dog in the world. Don't even. Talk I know. I'm not saying he's not. I'm gonna shoot him in the fucking eye if I ever see him. Isn't it great? Isn't oh. it great how Brandon and Todd aren't even on this segment? They're deflecting all this. That's right. You know what? Listen. They're too good to talk to you, so they give they give they give me the trash, man. They give me the trash. Todd and Brandon don't refuse to engage me on the air. Why are you calling this show, man? It's an AM radio. Okay. Marty. I'm done with this guy. Engage him out. Nothing more for him. Because they're both fucking clueless pussies. Marty. Double with Dennis. Hey, why is that guy on the air? To, why is that guy on the air right now? Hey, hold on, hold on. I'm a stable bitch. I'm a stable bitch. Hang, up on, hang up on that guy and do 10 minutes with me right now. Alright. Hang up on that guy. You and Dr. Dennis. You and Dr. Dennis. Do 10 minutes with me right now. 10 minutes. 
Without that, you, I fucking dare you. We'll give you 10 minutes if you I continue to talk to Dr. Dentistry. I fucking dare you. I dare both of you to do 10 minutes on the air. Now let's listen to the bells, man. Now let's listen to the rules. Schedules, whatever. Without, no, without big face. Get rid of fucking Rob. I got you, I got you. 10 minutes on the air with both of you fools. Hey, on your up. stage. You on your stage. Whatever, but... I'm going to go on too, Terry. Oh, let me guess. I'm not worth curious. it. I'm not worth it. It's not worth it, right? Uh, I'm just like some hey, crazy you know, guy. You can't I'm, just, I'm just some crazy know, guy, right? Whatever, but... Look, look how you're diverting this. Look how much time you're doing. You hear that? The police guy. scanner. I think we've had enough abstract craziness for one night. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's right, guys. I'm sorry that uh, Judon's Judon a fucking doctor of dentistry, and he's fucked up. I love him, though. We all love him on the site. I mean, he makes good radio. But, I mean, the guy, hey, hey, Drexel, the guy gave out yes. your number to everybody. He did. He's, a fucking, he's a fucking smart man. Really I still get... You did, bro. Oh, bad guy. That's how you got my number. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, I'm gonna yeah, kill yeah, you, Drexel. You broke up the band. You just threatened to kill me. Are you gonna keep it open now? Please don't close the site. Am I even on the air? I mean, I don't even want to talk because you guys. Are no, we're all we're all just talking here off the air. Every the radio shut down. Yeah, you haven't have heard say, from buddy. Jeff for like 15 minutes. He's what are you talking about? I've, I've talked Jeff's a few times. Pussy, man. He has Jeff's a kid, man. He's still working. He wants two kids. Marty, you always complain that I talk too much. I can't win. Fuck in the world. I can't win. You say I talk too much, then I talk too little. I can't win. No, I, I'm, I'm hearing it in the background. I I'm not even on your show. You guys are muting me. So fuck no, we're not muting anything. Well, why am I dealing with that guy? 
because he's on the I phone too. Breaking. Marty.
Are you tired of all the dizzy signals? Are you bored with the same old chit chat? Are you tired of Then why not check out the other line? A local chat line is serious callers only. The other line is 323-372-2888. That's the other line at 323-372-2888. If you get lost, just hit the pound key to back up. You will need a phone Don't back that shit up. That's going to party room. This number changes on every call. Uh, I don't know these numbers. Your private code is... Huh. Shh, shh, shh. Six. Shh. Five. It's a private code. I don't know. I didn't hear it. Crap. Did we lo- One hundred and ten. Remember your private meeting number. <laughs> what? Ten? What? Dude, don't you call the game for What are you doing? What? what is this? Fucking two. Match and chat is on three. <laughs> One on one with other party people. To move on to the next person, press one. To leave, press the pound key. Straight men, straight women, press two. You've been matched. Say hello. Wow. Hi. Hey. Okay, go ahead. Hello. I'm with the gangbang. Sweetie, there. No, it's a guy. You have now blocked this caller. You will now hear. You've been matched. Say hello. Hi. Hello. Hey there. hey there. Hi. How are you? Hi. Okay. What's your name, baby doll? Your one-on-one conference has ended. What? You will now hear music until you are the fuck? Found. John, what the hell are you doing? We're getting all worked up and you're getting cut off. I think you ruined it, bad guy. I think Brandon was getting somewhere. No, I didn't say nothing. I stopped. Do another one. Here's some sweet sounds coming down on the night. Oh. You're at the main menu for our one-on-one introductions. Press one. Get to the party rooms by pressing two. Match and chat rooms one through nine. Make your selection now. And if I don't to do this by himself, man, you don't press star four to hear about special key presses. Second floor, room one. Size zero. Ooh. Oh, crap. Wow. I'm in that. That's a tiny bitch. <laughs> That's Second a tiny floor, bitch. Room two. Size zero. What? <laughs> size zero? What is this, a bulimic chat line, bro? That's a room number. Valid room number are one two nine. You're at the main that menu is... for a one-on-one introduction. Get to party rooms by pressing two. Match and chat is on three. Voicemail greetings, leave mail. It's a transgender porn line, Max. Welcome to Match and Chat. You can bypass Ooh. these instructions by pressing any touch tone right now. After the instructions, for the win. you'll be asked to record your first name and a personal introduction that will be played to the other callers online. Record a friendly, fun, and inviting message with information about what you like, what you want, and the kind of person you want to talk to. Yeah, gay, so you gotta tell After you record your name and profile, you will hear introduction messages recorded by other callers. Okay. Then you can send them a private message. Drop. So we get a yeah. One-on-one live conversation. 
or just move on. Are we to trapped in this? Profile. Where, where, where are we at? This? Yeah, we're doing it. We've got to profile. Volley messages back and forth until you decide who you might want yeah, to They want Chico Loco, I think. To heighten okay. the fun and increase safety. All right, Chico Loco is going to do it. Here we go. Just name while on the system. That way, you can be sexy and playful. If you're a straight man, press 1. If you're a straight woman, now you must record your first name, which the system will use to identify you to other callers. After the beep, record your first name. Chico Loco. Press 1 to review your name. Press 2 if you're happy with your name. Chico Loco. Press 1 to review your name. <laughs> Press 2 if you're happy with your name and wish to save it. Your name has been saved. Now you get to record your personal profile for other callers. Don't be afraid to have fun. Hey, this is Chico Loco. I'm uh, looking for some fine-ass hainas. Uh, if you want to get at me, get at me. Press 1 to review your profile. Press 2. See, Marty, this is radio, hey, buddy. Chico Loco. I'm looking for some fine-ass hainas. Uh, if you want to get at me, get at me. Press 1 to review your profile. Press 2 if you're happy with your profile and wish to save it. Not your profile has been saved and is ready for other callers to hear. To browse the profiles of straight men, press 1. To browse the profiles of straight women, press 2. To browse the profiles, there are no profiles at this time. Are you kidding me? You're in matching chat. To browse the profiles of straight men, press 1. To browse the profiles of straight women, press 2. To browse the profiles of gay men, press 3. To browse the profiles there are Why no profiles at this time. There's not even a gay man here? You're in yeah. 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 the action show. The browser profiles of straight men, press 1. You know what this is? Yeah. I'm hearing this collapse of the show. That's, uh... You're Marty, okay. Let me ask you something, Marty. I'm being serious. No, Would I'm you not going to talk because I'm, I'm not even on the air. I'm muted. No, you're on, on the air. I'm on the air. Would you come on board as a third host on the Druff and Drexel show? Would you come on board with us? You think it would ever work that we could all three of us coexist and produce good radio? I want to hear my voice on my computer before I even talk. You're on air, bro. I'm telling you, it's bad guy. 100% right, you're on air. air. Cool, I heard it on my computer. That guy, shut the fuck up already! What okay, is that guy doing here? Your job, man. Answer the man. Get rid of this fucking retard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I called to talk to Brandon and Todd, not this fucking dickbag. Oh, oh, damn it. On, I don't man. get it. I, I'm well, really we got two more minutes, guys. I'm, I'm, it's almost. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got to end at midnight. Yeah. At, the, yeah. at midnight, the, the show turns into a pumpkin. We're not getting any of the gay guys. Did, did. Oh, God, can you just? I'm begging you. Can you just shit can this guy already? I, I'm, I'm Marty, you know, I'm I'm fucking I'm I was trying to be nice. Hold on, I was trying to be nice at the end. Marty, no, you're not gonna hang up on me, Doctor Dentistry. That's all I'm, that's all I'm asking. I'm begging you. You know, Marty, how high our ratings are. No, I'm shut up, man. I'm still playing like the sound effects. Even the guys at Quad Tax have even done a recap of this episode. Druff, do you have yeah, the? Todd's like still playing the sound effects, like the. You got knocked the fuck out, kid. Um, yeah, I, I, that I, I lost that. Let me uh, see if I can Listen, listen Marty, hold on. Let me say something. Let me say something. I'm not going to apologize, though, but I do like Marty. But... Who are you? You're like a, such a nerd. You're like a Ooh. cockroach. 
You're a nerd? I'm a cockroach, dude. I'm gonna say, listen. Honestly, hey, hey, you don't. Go back. Look at the way I'm going. Go back. Go back and talk to you. Listen, Richard, I don't know who you are anymore, man. We get spoken to John. I gotta show everybody how he looks like you're Jack Wilson. You don't have Jack Wilson on crack, huh? Listen to me. Jack Wilson, listen to me, Jack Wilson. You go look at my fucking radio show on downtown and look how many motherfucking views we got, huh? And you tell me you're more famous than me. You're a fucking pawn. No one leaves the motherfucking forms, huh? You're a pawn. You're pawning on sick forms. I'm the bad guy. I bring the hit. Well, Trump's on the web. Is this the Archie Bunker song? Trump's direct. Either next. Probably next Tuesday. Probably Wednesday, Trump. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday or Tuesday or something like that, yeah. I can't. Hey, Judo, they're letting you close the show with them. Shut the fuck up and listen to Archie Bunker. Judo, we're giving you so much respect here. You can close the show. You're on the Druff and Draxel show, Druff, or Judoc? Yeah, we're the in the last minute here, and then the show's, down, as soon as the song's down. over, the show's over. Schwartz listens to this show, and Ryan Dempster now follows me on Twitter. Hey, hey. Imagine if Ryan Dempster hears this. That's not true. That's not true, we have high ratings. You guys are running this silly little radio show for like... And you're calling this, and when does that make you, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Let me smoke some more out of my aluminum notebook in. Yeah, I'm cool. Let me walk my dog around the middle of nowhere. You fucking... You, let's talk about the Gaza Strip. You're fucking lost, Tom. How old are you, you fucking faggot? I love to fucking put my cock right into your fucking... Shalom! Okay, Brandon, just me and you for the last few seconds here. Jesus. Thank you, everybody, for hearing this uh, craziness at the end that I just let go because everybody was enjoying it, or a lot of people yeah. were. Anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week, maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. To, uh, check Poker Fraud Alert as we will announce what day we'll be on, and uh, pretty sure two weeks from now we'll be on Wednesday again. So I guess this show, uh, try to make it Tuesday, but it just seems to fall on Wednesday, except this week it's on Tuesday. And the following week, Druff will be my birthday, as mentioned earlier yeah, in the show. This, so this show is absolutely crazy tonight. Uh, had a little bit of everything, good and bad, and I'm going to stick it all together in the archives, and all five hours will be there. Love it or hate it. Good night, and... Shalom! Shalom.